Take off your clothes. I don't like women giving me orders. I spit on your grave. What you are about to see did happen. Y'all, it's going down right now. Episode 183 of the 22 Shots of Moods and Horror podcast is coming at you live. I am your host, Mr. Spit on your podcast, and I'm still the toxic offender, a.k.a. Moods. Yeah. And of course, I have my internet troll life mate by my side tonight, Double Trolling J, a.k.a. JP. And I'd like to welcome back to the show the old man who loves the 1991 Canadian horror flick Wicked World as much as he loves the smell of his old man's stinky balls, Dave, a.k.a. Mr. Parker. Yeah, what's going on, guys? Yeah. I hate Wicked World and my balls don't smell. Okay, so Dave, first off, welcome back to the show. And I'm not a troll. No, that's true. You're a troll. No, you are a fucking troll. Anyways. <laughs> but it's so, funny, Dave, so it's okay. Dave, I got a bone to pick with you, man. So I'm starting to think that you are specifically just hating on exploitation films. First, it started with The Tower. Now it's the amazing Wicked World that you're hating on. I don't think it's about the films themselves. I think it's about where they're coming from. You should hear what he said from. about video Germany the I think, day. I, yeah. And I, 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 you I know what? just imagine. He's Maybe probably like David just... Cronin, like farthead. Like, that guy sucks, man. Uh, actually, Cronenberg's in my top five horror directors of all time. He's now, probably the most underrated director of all time. See, now one of them. I'm, conf- I'm confused here. Yeah, see, we, we came up with that. That was actually a theory that we came up with. It's not. Everybody knows that. Anybody that's watched more than 50 <laughs> horror movies knows Cronenberg's a shit. But regardless, The Tower is not exploitation. It's just made in Canada, and it's a piece of shit TV movie, isn't it? It's, if it's not a TV movie, <laughs> then it's fucking... exploitation just... has to have an exploitation element, and I don't think Barry J. Gillis can understand exploitation. The only saying... thing he's exploiting is his own fucking self when he made that movie. I was just if a film is just Canadian, it can't be exploitation. I don't think so. Tower is not good enough to be exploitation. No, it's technically not exploitation. I was just generalizing by using the term. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, you, you no, know I, I love mean. Canada. Yeah. I love um, Canada. I, j- I just feel like next you're going to be hating <laughs> the greats like Nickelback and Drake and shit like that. Come on, man. You know, I'm just joking. Fuck those I've guys. I've been um, disconnected. <laughs> no, seriously. It's okay to say fuck Nickelback and fuck Drake. That's okay. Um, but no, but I didn't seriously. even know Drake was Canadian. Yeah, dude, if he's, it's Aubrey Grant. Degrassi, <laughs> dude, Drake, mean? <laughs> Drake started his career actually on Degrassi on the reboot of Degrassi High, um, which is obviously classic, this classic is Canadian cast. stuff. Degrassi all Listen, day. And here's yeah. the thing. Let me just say this. Okay. It's kind of funny about that. I know that you really like Degrassi junior high and Degrassi high. Of course I do. I'm just going to be out here to say that Degrassi, the next generation was just as good, if not better. The only Star problem Trek is series? you got old, so it's no, going to be. Dude, when did I ever say that the next generation of Degrassi was trash? I said I, I never. I, I thought that was not. You didn't. I, I swear you. 
And maybe no. it wasn't you. No, no, no. I, I, this I, conversation I, came up in one of the chats. Okay, so where somebody said the original it is series. Canadian, is I'm so, not hundred I mean, percent sure, but I okay. Let me integrate. So when the next gen- generation came out, I believe it was like around 2001, 2002 in that era. That, I, I that remember exactly. Okay, so I remember this because I was living in Vancouver at the time. I was in, I was still in music school, and my my roommate at the time was one of my good friends from my hometown, and he was also a massive Degrassi fan. So we were like counting down the days for the next generation. We're like, we got to check this out. And you got to remember, you got to put this into perspective. We are like in our early 20s, respectively 21, 22 years old, both of us. So we're a little, we're at that stage in our life where, you know, that type of stuff is probably not going to connect as well because we're very, you know, at this point, four or five years removed out of high school and stuff. So, but we both ended up actually really enjoying the first season. We watched the whole thing and I just kind of felt because I got busy in those years, got really yeah. broke, had to move around. And I just, I got disconnected with TV and, and shit like that in general. So, and uh, so I never really went back to it. I never said I didn't like it. I said, I just kind of lost its way with it. And now there's like what, 20 seasons of like the next generation. I think there's well, like different. So they did, they did like nine, 10 or something seasons of like, you know, you know, 20 ish episodes per season. And then mm-hmm. they did this thing where they started putting it on twice a week and it was like more soap opera. And mm-hmm. there was like 40 episodes in a season and stuff. Yeah. It was still good all the way up and through there. Cause I did watch, I mean, it came out for the perfect time for me, probably when the original came out for you, um, yeah. where I was like, I was like 11 or 12 when the first season came out focusing on characters that were like 12, 13, you know, and then it followed them all through high school. So it worked out yeah. perfect for me, but uh, yeah, I love that. I actually started rewatching it the other day because it was on Tubi. And I'll be honest, dude, it holds up pretty cringe in the first couple episodes, but it gets back on track. And it's like, this is very good stuff for kids. Like, I, I, w- I, I think it's one of the best things that were was ever made for, like, teenagers because it, it deals with all the shit people deal with whether it's like you know doing drugs in school for the first time or getting pregnant or suicide thoughts or being gay or how to deal with people who are you know racist and stuff it's super it handled and it handles it in such a natural realistic way too it was and i i own the first series the junior high on dvd as well and and that one was great there i think they're all great except for the newest one i couldn't get into it (laughs) but i'm probably just too old now (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so like the, the original Degrassi series was like such a strong tool that, you know, teachers just they used episodes as uh, as, you know, lessons and stuff. I, I remember watching Degrassi in school. It was crazy. And then running home after school to watch Degrassi. <laughs> so it was like totally amazing. But I, I did yeah. like the fact that they incorporated like, you know, some of the old characters like Joey and Snake. and those Oh, guys that, and that's Wheels. one of my favorite aspects. Of oh, even Spike. Re- I think Spike was in there and like they had a lot of the I know, Spike was a main character. Yeah. Snake Snake was actually lasted through the whole series. He's oh, yeah, the only because Snake was actually one of the, the teachers, teacher. right? Yeah, and then Joey yeah, was They there. even had Mr. Radich in there, the principal, or he was a regular teacher. I know that first. there was other characters, too. I don't remember if Yick or those guys, like, ever made appearances, but I, 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 I know. I think just, like, one or two episodes, yeah. I, I think. But at one point, I think they had pretty much everybody made a cameo in those late in those uh, the new series which is pretty well, they, cool they actually brought on a couple people for like regular reoccurring roles like kate caitlin like she mm. was on the show regularly yeah in like season like three or four or something oh because she actually had a fling with kevin smith <laughs> that's right i even have the, that's i even own the degrassi episodes that kevin smith uh, um actually directed because kevin smith actually owns the rights to the original series 
it's he's a big pretty, fan yeah so he actually bought him up so i was like that's insane so of course he had to write and star in a couple of the episodes but that's pretty cool um Dave, Dave, big degrassi fan I dave is like uh, uh absolutely what? not we're the hell watch television and i don't even know what that show is i think i saw part of it on tv <laughs> once he's so old he's like i don't watch television <laughs> i don't television. watch the networks i stick with the uh my own programs i have on uh digital video disc how's uh how's the 1991 going for you gentlemen yeah <sighs> We got 23, 24 down. I noticed, 20. Dave, that you have been slowing down drastically on that. I don't know. Because well, I had to watch all these I Spit on Your Grave movies. <laughs> or those six titles of there would have all been 1991 titles. Dude, that blew my mind. I, like, I well, you could have fit in two you for watched, the third one at least. You had right? watched all f- the first five I Spit on Your Grave movies, and I hadn't even started yet. I'm like, wow, I should probably start here. I so. actually did. I, I watched one every night starting on Sunday, and, I, and then I skipped the night, and I finished the last one well, last night. I, used I was way ahead out. of the curve on this one. I did it. I, I started earlier than I usually do too because I knew that I was going to have to watch one, take a break, watch one, take a break. <laughs> why? So, and I and I was completely correct on my on my theory of how to watch these movies. So, so I did. I started on Tuesday and kind of stretched them out to yesterday. But it, it looks like I watched them right in a row. Yes, like I watched. Well, I, I kind of did, but I took breaks throughout the day. But I'm watching like three yesterday, which was just enormously not too the much. right move to do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was incorporating 91 films and, uh, I'm up to 32 now. Uh, you know, man, 91 is just, dude, it, it's making my head. Hurt You're watching a bit. all the shit ones. Start watching some of the good ones. No, I mean, I've been, I don't want to waste the good ones right away. And then you'd be covered in no, shit you ones like pep, I was you for 85. Pepper them in. Dude, pepper the last them couple in. I watched, I like, I like shock him dead for how bad it is. And I like the borrower. I think the borrower. Although Ray good. for the win. 18 pepperonis on each pizza moods. I, I can already see you're right. being way harder on your ratings than I am with, with the ones that we've watched. Shock that I've watched actually this has time. one of the funny, my two word review was, I think it was pepperoni peeper. Cause there's literally the weirdest <laughs> part, literally the weirdest part in that thing where the dude's like working in this pizza shop and he, there's this like, thing on the wall a big pepperoni pizza and it's got like a little peephole and right into the dressing room i'm like what the fuck like how does that even happen but <laughs> did you guys notice although ray was way less drunk and shock him dead than he was in biohazard from six years previous and um what evils of the night it's like he had to like sober up a little bit to be in shock him dead yeah a little bit right i mean he and he's actually the best actor in a fucking movie yeah <laughs> you know honestly man i think a lot of people shit on tracy i mean she doesn't really have a lot she's of fine. great lines but she's actually fine in the movie man she is the, the movie's fine it's yeah. stupid and silly it's got a bunch of tits and it's entertaining heavy metal horror crap i, I like still it. think it's not great. i reviewed this movie years ago and actually derek even brought it up in the chat a couple days ago but um when i reviewed it i was i was like lip-syncing the uh the menu song because that song I'm in the movie. I'm a virgin girl. I wait till I'm married. <laughs> that song I'm is catchy as fuck. And it's like something like I do down on my knees, and I'm like yeah. th- that song is super catchy. And like, oh man, as soon as I Love popped it. in the menu, I was like, oh my god. So I was like, I was riding my my workout bike in my house, watching the movie. I'm like, this is awesome. It's getting me all pumped up. <laughs> so. The people, Dave, you asked that question. Are you friends with just a bunch of people who don't watch horror films? I don't know what happened. Like, I asked the popular. <laughs> oh, I Dave. asked the popular last week. Oh 91, what God. the most popular horror movies are. And I'm seeing, like, took, some of the. Everybody got five, right? And the mo- number one that was on everybody's list was People Under the Stairs with 18 votes. So it was the most popular. But then all a bunch of people were like, I spit on your. They're like, I'm sorry. They're like, People Under the Stairs. They hate that. And they hated, like, People are saying, like, shit, that's not even the worst. When I asked the worst movies in 1985, people were like, Midnight Hour, Bad Seed. It's like, what the fuck are you guys watching? Like, 10 movies a day? Uh, we, I mean, a year? It's I, just like, you guys have I not usually let that shit go. Some shit. 
I usually let it go, but like I had commented, right? So I was getting the updates and I was like, oh my, I just have to respond to a couple of people. Cause one girl said Puppet Master three was the worst film of the, of the year. And I was like, um, actually that's it's like the best, the best the one franchise. in the original franchise. <laughs> that's like the best Puppet Master. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? And in terms of the whole year, besides like, you know, outside the franchise, I mean, it's, it still kind of holds up, you know, I'm like, that's fucked. Yeah. So people I mean, just going through list. this here, like the first one that I see is Danceathon of Death, and I'm like, okay, that sounds sorority babes like in the dance. That sounds like a turd. I, I'm yeah. I'm with Watson. Well, on even that. James yeah. Higgins said Nine Seven Six Evil Two, and I'm like, yeah, and I'm like, no, I like that. No, Nine Seven Six Evil is not a great movie, but in terms of just it being, I guess it's kind of it's kind of related to the first one. Not really, it doesn't have continuity or anything, but it's a fun movie though. I think it's actually really fun. Well, like the real turds are shit like uh, Wicked World, especially since it's Canadian. Sometimes they come back. I mean, (laughs) yeah, I love sometimes. Here's what it is. It's an age group. There's an age divide. Because we all saw these movies when we were like like five to ten. These guys saw like they were like, oh, I love Last House and Left and Hills Have Eyes. They went to the theater to see people under the stairs and they're like fucking 30 or like 25 and they're ready for some extreme shit. And then people under the stairs is lightweight kids movie it's like a kids horror movie it's great especially if you see it young but for an old guy they're like fuck this i want some gore yeah and that's people being let down is what it is people putting things on movies that aren't there you know what i mean the thing that always the the thing that definitely i always notice from this is that we see like way worse films than any of these people (laughs) Like so, so we like when well, I did write that or Freddy's Dead. Like I mean, yeah, there's arguments that may, that are can be made that they're bad movies, but like, I mean, dude, well, you know my like you, the worst movies. They're all like sixes and like six and a half. You know my hatred. Like, I kind of like it for Freddy's Dead. Like I, that movie just frustrates the shit out of me. But by any means, is it not? It's not even close to like you know on the level of some of the shit that I was mentioning. Like Beauty Queen, Butcher, and Science Crazed are some of the worst movies in my entire collection. Just happen to be from '91. Yeah. Like Zombie Ninety is like these movies are point five. Zombie out of 10. Ninety is unbearable. They're fucking horrible. Like no one. Okay, going back to Canadian uh, films, um, Dave. Have you ever seen Science Craze before? It's oh, actually I have it. Okay. I've had it for years. Okay, so, I'm so watch it. I'm not even joking. It's gonna make the Tower and Wicked World look like masterpieces. It's that bad. Like it's it's one of those so bad. It's just like you have to see it at least once. It's fucking so bad, man. Um, Beauty Queen Butcher. Like these are the type of movies I'm talking about. Like different, I spit on your grave, day Vu. Those are the kind of movies we're talking. Different about. levels of shittiness. Yeah. Even Blood Massacre. film Blood Massacre from '91 isn't even as bad as those ones, and that's a bad. Dude, movie. I like Blood Massacre when I saw it. Yeah, no, it's it's a bad movie, but it actually is decently fun. But a lot of people, movie. if they saw that, they'd be like, "Oh my god, that is like the worst shit ever." Yeah. But I'm like, and we'd be like, "I like it." <laughs> dude, the people like, on the stairs made me laugh though. I was like, "How the fuck." Does that even Dude. get brought up, man? Like that is literally that's probably gonna make I would say Everybody's I, know, six people, I would say probably five or six of the list. Like, come on. It's it's like top five good. craven, I'm talking. Yeah, dude, it's pretty good. Like that's just a that's a weird opinion. I saw it at a I was like five or six when I saw that, so I loved it, you know. I haven't watched it in like ten years though, so I'm mm-hmm. I'm worried, but I think it will hold up. Yeah, yeah. I actually I rewatched uh, Godzilla vs. King Ghidorah the other night. Man, dude, I forgot how fucking ridiculous the storyline is in that movie. It's a time travel movie. It's basically like Back to the Future meets The Terminator. With Godzilla. Godzilla with King Ghidorah. It's, it's, never so, seen much, that it's one. so much fun. Either. It's so much fun. It, you like, know what's crazy about the Godzilla films? <clears throat> there's so many of them that no matter what year we get, there's 
There's I like gotta watch a Godzilla movie every fucking year. <laughs> oh yeah, there's tons. Yeah. Did you guys notice this too about '91? It's like I'm watching all the same actors in this six-year period. I'm seeing Brian James from fucking seeing Jeffrey Combs and David Gale. They're all still working. It's all the same people directing too. Yeah. Like fucking Don Dolor has another one. Like I thought Don Dolor was done in '85. I, feel like I I've forgot seen the Blood Times. Yeah, yeah. In a fucking every full moon movie, Richard Lynch is like, let me get my <laughs> twenty bucks. Yeah, right. <laughs> see now, JP knows Dude, who Richard did Lynch you see, is. Did you see Dave Hayton on, on Subspecies, man? Nobody Fuck hates y'all. on Subspecies, Dude, man. It's I've so seen good. a million vampire movies. It's it says it's funny in the opening of Subspecies. They're like a story a based on a story by Charles Band. I'm like, you mean fucking Bram Stoker, motherfucker? Because it's not anything different than a bad Dracula Dave, movie. Have you not realized that Charlie? Yeah, Band but there's little creatures at the beginning. Not only does he does he think he's you know he's Charlie Band, but he do, he thinks he's God. So therefore he you know he thinks he's everybody. Charles I Band like is quite humble, actually. I like the Tremor movies. I meant the Transfers movies. I like Dollman. I like fucking Puppet Master Three. Subspecies is nothing special. Subspecies it's the same old favorite one out of all those. You know what? You know what? I, it always the vampire sucks me looks in. excellent. He looks great. Radu is amazing. Much I think Radu. Radu pulls off a great performance in that. Like the guy that plays Radu. Um, it, it's just it's just shocking to me that the production value because if you look at something like you know I watched Subspecies one night and I watched Dollman right after and I, I I've always loved Dollman. I think it's super yeah. fun. And uh, but if you look at the production values in the films, like Subspecies, honestly, is one of the better looking actual full moon pictures releases. Albert I mean, Hewn makes a lot of mistakes. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's not perfect and stuff, but I actually really enjoy it. like the atmosphere, like the locations and stuff. They, they did a pretty decent job with that, man. I mean, story wise, they did a good is, job with the atmosphere and the locations. Yeah, it's just a, the script is very generic. It, it is I very generic. I actually don't really care for the script all that much. It's actually kind of silly. And like, I like the atmosphere. Yeah, that's that's what I like. Yeah, I mean, just the the, the way the movie starts out is kind of all, all it's the a full little moon bit, scripts are light, but it's dude. a little bit <laughs> aggravating though, man. Because you're like, oh yeah, anger scrims in this movie right on, man. And he fucking dies Worst in like wig two ever. seconds. Worst you're wig like, ever. He well, looks that, like hard for Master Universe. You're like, come on, dude. You gave him the the father role, and he fucking goes and shanks him in two minutes. Charles Band was one of the people to to start the trend of getting one named actor in your movie yep. yeah and and you can't pay him to be in the whole movie but you just have him on the title like william hickey like and master <laughs> Dude, there's like no um uh fucking transfers 2 has got like everybody in it it's got martine beswick jeffrey combs richard mm-hmm. lynch tim thomerson helen Hunt. it's got a lot of people in it art lafleur it's like, like man this cast is actually really good jp don't so. you really like when people mention richard lynch's name now and do you actually know who he is yeah <laughs> I, it, like what's funny is like dave do you I, remember that conversation on the show i've seen him in like a million other things like he's in fact he was like last year he was one of my top watched actors on my letterbox when you have letterbox pro you can see like still one of the most ridiculous conversations 22 shots ever had i'm like i don't even remember what the movie was and i'm like yeah and richard lynch is in this and everyone knows he isn't it's puppet master three it was puppet master actually was puppet master three and then and jeremy and jp are like uh, nobody knows who Richard Lynch is. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about, man? Richard Why are you guys on a horror podcast? I was like, I was, he's literally been in rolling. hundreds of movies and like so much movies you guys had even seen before. And it's not like he was playing in $5 indie movies. It was Richard fucking Lynch, dude. Like that was I, I the most Halloween conversation I've ever had with you guys. It was so frustrating because I felt like I was getting ganged up on. I'm like, how do I explain this anymore? It's Richard Lynch, dude. Like, listen, you guys better not gang rape me on this episode. Oh, you are getting gang fucked. Well, I got the rock ready. All right. 
Mood, you get his arms. I'll get his legs. We'll exactly. bring him. Yeah. We're Derek's I have in. really lanky arms, so I can totally hold down both of his arms at the same time. I got time. lanky Four arms, legs. too. Yeah. So, Dude, okay. Like, I'm 6'1", and I think my arms are way now. too long even for my height. Me, too. <laughs> so, I'm 6'1". I got monkey arms. Yeah, man. Me, too. I'm, like, dragging on the fucking ground I'm when I walk. Upper, I am 6'1", with 30-inch legs. Yes, I'm very unproportioned. It sucks. I have really long legs. I have. But I have super long legs and arms. Dude, I'm getting so mad. A lot of the stuff that I ordered for this 91, like, I, I ordered the Resurrected, I ordered body parts, I ordered um, Black Demons, like, I ordered Shit's a bunch of stuff. Right? What's that? Shit's taking forever, isn't it? Dude, I, ha I, I literally haven't got, like, most of the stuff that I ordered. It's UPS is holding it up. UPSU, or uh, United States Postal Service. My order from Vinegar Syndrome shipped April 24th. Right now is May 8th, and it hasn't moved since May 1st. Like, it's hitting these big cities, and they're just, like, sitting on the mail, I think. Yeah, because it's so busy. UP I'm getting my UPS packages. Yeah, but it's not Postal Service stuff at all. Yeah. I and it's, like, su it's super annoying because I'm, like, I, I ordered like a lot of these 91 movies that I, I don't own and I'm like kind of but some of them are streaming I'm like damn it I should have just streamed them I'm sure they'll show up before we you know <laughs> I don't know where we're going to do this probably the end of August kind of thing you know but uh, I mean I'm sure they'll show up by then hope so you might be okay See, Vinegar Syndrome, Vinegar Syndrome is one of those amazing – like, I love ordering from Vinegar Syndrome for a couple different reasons, man. You know, I, it's just, you know, the package deal and stuff is awesome. But uh, they actually ship their um, international packages out of Canada, so they don't even go through customs. They have actually a base in Toronto, so which is awesome because I, 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 for the longest time, I couldn't figure out why I was getting my shit so fast. And I'm like, damn, it's crazy. They just shipped out a couple days ago. Yeah, because they have a base in Canada, so that's amazing. So I, I got my yeah. fucking, I got my new Vinegar Syndrome package, and I actually talked to the guy. He messaged me, and he's like, yo, oh, he's like, yo, Moods. Pendulum. He's like, I'm sending your shit out first. He's like, you're the first package since we got this that I'm sending out to you. And I'm like, I feel special. Thank you for that. <laughs> right? So I'm like, that's awesome. Um, and yeah, so fucking Vinegar Syndrome is awesome. Love them. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I I ordered Dolly Dearest. Which so I did I. Still waiting on it. I watched I saw that it when while I, was I rode my bike. That movie is still bad and boring. <laughs> I remember being at a campground I, and I saw it in I a trailer. And I feel that that's the only way you watch Dolly Dearest is in a trailer. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, right? For like, some reason, I thought it was a full moon film, but I guess not, huh? No. Dolly Dearest actually has its moments. I mean, the fact it ripped horns in that movie and the, and the doll is creepy as fuck, but it's just, and I actually kind of like the narrative. Like the narrative is actually not too bad, but it just has lulls in it, man. It just gets boring at times and shit. Um, I ten. got my copy of the McPherson tape today. Nice. I got that a few, few uh, days ago. I had ordered that with the vinegar syndrome package. So that was cool. Nice. What are we talking about? What movies are we reviewing today? Uh, well, hold up. I, I don't have. Need, I don't a even know. Contest to do still. Oh, I was even speaking of body parts, man. I just fucking watched that right before ninety one got picked and Dead Space twice. So maybe I watched. Just... I watched so many movies before. I, I'm not. I don't want to watch Revenge of the Billy the Kid. And I watched well, and Curse, Curse Three. I don't want to watch Curse Three again. Dude, Revenge of the Billy the Kid. Dude, I always I just go with the uh, Curse Three. If sucks. I, I always Curse just go like snakes. if if I watched it in the past like year, then I'll just. You know, I'll just count, count it. it. I don't know. Yeah. I, I have this weird kind of... Like, Unless it's something that I feel like I need to rewatch. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, I'm not... I don't know if I'll rewatch re uh, Curse 2 or 3. Curse 3. <sighs> I might just no see it to the end just to do a quick little watch. I mean, even though... Me body, like I said, Body Parts and the Unborn are super in my mind. I just watched them. And Dead Space mm -hmm. twice. 
Which Body Parts is actually good though. I would actually like, watch Dead Space again because I like love that movie. That movie's great. That's a great fucking animated film. Oh, Dead Space is a different animated movie. It's not the same one from ninety one. Dude, I'm trying to get Which it one is it? Driving, it's it's one from Corman. I miss going to the damn movies. Oh, what the fuck? Seriously? That 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 animated movie came out in like two thousand like six or something. What are you talking about? Boots confused the animated Dead Space with the uh, Corman Dead Space, which I haven't seen the Corman one or the animated one for that matter, but they're definitely two different movies. What was I thinking, man? Maybe I was thinking that and I got it confused with the other one. Oh, yeah. The one I'm thinking of is is from 2008 for sure. Man, I'm retarded. Yeah, because you liked it a lot. Yeah. Eh, who gives a shit? Oh, yeah, this one. Fuck, totally, man. I was totally tripping balls and I was thinking that was the same <laughs> one. But now when I think back, I'm like, there was no way that shit was made in 91. Fuck me. No, man. no. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I know which one it is. Oh, crap. <clears throat> My drive-ins is opening next week. Sweet. What are they playing? Wow. Well, that um, makes sense to have the drive I don't know. You can social <laughs> distance. World Tour? You can social distance uh, that The way. Vast of the Night. Oh, that looks kind of cool. I don't know what it is. The Vast of the Night. Hmm. No, never heard of it. It looks it looks like it could be something spooky. like sci-fi or spooky or something. I must have had 91 on my mind today. I'm actually wearing my Necromantic 2 shirt right now. That's just kind of strange. That wasn't planned. You have a Necromantic 2 shirt. You know what's I have a fucking, Necromantic poster. You know what's cool about this shirt, man? So I'm in, Amoeba, I'm in Amoeba Records in San Francisco one time it's with the thriller wife, sci-fi, and I was doing some shopping. And when I'm doing some shopping, the wife usually separates from me, and she goes and does her own thing in the same store. Though she was wandering, doing her thing, she comes back and finds me after like an hour with this Necromantic T-shirt, and she's like, "Man, this shirt's amazing!" And I'm like, uh, "Yeah, that's totally awesome." She's like, "I'm gonna buy this for you." And I'm like, "Oh, this is like the coolest wife ever." <laughs> like you found that shirt at a store? Yeah, at Amoeba Records. Oh, that's, Which if, that's crazy. Well, if you, do you know what Amoeba Records is? It's like probably one of the biggest and best like record, you know, movie stores like probably in North America. It's huge. Us old guys don't go outside, boots. We yeah. stay inside where it's safe. Yeah. Well, the one in Frisco is amazing. in McDonald's. Huh? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like it's one of those places where you could literally spend like it's like Costco size, and you could spend uh-huh. like days in there it's ridiculous like in me you know i'm into music and movies so it's like the whole store is like my fucking but is it canadian no 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 it's that one was in san francisco they have one okay. in uh there's one in hollywood the original one's in hollywood which actually they're just moving the locations now which a lot of people are super pissed off i've heard of records, off. I, and I was other... just gonna make fun of you when you said it was canadian i was like oh i can't go there no no and the other one's in berkeley <laughs> which i haven't been to the one in berkeley or i think the one in berkeley is actually a little bit smaller i think it's sounds expensive one. Amoeba is not cheap by any means. It's more about the experience at that point. I mean, you yeah. do pay a little bit more, but I'm, I'm telling you, man, like I was finding crazy out of print shit and like just insane shit. And in I was like, this is nuts. But they when, know. when you're out of town, though, you, you don't care about the price when you're out of town. Like if you were in your hometown, you're like, that's way too much. But when you're out of town, you're like $30. So like 10 where I'm at, I'll take it. You exactly. Right. I mean, if you're going to be all the way in Frisco doing shop and you're going to pay that extra couple dollars for some yeah, titles, you, or, you just fucking yeah. spend like an idiot when you're out of town. Yeah, I'm like, this This record's like $32. I'm like, ah, fuck it, I'll do it. <laughs> but <laughs> so, I want it now. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, Amoeba's dope, man. I've been there a few times. It's just, I spent, every time I've been there, I spend way too much money. It's just hard not to, really. Like, I literally was carrying a basket around like I was grocery shopping. That's how insane it gets. So, but that's my little Amoeba Necromantic 2 story. Um, JP, do you, are we going to do something? Give away something. Yeah, contest, right? I'm gonna give away something. I will let the person pick 
what they want. I have a copy of Takashi Miike's First Love sealed on Blu-ray, hmm. um, and I have a cop uh, copy of. Um, Did you just call yourself a cop? Yeah, <laughs> I, I have a copy of uh, Hope. Uh, her new film. Um, what is the title of it? Oh, Tom Horball's daughter. daughter. Yeah. Um, I dare you to open your eyes. Yes. Are and you seriously I, trying to announce what you were giving away and you didn't know the fucking title of it? Dude. No, I, 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 I was giving you a chance to say it. Is all. Well, you did so. ask me what it was called. <laughs> so who yeah, made but then I, What's it called? But then you Where am answer, I? So I answered correctly. Well, I was giving a little bit of, you know, background. It's yeah. Uh, yeah. our good friend Tom. Good title. Good title. Good cover. I don't own it. I don't own it. So. I will. So you can pick between either of those. So um, we have one copy of that to give away. I have two copies of Takashi Miike's First Love to give away. I also have some other stuff that we'll save. But um, we're going to bring back the monthly giveaway uh, here on 22 Shots. So anybody who's supporting the Patreon um, can get entered in the contest. Um, Dave is going to win. 57, 59, 57 people here. I have a, a randomizer on my phone. It's rigged. Dave's going to win. I'm going to randomize. The winner is Dustin Collins. Dustin Collins. I think that's Dusty Mark, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it, check that out. Dusty joined the Patreon last month. <laughs> and he wins. He, he must have been on a binge again. <laughs> that's not nice. Yeah. I'm sorry. So, uh, Dustin, hit me up. Um, with your address and uh, and title choice, you could either go with Takashi Miike's First Love, or you have to be super drunk to to join the Patreon on Twenty Two Shots, or Horror Ball, Horrors Balls, Horse Balls. <laughs> can you call them horror, Horse Balls? Horrors pluralized. Horrors can't, can't even read over here. It's not Horrors Balls because no, it's one hard. word. Horrors Ball. Horrors Ball. But then you're like Horrors Ball. Balls. No, if you think about it properly, it actually makes sense. If you say whore ball, it, that just doesn't, it sounds like two words. Whore's no, ball whores sounds like balls, one daughters. Because I'm trying to say his daughter. You know what I mean? Whore's ball. Then just leave the whore's ball out of it easy. then and just say his daughter, Hope. Tom Whore's ball. Second daughter. feature film. Her second feature <laughs> film, yeah. It was it, did she have, I thought her other one was a short. Was it a feature? It was a feature, yeah. It was <clears> shorter. Right? It was shorter. Yeah, my favorite thing about this is that um, I remember seeing her as like an eleven-year-old girl in his videos, mm-hmm. like just a little ass kid. Now she made a movie. Did more yeah, than man. we did. Yeah, that's more than we. Yeah, exactly. Well, Dave, you've done some. No, you haven't. Like they named I her. I made some movies. They named her perfectly. You know, <laughs> you, you can't even read it, JP. You couldn't even read it. What? Read your movie? No, you could. Well, there's nothing to read in my movie. <laughs> you didn't get the subtext. It's like subtext. It's about eating Jello. <laughs> um, no, the yeah, hopeless pictures. Come on, that's super cool, right? That's funny. yeah, it, right. I like. I mean, this is perfect. Yeah. But yeah, so uh, you could pick. I know what I would pick, but you can pick what you would pick. Um, I can. I can definitely tell you that I like the Takashi Miike movie, but I also am interested in a how old is she now like 18 19 um yeah probably around there yeah i would say yeah i'm interested in a 19 year old girl oh no i think she's 20 i think she's 20 now at least but yeah 
Um, so yeah, pick what you want, but uh, and then we'll give away something next month too. Um, next time, so uh, and obviously, if whatever you don't pick will be available next month as well. And after we run out of that stuff and and some of the other stuff I have, we'll start <clears throat> getting stuff like we used to. Like we'll do, like for example, like this month would have been cool to give away the McPherson tape or something. You know what I mean? Since it just came out and it, it's kind of like a title that everybody wanted. Um. So we'll go back to doing that too. I miss doing that. That was very fun. For sure. Yeah. For sure. And we have got, I think, like nine new Patreon supporters since we did that 85 thing. Cool. Which which we will be releasing for the Actually, by the time by the time you hear this episode, um, the video version will actually be live on my channel. So if you didn't know or didn't check it out before this video dropped, uh, or this podcast dropped, then it'll be live on there, so yeah there you go check it out check it out check it out uh do we got anything else uh no i think that's it all righty well i guess we should probably maybe get into the main attraction here on the show is that is that what we're gonna do yes all right well let's do that here All right, so before we get into the featured reviews here, I'm going to bust out a little bit of a knowledge segment. The word I bring to you today is knowledge reigns supreme. You got no time to joke and play because knowledge reigns supreme. And you got to do it, man. Since we're doing some rape revenge films tonight, uh, I've got to do the um, the top 10 rape revenge movies according to the cinemaholic.com website. Like now, I why said, did you pick their list? Because I know there's a plethora of them. Oh, there's tons. It, it was just happened to be the first one I saw when I when I. Googled what is it, it. dated? Uh, 2018. Okay. Okay, so not too old. No, We've no, had no. a couple since then. July 15, 2018. So yeah, this one's not even two years old. So yeah, I mean that's uh, it is what it is. Like I said, I don't overthink this. Click on the first one, and it's kind of the fun of it. It's kind of a gamble what you're going to get too. But I made sure it was well, ten tried, best. I, Rape at least revenge it's movies. not real old because when you it's real old you cut out such a huge oh for sure chunk of for sure yeah. yeah um okay so yeah the 10 best female rape revenge movies ever made so this is they're going off the best they're going best here they're okay. going best all right so in at number 10 is bays moy from 2000 rape me that's a crazy never movie. seen it aka rape me yes uh yep. it's brut- a nut. brutal nutty film actually was released by arrow in their old old dvd line uh, they put out a really great uncut version of it it's pretty so nasty. it's literally called rape me yeah. There's like actual porn inserts and shit, isn't it? Yeah. There's yeah. actual sex in it. Yeah, there's yeah. actual full penetration in the uncut version and stuff. Is there and... actual rape? Uh, no. To me, it looks real. Like it's crazy, actually. <laughs> like the scenes are nuts in this movie, but the the revenge is good too. It's very gritty and grimy, like grindhouse type style. But from 2000, like it's definitely a stick out film from that era. So not seen it in years. Yeah, I, I don't know if it's ever going to make some, uh, you know, summer series list or anything from 2000, but <laughs> <laughs> you never know. Um, but yeah, Baze Me, a.k.a. Rate Me, number 10. In at number 9, actually kind of, wow, this is kind of shocking me a little bit that it's this high on the list, I guess, or low. Fuck, I always, I never know what to say high or low. But in at number 9 is 1981's uh, Miss 45. Love it. Which is actually probably my favorite. It's up there in top one, two, or three rape revenge films for myself. I love. It would prob- I would probably stick it right there where it's at. <laughs> okay. Number nine for me. Yeah, top five. 
So sure. we already know where this is going tonight. Uh, yeah. What? <laughs> I just I think it's a great film, man. I, I really do. I think it's a great one. Uh, oh, number eight. This is interesting. Um, 2007's Teeth. I wouldn't put that at rape. Does she even get raped? Some yes, guy attempts to rape her. No, it's, that's <laughs> no, how does. it starts. Yeah, she does. Yeah. Getting, she bites his dick off in the in the cave, right? Yeah. yeah. So she is getting. No, raped. that's totally a rape or revenge yeah. film. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. It's a good I, movie. I was just shocked I love to see it. teeth. On I would here definitely put it. At, I, I would put it at probably top ten. It's. Funny. I didn't even register that a rape revenge. No, it didn't because actually because you think old. you think his teeth is just a, a vagina with teeth in it. Right. Yeah, I've, I, I don't know. using her vagina as you know, it, it's actually they keep it, showing that scene from Black Scorpion with the teeth on the TV, right? <laughs> I showed my parents that movie when they were alive. Uh, it's a good movie. It is. They were like, "What the fuck?" I really like. I think that uh, casting for the lead actress is perfect. Yeah, it's a fun one, man. It, it was just kind of one of those shocking films that came out at the time. I'm like, "Teeth? What is this about?" Dimension Ooh. Extreme, baby. Ooh, one of my favorite lines ever. It's a vagina with teeth. That's amazing. Like, who isn't going to watch that shit, right? And the funny thing is, this was, I remember when Netflix first came out, this was one of the films that was on there. So, like, everybody was checking out Teeth, and I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, yeah. It's definitely <laughs> uh, one of the, it's probably the best killer genitals film ever. Yeah. Oh, Better than Pervert, Bad Biology, right? Yeah. It's funny. I was I actually talking about Bad Biology before this show, because um, I was listening to the Ari the Rugged Man interview on Take a Personal Podcast, which is, like, my favorite podcast and uh they were interviewing him and he actually wrote that movie and collaborated with uh, frank henenlotter yeah, yeah, because yeah. frank are they mm-hmm. are the rugged man is a massive massive film fan not just a horror fan but frank mm-hmm. henenlotter is like a god to him so you know anyways i was just kind of thinking about that earlier just kind of weird you brought that up but um, hear me and- out here hear me out would you consider rabbit a killer genital movies because the the um isn't the armpit vagina mouth isn't it somewhat <laughs> pretty much no, right no. I, I don't know i think that's kind of stretching a little bit but it's, it's a it's a stretch if yeah if you had to make like 10 killer genital list and you only <laughs> had, had like knew of nine then that's where that would be <laughs> there's killer tits right there's gotta be movies about yeah there's the killer uh rack killer, killer rack. rack dude killer rack killer killer isn't rack, there killer like rack, one, uh, a black exploitation killer genital film yeah 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 i don't remember what it's called though i never watched it vinegar syndrome put it out and yeah, then killer uh, rack is somewhat like oh there's she kills have you guys seen She Kills? Yeah, not a fan. Uh, there's is, angst, the, is, is the angst? taint about killer genitals or just killing genitals? No. Well, you, your dick grows giant and you go nuts. You do. It, it, I would consider not, that killer genitals. It's because, yeah, you're getting infected. It's like you get very rapey with it, though. It's not like, actually about killing. I don't know. I guess. Serbian film. Somebody gets killed with a dick in that movie. That is true. <laughs> angst. There's the movie Angst. Um not German not, one? No, not the German classic yeah. serial killer There's film. There's sausage. Yeah, the angst. Uh, I think it came yeah, out yeah. in the early 2000s. Oh, or something oh like that. yeah. That that film's called. Um, I think it's called Penetration Angst in some countries. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I have. I have that angst. I have both angst. I've seen yeah. the. Uh, it's I German, have that right? Angst. The German yeah, one's right. really good. You're right. You're right. It actually is called Penetration Angst in some countries. I have a DVD that just says Angst on it. Um, there's the yeah, there's, there's, there's the more recent one, Bunny the Killer Thing, with the the rapey. Oh rabbit. yeah, dude, we could totally do a couple volumes of Killer and, Genitals. And what the fuck is the one? Um, geez, it's it's the beginning. It's um uh somewhere at the door or something. Doesn't that guy have a giant dick in it? I never watched it. Breaking <laughs> Glass, I think, put it out. Like literally, the back of the cover has a guy with like a foot long dick chasing somebody down a, a hallway. What, oh, okay, shit, hear me out. Dude, what about totally. Chillerama's sperm uh, Wadzilla? I mean, that that it's a short. It's a short. And then but... Killer Condom? Killer Condom is, yeah, the oh, trauma Killer film. Killer Condom. Oh, Parasite? Baby Blood, maybe? Baby Blood? 
Well, it's in her body. I don't know. Yeah. She never fucks anybody, does what she? What about One-Eyed Monster with Ron Jeremy? That's I've never seen One-Eyed Monster. I've never seen it. Big killer. <clears throat> their Soul Vengeance, the exploitation killer penis film, which actually Vinegar Syndrome put up. That's the one up, I was thinking of. That's the one we were thinking of earlier. Okay, okay so yeah. that's Vinegar Syndrome released it under the other name, um, the Brother Charles. Uh, I can't think of it. I've never seen Killer Pussy before, uh, the Asian one. I've always heard it's really sexual good. parasite. Yeah, yeah, I've never seen it before. And in fact, the DVD, like it, the release, is really hard to find. Um, but I I've always, I've always heard that one's really good. There's actually a hell of a lot more than we thought. Yeah. yeah. I, I, the funny thing is, I actually have a list somewhere where I was going to do a top ten Tuesday on oh. Killer Killer uh, Bad Karma by Alex Shandon, the short movie. There's a giant, not nasty monster dick in that. Is there? <laughs> It's crazy is it bad karma or, or drill bit? I think it's bad karma. I think it's bad karma. Yeah, yeah. And that might be a ninety-one. <laughs> hmm. Interesting. Um, yeah, there there is a lot, man. Well, I mentioned this a long time ago, JP, about doing a killer genitals. It show. was on the list at one point. It, it was, was actually. On the list. We were. I, I don't remember what the movies we had lined up, but we never did it. But that's definitely going to be a thing, though. I think we should. Yeah, actually do maybe that. Uh, Patreon. Fuck yeah, man! I'd be down for some killer vagina and penis. I, movies. I think we're we're we might. I don't know. We're, we're kind of almost caught up on everything, so maybe we'll take some more submissions soon. Well, we actually uh, are caught up technically. Um, well, I mean, we well, just, we still have the one. Oh, this have show. Record, we have to record the shows. By the way, this show was courtesy of Vitaly Vundersee. Von Vundersee. What? How do you say that? W U N D E R S E. I thought this show was courtesy of fucking Andy. No, Andy would never pay this much for a show. <laughs> True. What was I thinking? That's he would insane. never pay that, that much. That actually I think isn't... he paid a trilogy once. <laughs> okay. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, that was number eight, Teeth from 2007. Uh, coming in at number seven, uh, the classic exploitation film from 1972, Last House on the Left, of course. Should be higher. Number seven. I've come around so heavy on Last House of the Left when we did seventy two show. It's I love it's it. One, I love it too. Yeah, I mean, we've talked about the movie a lot. Works and all. Yeah, Works I mean, it all. It, I have a love hate relationship with it. It's literally one of those films I like it more than you know. I watch it one time and I'm like, oh, it's you know, and then I watch it again years later and I'm like, oh, I think I'm a little bit lower. Other I, scenes in the film just make up so much for the bullshit that you and I don't like. Mm -hmm. And honestly, like I kind of forgot that it came out in 72 and I give that like more props too, because like, you know, you think of like stuff like I spit on your grave as like other films like that, but it's like, this was done way before I spit on your grave. I, just, I have the same problems. David with, is amazing. Yeah. I best. have the same problems with this movie that I do with, uh, you know, the, the town, the dreaded sundown, man, just the goofy ass parts that kind of take me out of it. I mean, this movie's playing itself serious, but then it has this goofy shit with cops and stuff. And I'm like, what the fuck, man? And have plus you guys the, ever seen whirlpool? Sorry. No. Uh, yes. Yes. Whirlpool. The, uh, Jose Larraz. Yes. Yeah. I got the yeah. JP. Watch that. If you like last house and left, watch whirlpool. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Just the ending will knock you out. Um. But, yeah. So okay. that was number seven. Uh, number six. Sorry, Sorry. No. No. That's cutting you off. Uh, no. Number coming to number six is uh, of course <laughs> on the menu for tonight from 1978. I spit on your grave. Really? Higher. What? What is? How many? Yeah. I, I don't well, know. I didn't, I, this? I didn't swim through this. <laughs> yeah, I literally, I, like actual serial killer rapist tapes or something. To keep this, <clears throat> to keep this authentic with my reactions, like I, you know, I don't follow the news. Then so when you tell news, yeah. I'm always authentically surprised when you're spitting some shit. I only scrolled through the first two just to make sure it was actually rape revenge. And I was like, okay, well, that's good enough. Hopefully, the rest is rape revenge. But yeah, like 
Ice Pick and Grave. Best I'm trying to think. Okay, we're, we're at what number? Number six. Okay, if my so favorite song. Five here, I'm gonna be pissed. Mm-hmm. So we have five left. Well, what do I you mean, think that your number one is? This is what I love about predicting. lists. This is what Virgin I love about Spring. lists. Everybody's lists no. are so different, and everyone has different rankings, and that's why I love doing the Top Ten Tuesday series because people are always like, "That should be high." I'm like, "Dude, I don't make best of lists, but this is actually Favorite. a best list." So this is a good argument because this is they're they're you know they're spitting it out there as a best, but I always make personal favorites. But anyways, yeah, I can't. I'm, I'm blanking on Rapers. Irreversible or Virgin Springs going to be on there, and I hope my favorite's on there. When it, when it pops up, I'll say it. Okay, I can sure. tell you right now, Virgin Spring will not be on this. List. I'm just saying, maybe this guy says best. He's going to be like, "It's Artie." It's the best, you know what I mean. I'm just yeah, saying. I just, yeah, I just have. A, I mean, there's like, an argument there, right? You know, favorites and best. Okay, uh, coming in number five. Dave actually just mentioned it from 2002. Irreversible. See now, now Gasper, I'm really no. confused on like what's ahead. Gasper, of no. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, um, that's probably a top five for me. I always said that Irreversible is one of those movies that it has to be probably Does the Girl most nor- count? the the most nauseating fucking movie ever made, but that I love. It's weird. Like I, I, I don't like want to go out of my way to watch Irreversible, but I think it's a good, it's a good film. But man, dude, you know he does it properly with that soundtrack. I, he must like reverse that shit with like industrial sounds. He like industrial yeah, sounds remixes sick. that, and it's meant to do that to you. It's actually meant to, you know, to. Fuck oh with no your, doubt, it's like, meant to fuck with your the, equilibrium. Like you can do the repetitions like, too. The repetitions of the same sounds over and over again. They'll make you sick. They 100%. do it. On, they do it in Requiem too. Like the when yep. they inject. The yep. eyes, they do that in Irreversible better, and it makes you fucking ill. Absolutely, man. Like, yeah, what, that's it's one of my favorite watches ever that I don't ever want to watch again. <laughs> I don't think I want to watch it in its entirety either. Yeah, Irreversible. Even even oh, even the lines he's saying when he's raping her, like if you had to repeat that whole monologue, how embarrassed would you be? I think I'd throw up. I, I, I think the. <laughs> I think the most. I think my favorite moment in the entire movie is when that dude, like at the end of the hallway like walks into the frame that which was yeah. apparently was an accident and it was, uh was it a dude or a Apes. woman it's a dude. That, is it a dude because yeah, yeah dude. that wasn't yeah, supposed it's, to it's, happen it, i think it's the most impactful powerful moment of that entire film it's funny right because it totally it totally heightens that whole scene because you're like why the fuck would this guy just walk in there see that shit and do nothing but it wasn't intended to be like that which doesn't want the problems right yeah it, which is very not I think it's true. I think I think one hundred percent. Like it just makes it so much more impactful, and it wasn't even meant to be. It's just an interesting development in that scene. It's crazy. In fact, I saw a video today of this like young dude like fighting this old man, and like there's literally dozens of people standing around like like doing nothing. And I'm like, wow, what a bunch of pussies. No, uh, people honestly, are not probably I, not standing around doing nothing. They're probably all standing there filming it on their fucking yep, yep. goddamn well, fucking the, phones. That's they finest, were, right? yeah, because that's what people do, finest. just so they could get some, you know, world star. Do you know how many fucking YouTube <laughs> and, and media stars there is nowadays because they've been pussies? They, they made a point of being a pussy, watching some shit go down, filming it, uploading <laughs> it at the right time, and they get a million fucking hits, and now they're a goddamn YouTube star. Actually, uh, wife like was talking about this make, shit last uh, night. Profit off your misery. Remember Cannibal Holocaust? It's all about that. Yep. How would you like people to suffer, you know, to make profit off your suffering? And that's just what people like. Yep, exactly. Yep. That's why it's one of my favorite movies. Yeah, we were literally, the wife was actually making fun of this bitch the other, or the other night. Same thing happened. She filmed some shit and uploaded at the same time and stuff and then just became this huge YouTube star, got millions of fucking hits. And I was like, oh, my God. You know, it's just, it's typical shit, man. What that's- about the cocksucker who went to that Japanese suicide forest and started laughing at dead bodies? That motherfucker's famous. He's rich. Fuck Are him. you talking about the Paul dude? 
one of the yeah. balls. Are you yeah, dude. No, I remember. That's when I first heard of him. Oh my god, me too. I didn't horrible. know who the was fuck like, he was until then. Sensation um, for laughing know, at dead bodies. Logan Paul films, you know, the suicide that fu- walks upon a dude. That shit was and What's films that? going in the suit. He, he fucking pays for a trip to Japan, goes in a fucking suicide forest, films it, and laughs at the dead bodies. And people click on it like, oh, it's great. If it was some ugly motherfucker doing that, people would be like, hang that bitch. Because people find him attractive, they let it slide. Oh that's my how people God, beat Dave, That's exactly what the wife was talking. She's like, she's like, I think this girl only gets millions of views on her fucking videos because she's hot. And I'm like, of course she does. I mean, face yeah. it, dude. Like, if any, any pretty face on you, they get so many fucking that's views. That's why I've gotten the success I've had. Well, me too. And that's why I mean, you got I'm Joe fucking, Bob on the air. I'm fucking yeah. beautiful. I'm fucking beautiful. You know, I get it you all know, the like time. If some troll asked for Joe Bob on the air, we wouldn't do it, but we got fucking JP over here. One of the most <laughs> famous comments we get on the on the podcast is you guys should do more video podcasts so we can see your beautiful face. Really, that's yeah. only coming from Jill. But <laughs> um, I'm fucking getting out of... Uh, getting out of ways here okay so that was number five irreversible gasper nose nauseating but well done film uh in at number four from 1960 oh dave called this the virgin really Spring. virgin strings on i there. can tell the list he so JP, once all, okay. again you are completely once, fucking wrong with your predictions i was Thank completely you. wrong i just <laughs> here's why i'm not saying that it's not good enough to be on the list oh. i just saw that this guy's list seemed like bullshit that he just was listing all the popular stuff i didn't think he knew about that film but I will say nah. this. I, I completely disagree with the the fact that that film is better than any of the ones above it. Because although it's good, and it, 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 but like even if you watch it today, like it's like, eh, you know what I mean? It's been done so much better since then. I've actually never seen it. Really? Uh, it's the same thing as Last House on the Left. I know, I know, look, I know. If you guys are going to yell, if you guys are going to yell at. Um, it's better fucking uh savage vengeance for being a closed rape scene uh so does this film that has that well, this one has it as well i know a lot about rape revenge movies it's one of my favorite subgenres yeah, but, but jp uh, you can't compare i never watched it for some reason you can't complain the dry rape scenes too this is 1960 sweden also too it's like a different period i mean we're talking about donald farmer 1988 is when he filmed like he has every opportunity to have penetration in the shot and video film but when we get to savage vengeance i'll tell you why that scene sucks and he could have filmed the close both rape scene perfectly fine but with yeah, two I've insert co- shots I've he just a couple it of those the rape scenes that play better like i feel like did frenzy hitchcock's frenzy like ha- kind of have a clothed rape scene a little bit uh i don't remember i, think it was the, I don't think we saw him take his pay i can't remember yeah. but anyway no i think virgin spring is good but i i honestly think last house on the left is better than virgin spring and they're they're the, pretty much the same movie except for one's modernized um and they're only 12 years apart too i mean well their intent probably was different too wasn't it yeah. well i think i think virgin springs a period piece though so it's yeah. you know um it's more of a it's more like it, it plays out more of like a drama too it's weird but the story is the same is what's weird about it you know well, more more yeah less. because last house and left is literally like a remake where it's not a remake it's it's the inspiration right? instead so, of two girls going to uh you know to a rock concert i think these two girls are going to like church or something <laughs> yeah yeah Dude, the thing like about that. last time on the left is it's intent west craven went and saw a western and he was like why are these people dying and no one cares or like 100 people falling down he wanted to make you feel the pain and violence and horrible nature of of a violent acts and that's why those movies are so like wild bunch too peck and paul wanted you to feel that violence last house on the left wanted you to feel that violence night of living dead wanted you to feel that violence that's why those movies are so impactful and they hurt and people mm-hmm. get upset at them 
Exactly. See, to That's me, Virgin good. Spring. See, the Virgin like, Spring works for me. Especially when you talk about rape revenge, right? Like the 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 the, the film mm. subgenre of rape revenge. Like, <clears throat> if you if you're counting that as a factor for where you're ranking these films, I feel like it's one of the easiest rape revenge films to ever watch. Uh, I I think that it probably belong. Honestly, I don't think it necessarily belongs on the list. But if you're gonna put it, I'd put it at like number ten. Yeah, it's but a good he's movie. Not basing I, I, it on I, how hard the movies are to watch. He's basing it on probably filmmaking. But I feel like this genre in itself, the whole name is is an exploitation genre for the most part. Yeah, and for sure. Including non exploitation movies is a little weird. But I could tell this dude was gonna go there. That's right. I'm not. You know what I mean, JP? I could tell. It, it is weird. Really? I probably wouldn't include I, it in my list if I watched it and loved it. I, I'd just be, be weirded <laughs> out including it. You know what I mean? It's a good movie, but I just I don't um I don't know I don't know if I would put it in, in at the top. Well, see that's the thing though, Dave. Or, okay, are we talking about the ten best films that are rape revenge films, or the ten best rape revenge films? The ones that really encase the genre, right? Yeah. So this would wouldn't be that. <clears throat> I wouldn't. I don't think it. For my, I haven't even seen it. But from my understanding is what it is is an art film really well made. And when you're talking rape revenge movies, that something that encases the genre would have to be exploitation or something that has been thrown in the exploitation category for years. Even if it is an exploitation, it's been thrown in there because some exploitation movies aren't they, they rise above exploitation and their their meaning wasn't to be exploitation, but they're thrown into it, you know, like Cannibal Holocaust. Well, or something yeah, like given, that. Well, given what the narrative fact, is, right? Yeah, here's even a quote from. Um, Robin Wood, he said, "The Virgin Spring is art. Last House is exploitation." <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's the truth. Yeah. See, I think the reason why Virgin Spring works so well for myself is because it's like set in like the medieval times, which is which is kind of interesting. It, it is a great movie. Yeah, it, I really. Do. I, th- I the last time I rated, it, I think I gave cinematically, it like it's amazing. Point five or nine. I'm sure. Uh, Mark Bergman never set won. out to make. He never. He never set out to make an exploitation film at that time. It was more about this kind of dramatic you know narrative and stuff but you know it's hey. eventually it's eventually going to be put into that category be, considering what it is right so it, it actually won an academy award but that, you know that's that? what i'm saying right like in 1960 this movie i don't think was considered exploitive i mean it became that because of what that category became itself right i mean i rape feel is like a little bit exploited, last house so. on the left is the one that coined that genre well, exactly. even if it wasn't the first i feel yeah, like it was the one that did. that's what did i'm the saying drive-in grindhouse circuit but if this that's movie exactly has straw dogs say. on the list this guy's a fucking moron because straw dogs is not a rape revenge movie there's no revenge driven from it's a rape. rape okay it so just has rape in it yes yeah, in, so, in a fight in it 1960s the spur uh, the virgin spring in at number four and of course fuck me man okay 1971s Number three, Straw Dogs. <laughs> this guy's a moron. I, I, I don't even want to get into this. This is Straw a very highbrow list. Movie. This, no, but Straw Dogs isn't a rape revenge movie. People are like, it's a rape revenge movie. Dustin Hoffman did not know the rape took place. That movie has a bunch of weird different elements in it that are not about rape revenge. The movie's about masculinity, about fucking country versus intelligence, all that kind of stuff. It's Dude, not about that. It's, it's not I, about revenge and rape. He didn't know she was raped. I know. It's bullshit. I totally 100% agree with you. Wait, I've said this we, before. Can we get Death Wish on this? I've list? said this before, man. I'm like, yeah. this is complete bullshit. I mean, hit the reason why he's taking out these motherfuckers has nothing to do with the fact that his wife was raped right but are they saying this is a female driven she does get revenge at a point yeah. but it's not even revenge she's not going to do anything about it but she's defending her husband at the very end exactly well the point the fo- the focus revenge or the you know the battle in this is uh, Dustin Hoffman versus these dudes 
you know, not knowing that his wife was being rammed. Yeah, so it, exactly. Once you've been pushed around to the limits, yeah, you're going to fucking defend yourself. Now, he's not defending rape. Have eyes of rape revenge he's film. not defending rape, so therefore than it's this, not actually yes. a revenge film. This is more of like almost like a siege type film where these guys are trying to kill him and stuff, and he's defending himself off, really. With well, Straw with Dogs, a, with has so many different things in it. It's, yeah, also, with, it's not just your. It's it's this mis- he misunderstood Straw Dogs 110. percent 100. Yeah, it's, he doesn't understand it. I, I agree, man. It. I've always said this too, man. I've I've heard other people say that they, you know, consider this to be rape revenge. I'm like, no, it's not. It's not the point of what he's doing. So Sam Peckinpah is my second favorite director. Of yeah, all time every ra- every America. film that has rape isn't necessarily a rape revenge film. It, just most it's of not them. Are. Even, it's so <laughs> weird. It just it just is fucking completely. People always like rape revenge. It's not a fucking rape revenge movie. Then it's not her getting the revenge. It's not him getting the revenge for that. There's no but fucking is it, revenge is it, in this movie. No, he's defending uh, him. That's that's all it is. There's no, no revenge. The, the, yeah, there's the, no revenge. There's no revenge in here. No, there's no revenge. I've never seen. It. You can't get revenge no. for something you didn't know happened. Well, it's not even that. It's defending. Let's say. Let's okay. Let let me let me give you guys a scenario. Let's say that in a movie, um, your girlfriend gets raped. You don't know about it. Then later on, those rapists who just left your house, you're pumping gas, and you're you're drinking your milkshake, and they bump into you, and you drop your milkshake, and it spills, and then you chase them down and kill them for that. Now you're getting revenge for something different, and it's somebody got raped so it technically um, has rape and revenge possibly possibly but straw dogs isn't about revenge yeah, but, either but it's not the focus jp i'm talking okay, about the so actual focus even, of it what do you it's mean it's not even a revenge well, dude, movie if you're gonna hunt some people down for knocking over your milkshake and breaking it and kill them you're just a dick man like, yeah but you're getting well, revenge for that well honestly milk. jp's technically right because it has rape and revenge you would throw it in the rape yeah, revenge category technically, not the technicality technically but straw I'm dogs sorry. is not a revenge movie it's about somebody being pushed to their limits and yeah, finally snapping exactly. and, and being like anybody no matter how wimpy or okay, how so weak they're or they're how pushed to their limits are they getting revenge for being pushed to their limits huh are they getting revenge for being no, pushed to their limits no they're defending the house he will not he's, he doesn't take pleasure in the killing no okay. it has nothing but to do with revenge absolutely he is somewhat proud of it at the end, but there's no revenge. It's not systematically planning to kill these people. He has to fight for his life because he's, he finally made a stand that he's not going to let these guys break into his house and take this guy. It's not a rape revenge movie in any sense of the word. He's got morals. I mean, some of the films that we're talking about, these rape revenge stories, man, like they are raped and then they make it a point of kind of dropping, you know, losing their soul a little bit and getting that, uh, that slick revenge and shit. It's not, that's not his mentality in this at all. Now, he's well, not so taking he pleasure. Does, he's even not if, pleasure. Even if he wasn't getting revenge for he's not the taking wife any pleasure. Rape, I can see a case made for revenge films that ha- just so happen to have rape and revenge in them. Yeah, I, I understand. I agree with that. I'm not arguing with that. I understand your yeah. point completely. But that's not Straw Dogs. Yeah, no. that, and I'm not saying it is. I've never seen the yeah. film. Ever. Well, the, actually, what JP's saying actually applies to Straw Dogs because it does technically have a rape and it does have revenge, but it's not not it even revenge. revenge. There's no revenge I, in it. I mean, it's not about revenge. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, it's not somebody else getting revenge. The bad guys are trying to get revenge on somebody else. Yeah, but Dustin Hoffman is not getting <laughs> again. Revenge for again, I'm just. It's even stretching it, the point. It doesn't. It's, it's not in the subgenre. It doesn't count. No, I. I, okay, I 100% well, this guy's agree. list sucks. Then is what you're I've saying. completely I'm 100% saying his list agree. Is kind of horseshit. I've I agree because <laughs> I've, I've had this argument with people before about Straw Dogs, and I'm like, why the fuck does Straw Dogs always pop up on fucking rape revenge films? I, I just because list. I don't get it. It's nasty and it fucks with your head, and it's 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 grimy and gritty, and you know, it, it lists. It, it yeah. sounds like it gives all the same emotions that you might get from. Yes, a rape yeah. Peck and Pod does. It makes you too. conflicted. You're very conflicted while watching it. It's so it's so 
it's shot so well too, man. What, what's the movie where the girl gets? Uh, she's like a trans person. She gets raped. Boys don't cry. Yeah, that's not a rape revenge film, no, right? That's a great movie, though. It's a great movie. Not a rape revenge film. I don't know. No, actually, is that on this list? About higher learnings on the fucking. List. I don't know. I haven't scrolled through. I, I'm waiting to move on here. Okay, I, let's I literally go to number do not know three. what number one and two are. I mean, oh, it's one and two now. Yeah. Okay, so okay. So go. number two. Okay. So number two is 1973's Thriller. They call her One Eye. Oh, that's a great. I forgot about that one. It's got to be on there. Well, this I never is, even. When I, never I said even my top three rape this. revenge movies, ah oh, man, this was. It's in there, man. It's right up there. Miss Forty Five for me. I, I love this movie, it. man. Um. Yeah, it's fucking awesome, man. Slow motion. Best slow motion ever. Now, is, is this the same one with Michael Jackson? Or <laughs> oh Yeah, yeah, God. yeah. You didn't know Mick Garris is in the background 19, raping a bunch of people. 1973 Michael Jackson. <laughs> no, man, this is awesome. Well, I just figured it had something to do with, like, you know. Well, the, the fuck <laughs> There's revenge in it. Actually, he he actually, ate her popcorn. The Daryl Hannah character in uh, Kill Bill is actually based off of yeah. um, this. So Kill Bill. That has rape and revenge, right? It does. Stop it, JP. <laughs> I'm just saying. It technically, <laughs> if you had to make like a thousand, a top thousand rape revenge. Well, it, it, it's only a segment. It's not a. That's not a. The movie's about revenge. Yeah. And there is a rape that also happens to going, get revenged. Going back. Yeah. I mean, technically, she does get revenge on that dude. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. But it's yeah, like it's it's a um, it's a multi layered yeah thematic. That's not actually the got, point of the. Narrative. We got a mini is... rape revenge there. We also have vengeance going on. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, man. Fuck you. Try to get someone try to kill you on your fucking wedding day. Yeah, I'm gonna re- I'm gonna avenge that shit. All right. Yeah. So number two thriller, which actually does have hardcore scenes in it too. Actually, two versions. Yeah, that's got to be on the list. I love thriller. It's so gritty. It's amazing. Great film. Now, did John Landis direct that? Stop it. Jesus I, I'm Christ. confused, man. You're, you're not confused. Okay. Oh, my God. This is not just is happening. It? 2003's Kill Bill 1 and 2. No fucking way. What the hell? That's their number one? Yeah, dude. See, what? dude. How in the... <laughs> okay. ridiculous. So this list is horseshit. So pretty much... They didn't even have House on the Edge of the Park on that, there. That's the number one. That's, that's that Those are my top one. three. Those are like the my number top three. Miss 45... Um, you know, Thriller and Last or, uh, House on the Edge of the Park are like my three favorite rape revenge films, and yeah. fucking wasn't even in there. What? Hey, hey, dude. The best part about House on the Edge of the Park is like I told you, the music's always stuck in my head, right? And the the theme music in that, like um, David Hess is like a sadistic. He's a sadist. He likes people to bend to his will. And the music's so twisted, it's like it's playing in his head all the time. Like somebody, like all the women are telling him, "I do for you anything you desire." And it's just like it, it's just really weird music to yeah, have yeah. for it. It's, it's twisted as fuck. What about Hess's best performance is that movie? What about fucking uh, the Italian Last House on the Left, Night Train Murders, Night Train Murders, Last Train, there's Last. A, there's- what about Handy Calder? That's a cool one. Yeah. Like what that... about I Spit on Your Grave Deja Vu? Yeah, right, right, right. JP, I mean, JP you need to stop talking. Like, he's. <laughs> no, but they're, they're missing some, and there's some bold. Like, Straw Dog shouldn't be on that list. Kill Bill shouldn't be on that list. Yeah, kill. I mean, no, it's a perfect dogs, example I, of what JP just said. There's rape in that movie, and there's revenge. Yeah. And even though she does <laughs> actually avenge her rape, it's not the narrative. It's not the fucking narrative, man. What what are people missing? Like, it's so you're so stretchy when you put shit like that into list, man. That's ridiculous. I, I swear, I didn't pull up that list or anything either. I was just thinking of other. After we started thinking about straw dogs, I started thinking what of other. Okay, uh, rape revenge movies. Here's a question. Here's a question. Where's Death for, Wish? 
well, yeah, that's... Death Wish is definitely more of a rape revenge than some of those. I put choices. Death Wish one and two on my list. Probably. What about, the, what about the Clint Eastwood film, um, Sudden Impact? Oh, I love that. It's my favorite one. Yeah, dude, Sudden Impact is a rape revenge movie, technically. It, okay, well, here, definitely here, is. Okay. and the woman gets revenge like it should be. Yeah, here's right? the thing about about this guy's list, right? He's making a top ten rape revenge film list, but like. Wouldn't you want to pick films that like define that genre? genre? Yeah, yeah, yeah of and course. like although you can make an argument that like something like Kill Bill has rape in it, has revenge. There is a little bit of vengeance on the person that rapes her, but it's not the stretched out full film. It's, it's worth not the, of it. It's not the narrative. So like, w- wouldn't you just as a a list maker just you know that it just it seems so silly to put that. It doesn't even – it's not an example. You wouldn't use that as an example, right? Like let's say somebody said, hey, uh, I've never seen a rape revenge movie. Can you give me like five to watch? Like would you ever consider Kill Bill to give to that person no, as an example not. of a rape revenge film? No, 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 no. I'm leaving – what, what you said before, who, you know. Who is this guy? Incorporating, like incorporating rape and revenge and it just – whatever okay here's a question for you since we always bring like this he up, hasn't even seen straw dogs since we like bring, he hasn't seen it oh yeah since since we always bring this up on the podcast this is actually kind of funny um what about deliverance it has rape and it has revenge in it oh yeah yeah that's 100 I, yeah. I think it is yeah that should have been on the list then deliverance should be on that list there's very rarely male on male rape and that kind of stuff and that movie yeah that's a great movie that should have been on his list yeah of course yep. i actually think it's a rape revenge film too it's just you know it's straight up exploitation i don't think it's a horror think movie i think it's straight up exploitation rape revenge films as or exploitation usually depends how it's done. I mean, you you have versions of rape revenge films that kind of play out like horror films. I think so, we'll get we'll get into that. But what about the, one of the more modern rape revenge films that's been pretty popular? The French film Revenge. Did you guys like that movie? Revenge. Oh yeah. No. You know what? That one has grown on me. I thought it was it's, bullshit when I first seen it. Well, dude. And now it's become one of like. I think that's what adds to it. Like when she should have died when she got pushed off the cliff there and like how she survives that is, is beyond inhuman. It's ridiculous. She totally should have died. I actually did watch that movie, which is terrible. I oh, know you, I need to see it. Oh my God. I had the Blu-ray. If I bought can, the Blu-ray. Yeah. If you can separate yourself from, you know, odd, you know the Well, obvious. once I listen to Watson sort of give all the examples of like the Phoenix rising from the ashes and like there was more, I, 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 I understood that concept, but I didn't know there was as many tells that was like pointing it out throughout the film that made me appreciate it. Yeah, more. I don't really know much. Uh, see, I, I didn't really take it like that. I just kind of took it as, I mean, uh, well, I assume so that's probably th- what they were doing, but there's a lot of like examples and metaphors like earlier in the film, mm-hmm. like foreshadows and stuff. Okay. And then also, you know, like she's supposed to essentially have been like a fe- like the concept is a phoenix rising from the ashes and stuff. Even the the beer can thing that she brands herself with has a phoenix on it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know, so. there, of course. Yeah. There's there two great ones that they that people don't mention very much that I think are exceptional. Um, one called Avenged, aka Savaged, which yeah. is a fucking great rape revenge movie. It's like a super um, about a, one too. It's, yeah, it's like and, the crow uh, meets or I spin down your grave. It's fucking good. It's it's savaged, aka naked vengeance. I reviewed no. that movie. I think I, vengeance is great too. Yeah, it's fun, but no, Avenge and Savage is actually great. But fucking nobody talks about it. Yeah, I, I reviewed it either on the podcast or on my channel. So I don't know. I talked. I about like that Bound one. Avengers. I, I really liked it. 
and, and there's another one. No, that um, movie sucks. I didn't see Bound of Vengeance, but yeah, there's another. This one's really not rape revenge, but it's a bunch of women who were raped or mistreated that get together and decide to kill a bunch of people. Now, I'm not talking about Ladies Club, which is worth watching, but this one's called A Gun for Jennifer. It's a fucking exceptional movie. It's very hard to find, and the movie's never really had a real release. It was yeah. made. What in about the That's a great one too. That should have been on the fucking list, but he didn't make it. Yet. As um, you can tell, also, I'm a big fan of this genre. <clears throat> MFA. I don't know if you guys saw that great one. Movie too, I great didn't. Movie too. I didn't really care for MFA that much, but I know it has its I fans. actually didn't really care for it either. Actually, one uh, rape revenge film that I saw recently, American actually, Mary, is uh, a okay. Good one. American Mary fucking cut me off. So one I I seen for the first time recently. Actually, I had the Blu-ray in the collection for a while. Vinegar Syndrome released it, and it's called Trip with the Teacher. You guys see that one? At no, all? no. That one's that one's pretty cool, man. I enjoyed that one. That was good. Do you guys consider gutter balls to be rape revenge? Yeah, yeah, most definitely. Right. So I always uh, do too. Yeah. I always do extremities, too. Extremities, um, Lisa or not Lisa? Um, uh, what is it called? The uh, what the hell is that one called that I had on my top ten list? Lipstick. Oh, uh, li- yeah, it's a great movie. Lipstick Chris is Randon. great. Yeah, that one's a good one. Yeah. Um, Bedeviled, if you count that. Oh, Girl movie. with the Dragon Tattoo. I never watched that one. Yeah, I've seen them. Me neither. Yeah, there's there's a lot that They're could okay. go on this list. Like, if Bedeviled counts, that would be high up for me. I don't remember her being raped in that. It's been a while since I watched it. She's, she's, yeah, there's rape. I believe you. It's just, I, that movie <laughs> was pretty pretty miserable experience for that lady and the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, there, there's oh, some good ones out there. Man. Her Vengeance. Her Vengeance is a great uh, uh, Hong Kong movie. Really good one, too. I like, the bad one. guys are really intense and crazy. It's good stuff. I think you'd like it. Yeah, I mean, shit. Crazy. We just made a top fucking 30 list. We really did. But, like, really, I mean, I, I can't take that. Th- All there's day? I just can't take that list serious by any means. Yeah, that dude's list sucks. It's honestly one of the worst. Like, lists. Kill Bill at number one, but, like, not having House on the Edge of the Park on there just seems fucking blasphemy to me, man. It's, it's ridiculous. He didn't have any deep cuts either, which shows that he's never really explored the genre. Yeah. Well, of course not. He probably put, like, he, those are probably all, literally all the ones he's seen. He's seen. He literally. He's like, oh, I heard of this movie, Straw Dogs. I'll put that on there. Although, I, I mean, to it. have to have rape me on there and then have Kill Bill your number one. It's that's like, true. It, it is weird because I yeah teeth on there too, which I've, is kind of a deep cut. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, I feel like a lot of people haven't seen Bazemoy, which is kind of unfortunate. But so I mean, it's very conflicting on how you look at the list. But I really Kill Bill and Straw Dogs, like, dude, what the fuck, man? So. I'm giving your top ten list like four, four. out of ten. Yeah, he's kind of kind of blew it, dude. Dudes, yeah. people. You dropped the ball heavy on that one. <laughs> Kill Bill. Even if you put Kill Bill on your list at number one, just to get the fuck out of here. Like, I mean, it's not even. If you're gonna put something like that on your list, that should be number ten. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't belong yeah, like on a list in general. Really it, like, it just doesn't belong like outside the genre a little bit, but. Yeah, acceptable ones, irreversible. I spin on your grave. Last house on the left. You know stuff like that. You know the the big dogs. They're the big dogs for a reason. Ooh, landmine goes click. Is that a rape revenge? Yep. I still haven't seen that. I think you're the only one that ever saw that movie, JP. I know. Big driver. That one's actually seems to be hard to find. Landmine or big driver? Because I haven't seen either. Oh, landmine. Um, Big driver. Landmine. Yeah, it is a little hard to find. Um, it, It streamed a lot on like Prime and stuff. But yeah, yep, definitely, definitely one of the most fuck, fucked up movies I've seen in a long time. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> somebody, hey, somebody out there, Patreon Dave 
and moods landmine goes click since we're patreon people not on the show every week like mike right. <laughs> now. i'm patreon and mike my next patreon pick goes to mike merriman for wicked world yeah uh, can you guys can somebody patreon landmine goes click like the dave and moods <laughs> I love it. That's I still awesome. remember the day that I revealed that as my number one in 2015, and everybody was like, "What?" And I was like, "No, seriously, this, you guys haven't seen this." He's pulling you tell shit anybody out of watch it? <clears throat> no. Or did you just keep it secret? No, it's because he watched. It was one of the last movies he watched. It was. Yeah. It was like I watched it the night before we did our lists. Yeah, and I, the, that was honestly one of my favorite times for prepping because I just had these bangers. Like I, I swear, like half of my list ended up like being from one night. I mean, people could <laughs> say arguably it's because they were the freshest in your minds too. I mean, if you're going to admit that, you are. Well, people no, saying there that. is a recency <laughs> bias that happens sometimes. Of course, uh, of course. Yeah. But yeah, I agree. That that one, looking back. It, I don't know necessarily if it would have been my number one because there was some great films that came out that year, but it definitely would have been top three. It's kind of funny, actually, if you look at the majority of the last top ten list we've done. Every list that I've done has a film that I watched either be, probably my first to fifth watch of the year has made a top ten list. It's really fucking strange. It's weird. Your first and what? Out of the, like the first five w- watches from a specific top ten list that we are doing, mm-hmm. are you following? End up making a top ten list. It's, you know what I'm saying. I don't think I don't. Well, I think Hereditary was the early one for me. Yeah, like even last one, you know, from '85, man, it was fucking Return to Oz. I think was the very first '85 film I watched. Top ten. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Those, a lot. A lot just, of it's weird. Late- it always happens like that to me. See, I think um, my 2017 list was uh, very spread out. Like there was there was stuff from the beginning, middle, end of the year. Like I remember, um, like just titles like uh, Clove Hitch, very end of the year stuff. Like um, Marrowbone, very early in the year. It was a pretty cool mix of stuff. I feel like that's not going to happen this year. <laughs> 2020, I feel like if, if we get an abundance of films 10. by the end of the year, I think some of those might be the hopefully the heavier hitters. But I mean, we're, honestly, I haven't we're into seen May many like, films that I like would like that I would think would stay on my list in any other year. Well, really, I know so one far. movie that is never going to get knocked out of my top 10 actually probably two movies from this year already that are probably not going to get top knocked out of my top 10 i got one for sure i I mean i definitely have one for sure 100 percent. i mean the other one could be uh, i would be okay with any of these films going off my list but you know i'm only 23 movies into this 2020 year and i mean yeah it's been slow it's been really fucking slow just a lot of pretty decent average kind of films you know it's hasn't been atrocious. I, I mean, I would say it's been pretty bad so far for memorability, but yeah. I haven't I been know. watching. I haven't been watching because I'm so busy. I was like, I'll catch up later. That's going to be like, I just, nothing's catching my attention where I have to watch it. No, and that's the thing. I've been kind of forcing myself to check out I mean, films that people have been talking about. Titles. I mean, you know, I, I heard people talking about, you know, we summoned the darkness, hated it. Uh, I've checked out the hunt. Everyone's talking about that. It was pretty good. The lodge, not as good as people were making it out to be at all. It's it's definitely it's way above it's average. Really it's good. It's good. It's not great. I feel like that's those directors' um, mo. 
I think it's great. I don't, especially since sevens to you are great. <laughs> you guys, <laughs> I think like a but, seven yeah, half, I no, think but, the lodge is no. Is but great. people are literally giving it like nine and a halfs and shit. I was like, whoa, crazy. I'm not that high. I'm definitely not that high. But I, I, I think that honestly, that was a great movie to see in the theater, man. Oh yeah, I could see that being very cinematic for sure. I'm at 22 watches for the year so far, which is more than I normally have around this time. Oh man, you know, you know what I watched last night? Um, after pretty much one third of the way through my what I usually have. Nice. So after I did all those rapey films last night, I was like, I need to like clean cleanse my palate here. So of course I would go and choose something called Butt Boy. And uh, I had a screener for that, never got around to it. I watched it. Fantastic. I loved it. I like it too. It Everybody was, was like, oh, I don't care for it. I was like, it's very fun. It's super. I love the idea. It's so bizarre. It, but it plays it. The thing I liked about it that I was not expecting is that it played itself straightforward. And it's just a serial killer, but yeah. his MO is so gross and so fucking it is, weird. It's so different. And yeah, he's and literally, the, literally a serial killer movie, but it plays itself serious and it actually works. Like, the two really leads bizarre. are very good too. Two really? leads are really good. You know what, now that I'm looking at, there are a handful of films that I really like. And then, and then I, I, I've, I dropped it down, man. I watched The Room, you know, the Shutter film. Oh, it sucked. I didn't care for that. I, I don't think like I'm gonna watch that. I'm not no, watching that. No, I, I see what they were trying to do with some commentary. I was like, no, it just didn't work for me, man. It didn't work at all. I didn't like the direction in it, the way it went and shit. It was just no, not for me. Yeah, it so was fuck, bland. Fuck that movie, man. Um, it's Hunter's too- Moon sucked too. I don't know if you see that. No. Shitty title. Shitty title. Right? <laughs> okay, anyways, oh. man, we should probably move this yeah, along. Yeah, we should probably uh, get into this yeah. shit. All right, so that is some um, knowledge. Top 10 apparent rape revenge movies. The best top 10 rape revenge movies of all time. Trash ass list. Poopy. I agree. Fuck that list. <laughs> And now, our feature presentation. Yo, who this? Yo, Moods, it's your boy, the ill-mented funky child, calling you to remind you that the featured reviews on this episode contain spoilers. Aw, yeah, man, that's right, brother. Thanks for the heads up, playa. Now go back to being an unproductive asshole. Fuck you. I tell your listeners to stop being so dumb, silly, sensitive. Yeah. Alrighty, so moving into the featured reviews here on episode 183. Uh, This is, I think we did actually mention this earlier in the show. It's the Patreon pick from who, JP? Vitaly. Vitaly, yeah. Um, Of course, he chose I Spit on Your Grave, the entire franchise. Alright, so... We've talked a lot of rape already, but let's talk about these ones specifically. From 1978, the original I Spit on Your Grave, directed by, now this is up for debate on how you pronounce his name, but uh, what is it, Mir Sarchi? Mir's Archie? Let's say Mars Archie, Mir's Archie. Let's just say fucking Zarchi, right? Zarchi. Yeah, I mean, I've heard it's said so many different ways, I just don't even know what the hell the actual pronunciation is. I don't really think it matters. Um, but yeah, this is his uh, debut film from 1978. In fact, he actually is only 
ever actually directed three movies. He's such a strange filmography. This one from 78. He directed um, his second film, which came in 1985, which we actually did watch for the Prep for 85 show. And it's called Don't Mess With Your Sister. And, of course, all the way into 2019, he directed the official sequel to this movie called I Spit in Your Grave, Deja Vu. So it's very, very odd. I don't really know much about the director, but it's just very strange to have movies so spread out in your life. But Yeah, great filmography, though, huh? Shut yeah. up! I, listen, okay. You guys think that I'm trolling all the time. I don't. I don't get it. I don't get it. Keep trolling, trolling, trolling. <laughs> exactly. Man. I read it like Fucking that when Fred you typed it. I, I, I typed it like that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Watson. Let, let's get it. Let's get into this. I spit it in your grave, man. Notorious film. Quick little synopsis. I'm pretty sure everybody knows what it is, but I'm going to read it anyways because I like to read these things. An aspiring writer is repeatedly gang raped, humiliated, and left for dead by four men who she systematically hunts down to seek revenge. Yeah, it's pretty good. And Boots, you can't start this review without the tagline. This woman has just cut, chopped, broken, and burned four men beyond recognition. But no jury in America would ever convict her. I spit on your grave. It's literally the longest tagline in history. I love it. It's one of my all-time favorites. Right? It's so long. I I always laugh about that, but you're right. You're right. Um, And maybe even mention the fact that uh, whose ass is... I mean, has this ever been fully confirmed? I mean, I don't know how to confirm it. She confirmed it in her book. Oh, did she? I actually didn't know that she actually confirmed because I heard that she had... I didn't realize it was actually written in... uh, you know, in a book. That's crazy. But Charles yeah. Bam was like, let me see that ass. You're 18 years. He waited till she was 18, sitting there on the sidelines, rubbing his hands. Yeah. yeah. Got to get you in a model shoot. So if you didn't know, actually, the, the cover of I Spin in Her Grave is obviously not Camille Keaton's ass. It's actually Demi Moore's ass that they used on the cover, which is, I always found very for the, interesting. It was that for the Wizard video release then? Yep. From the 18, yeah. What the hell was the Wizard cover video. before that? It was Day of the Woman. Yep. Day of the Woman was the... It was cut, too. There was no... Uh, Woman on the cover of it? Probably, probably uh, Camille Keaton. I can't remember. I've seen, I've seen the artwork. No, before. no ass on it. It's not this one. This is the. Uh, I mean, that, the Wizard that, of Home video that release. image has gotten quite iconic. Iconic, considering all the other films use like a similar <laughs> setup. Exactly. The funny thing is, Mirza Archie. I think people were thinking like this movie is put in the exploitation, but I think it was really the marketing that pushed it even further. Uh, that VHS and that re-release of the uncut version because. Dan- Hey, the woman had like seven minutes cut out to get an R rating and it was all the rape and everything and it, it flopped and it, it the name day of the woman plays much more like a feminist piece that I think that hear me out I do think that I spin in your grave does have a little bit of that here and I don't a know a little bit well, I that think was, it is a feminist movie but no, I it do definitely think is it actually is the, it's actually the focus point of it I mean but according at the same to time yeah I think that a lot of people would say get the re- the rape went so far that it, it canceled some of that out. I disagree. Me, I think that you should show violence as violence, right? And it's nasty. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you this. Did you guys listen to the Joe Bob commentary at all? Of course. And the Mirrors Archie. I listened to both. Okay. I, I, I ran out of time. I started the Joe Bob one, which he was absolutely killing him, by the way. I love He's the best. He's yeah, the best. And, and I didn't get a chance to finish it. I have heard that commentary before. It's me one too. Of me favorites. too. Um, but he, you know, he pointed out something right away that I didn't even, you know, notice. But just whenever she comes into the town and stuff, yeah, you know, the stuff that she's doing, um, little nuances that I never noticed before. The fact that she, uh, when she's talking to the uh, kid, she says that she writes, uh, she wrote, she's writing magazine. a novel, but she 
wrote short stories and it's you know she wouldn't be mad if you didn't hear of any of them because they're for women's magazines yeah like that that right away you know adds to the to the lore of the character of her being like sort of um independent and you know a feminist really her going on the road by herself too yeah and not and joe bob points out like a dozen little tons of things in the first 10 minutes of the movie about yeah, the all independency these like, feminist her, yeah. qualities. What's that? Being an independent woman too. Yeah. Traveling yeah, by herself yeah. and going to an isolated area by herself because she's independent. Um, yeah. Is it, in, is it in the, in the Zarchi commentary that he states that, uh, that the idea of I spit in your grave actually came from a real um, event yeah. that actually yeah, happened. Joe to him. Bob points it out. Oh, okay. He, so I he remember was in a park or something, yeah, right? So no, he, I know the story. Uh, like, I, I remember the commentary fairly well. It, it's pretty fucked up to be honest. Yeah. Like okay. he literally saw, I mean the short and long well, of it is tell he, the story, Dave. Yeah. Oh, I, well, him and his friend were driving through the park and he had his daughter in the car. Mm-hmm. It was a rainy day. They were going to go for a jog. His daughter was like eight years old at the time. And they saw this poor woman wander out. She was about 18, 19 years old. She was beat. Her jaw was broken and she was naked and she was had just been raped. She tells him what happened. They say, do we take her to the hospital, the police, um, um, you know, place? They decide we'll take her to the police so they can catch these guys because it looks like it's fresh and they'll take her to the hospital. They go to the police. Um, the police were complete idiots about the whole situation. He got very upset with it and finally yelled at him. They took her to the hospital and they never I don't, they tried to find the guys and everything but the police did such a terrible job that yeah, he had yeah. that fantasy that he wishes that she would have carried out the revenge you know wow and, and see i didn't know that yeah, last yeah. part about the police not not so, handling it good that that adds a huge level they, they handle it the same way they did in the movie act of vengeance which is another way <laughs> <to happen. laughs> right <laughs> yeah. yeah um but yeah so that i mean that's that's a vi- i mean i think that's why it looks so real in terms of um, just how dirty and filthy and and un and the word that Joe Bob used the bunch is uh, unerotic, right? It's yeah. not erotic at all. And the whole movie's natural. There's no sound. There's no. There's no music. Nature is the soundtrack. Yeah, and it's that's not very natural and flat and on a film. That's what I love about this movie. Film. That's what I love about this it's movie a, that they didn't. They didn't ruin it with a stupid soundtrack and stuff. It, it just I plays agree. out natural and it's just it. You notice that though, and that's a good and, thing. Uh, well, yeah. speaking of sound, there's some stuff that I noticed this time. Never, I never noticed before when I seen this film. Like, um, whenever you have uh, Jennifer as she's almost one with nature in a way you know what i mean yeah. she's very peaceful she's she's uh sunbathing she's um out in her little canoe and and joe bob pointed that out too where you know she has this nice little quiet canoe and then yeah. the the dudes come up in this loud mm-hmm. motorboat that's just Stanley a disturbance to the to the natural uh environment at play and it really shows the um you know, that contrast between, between them, those yeah. two, two. Yes, exactly. Of course. Of course. And I, I never noticed that really before, but hmm. that's why when people say this movie is, has no value to it, you know, there's nothing deep about it or it's just, it's just exploitation. It, it couldn't be further from the truth. There's a lot going on here. Now these series aren't subtle. Subtlety is not the I spit on your grave franchise's um, strong point. There's nothing subtle about any of these movies, but this one is the most subtle with its movements Mm -hmm. and they set up things a lot better than the other ones do. And there's payoffs and there's great things like that about it. And you're also mentioning the boat. And it's also like with the loud boat, they're like, pay attention to us. We need attention. We're like, 
you know, they, they, they're not comfortable with themselves. They're idiots. They're, they're bona fide morons. All the men in this movie are portrayed moronic. Well, and, it, it's, it's also and, exploiting, it's exploiting the, uh, you know, those type of rednecks in general too, oh, right? Yeah. They, they, just have, they have no respect. They have no respect for anybody. They're out country. for themselves. There's, there's, yeah. But they even, say it in, they even say it in dialogue too, like, oh, you were out there sunbathing and you were turning us on and shit like that. And it's, well, you know, they, it's they a try whole, to blame like, her. They try to blame her and try to justify their rapey and their obnoxious behavior based on her. I mean, that's a, but I love that. To justify because, your guilt exactly you have to justify it but i think it's it's portrayed very very well in this because that's exactly what she was not doing right no she, she so, was just being yeah. herself she shouldn't have exactly, to worry about that kind right? of shit so it, it, and that's that's a, that's an argument that's used you know that it, it is very prevalent today where you know the whole like slut shaming thing that goes on um and you have like okay well they're like, well, she's walking around with no bra or, or her nipples hanging out and stuff like that. Like she's asking for it. You know what I mean? She, it, <laughs> girls from New York love ha- getting fucked. You know yeah, what I mean? California That's, too. But it's That's, always yeah, been they a double standard. Everything. It's always been a double standard, though, man. I mean, if you you see a woman out in her front yard, she's on, in her bikini, suntan, and you're like, oh yeah, you know, the a lot of consensus, oh, you know, she's a slut, you know, kind of thing. It's like that mentality is so fucked up. Because if it was a dude oh, out there, if, if it was shit. a dude, if it was a dude out there in the same position in a hammock reading a book with his shirt off, wearing little skimpy '80s fucking tight little NBA shorts, nobody would say anything about it. <laughs> or it's like such a Fat guy without a shirt mowing his lawn, like oh, that guy's a slut. Even though, like, that... can you imagine it? Like this fifty-year-old fat dude mowing his lawn without his shirt. I was like, that guy's a fucking whore. Yeah, right. But I'm just saying. So you get this attractive guy's all built. And he's wearing these little short shorts. Maybe his little fucking helmet is hanging out the bottom of his short shorts and shit. <laughs> no one looks at it like that, that. This guy is actually trying to attract. Maybe he's the total opposite of this. And it's like no one even looks at the situation like that. But you see a female in that situation, and she's automatically a slut, a whore, and needs to be banged. That's the mentality. Oh, but and not the and great. also the fact that he. You know the the store clerk asks her if she has a boyfriend, and she has she says she has plenty of them. That's probably not a great thing to say to a mentally you know, handicapped person. Me- mentally handicapped people and, and a pe- and people that are in uh, this rednecky ass town. But she's town also because, being playful with them too, like not thinking oh, yeah, that that's ever going to be. T- I don't think she would have said that. No, to, no, no. I, you know, I'm not trying to be sweet and Nate nice to him. Yeah, she's exactly. To be nice to you know, giving him something he can understand. You know, kind of thing like, oh, I got many. You know. But not you, many people are she nice wouldn't said, she wouldn't have said that to the other assholes in the film like oh you got a boy oh i got lots of them you know like well, it just wouldn't happen johnny like and her interaction isn't even bad at first like she doesn't have a poor interaction with johnny at first no. yeah no 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 and um that's you know and, and to go back to what you were saying about the whole um country versus city thing that is something that was kind of popularized with um deliverance oh, and no we doubt. saw a lot afterwards exploitation exploitation and it worked great in this era but there's something that i think it comes off so lame in modern i agree thank you thank you 110 percent. you can't make these kind of movies in modern day society and have them be successful anymore they're a product of their time you can't do i spin on your grave that that kind of way and other exploitation too i just don't think it works i just don't think it has the rough edges and the um the on-force quality that new movies are so forced when they do it it's so it, it's forced. also these it's the internet and even the like yeah. far places are connected more than they ever been it just doesn't yeah. have well that's what i'm saying flair. i think you know back in the day i think you know those little hick areas and stuff like that they were they were actually a little bit more isolated uneducated people and stuff and i, I just don't think it's as 
as prevalent as you know a lot of people think and kind of stereotype it to be these days you know it I mean, comes you, off as caricatures you have those yeah. areas but yeah like you said they're connected to the world they have cell phones they have internet it's maybe the education is a little bit better and stuff it's just it's a different world that we live in it can't be pulled off the same for sure and i i've always thought the same thing i think exploitation just doesn't work in this era because they don't do because rednecks it's the progression it's the progression no, of they're all the, forced it's the progression of man in general too i mean those areas have just come a long way it's just not what it used to be so it's, i completely 100 agree exactly uh, the casting these, of this these people feel so natural. natural natural yes and they, and they're, they're not like that they're it's just not have the education casting people they didn't come from some casting fucking cow a bunch of people that have never been in the south and don't know how these people talk or never been around backwoods people wow. that you get nowadays these guys are the real deal they feel like they understand it they have nuances and they seem natural all of them it's natural. everybody here's an natural. example it's natural, back in, the, it's natural back in the 70s because like you said yeah. they didn't have that connection i mean what hicks thought of city people and and vice versa was the way it was because that was a real they commentary didn't, they didn't yes exactly it's because not they real didn't, now like today no, you have the right, connection right. you know as if, if you're isolated and you know how the real like the big cities are and stuff because it's in your palm of your hand it's on your computer whatever right they didn't have that back in those days and that's what i love about that it's it's it actually works it actually does it, feels, work. yeah. it works yeah. it's real uh, it's real right. it's real because they that's look the, like real people that was the education they like you they, 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 it wasn't even being it was just the way the world was they were just isolated from it so yeah makes perfect sense yeah it today it's just so hard and i i, I noticed that you can't argue while it. watching one of one of these films obviously but like even other films that i, I started it got me thinking like man why is it so hard to cast like a, a realistic like true rednecky hick character yeah. nowadays it they just comes off big casting places where these people aren't natural. They don't use character actors anymore either. They don't go to Kentucky and find like uh, a Warren Oates or somebody like Ned Beatty. They don't mm-hmm. go to um, Pennsylvania and find a Charles Bronson. They don't have these guys anymore. They import them from other countries and they just do piss poor fucking accents that are over exaggerated or they take them from some fucking, I, I don't want to sound like a fucking hick doing this, some big city fucking casting thing and they just don't work. Yeah. They just don't have life experiences to play these characters. Yeah, like and that's I was what the problem watching- with the remake is. I was watching. Uh, I fucking Cabin agree, Fever, Dave. Right? It's funny. I was watching up. Cabin Fever, and um, they were looking for. I remember the Eli Roth commentary. They were looking for like somebody to play like the bigger hick dude, and they just found him in a Lowe's, and they're like, you "Hey, it. you know," and it yeah. worked. It That's worked. why Sling Blade works. That's why fucking Sling Blade works. All those dudes sound—they're just from fucking the area, dude. <laughs> they're a just lot from of fucking Lowe's. You just. Just go inside of Lowe's and there's a plethora of them. Or back in the day, character actors used to come from all around the, the country and it worked and they were perfect. And you remembered their faces. They were memorable. But now these guys, they just don't look the same. And these guys, I feel like, you know, Matthew is the only per- performance in here, which I feel a little iffy about. Everyone it's else, I feel a little amazing. bit overdone, a little bit. Yeah. yeah but yeah, there, there is some natural moments to it, too. It's like, he, yeah, yeah. Sometimes it's, it's good. Other times it's not. But I think the other dudes, like, even um, like they're just sitting around like there's nothing to do. Like two of them don't have jobs. Stanley they're just hanging around all day, bored as hell. Uh, you know, the, going fishing, seeing a movie they already seen before yeah. or raping some girl. Like, hanging it, out at the gas like, station. People, yeah. yeah. Hang, hanging out, annoying Johnny. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And Johnny seems like a guy that just is hanging out with these dudes because it's like there's nothing they're, they're just there he you know? feels important don't you he just think it's kind of fucked up they look up to him yeah he's the yeah. leader of this yeah. stupid little clique that, like Stanley you know. and Andy are just these kind of like 
uneducated, fucking unemployed, fucking rednecks. You know, they're very stereotypical. They're very, here. they're very stereotypical of the of the stereotype. Yeah. But then you got, you know, Johnny seems to be okay. Like I mean, at first, you know, he seems to be the dude. He's got the job. Seems like he's got his head on a little bit. But then you got Matthew, who's, you know, he's, uh, you know, kind of handicapped and shit. But he's the one that works. And yeah, Stanley and yeah. Andy don't work. Like, what the fuck is that about? This is crazy to me, man. And Stanley is so weird to me. Like, towards the end, when he becomes like, he starts to molest her and rape her and everything with the bottle, his aggression would suggest some sort of actual se- sexual impotence over Matthew. Yeah. He's, and he's just, he, he's so, Stanley creeps me out the most. I think Stanley is the most aggressive, probably, mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and weird. And he has Stanley? one of the, the balding one. Yeah. And he has one, one of the, the best yeah. faces. He has one of the best faces when Andy is, is raping uh, Jennifer Hills on the rock. There's a slight second where they cut to his face and he's like trying to hide in a laugh or a smile. Yeah. And in a uh, mirror's arc, she said he did eight to one takes. So there's eight fucking takes for every eight, eight times they filmed it for every one take. So Jeez. they have a bunch of B, B footage that he said, I, I, I print it all too. So I can see these little, these little moments. And I feel mm-hmm. that moment with Stanley is probably one of those. And he put that in there and that little moment for a second where it just cuts away to him smiling. Cause there's not a lot of cutaways in this movie. There's a lot of long takes. Yeah, exactly. It's, just, long, it's impactful long, as fuck for me. I don't know why. I just see how fucking his mentality is right there. Yep. Yeah. I, I think that when you, it adds to the realism of it stuff, too. Yeah. When, when you speak of the long takes and stuff, um, when you like you it's so crazy like when you look at like deja vu which i don't want to get into now but yeah um it's like two i can't believe the same guy made those movies because choppy choppy as fuck when you look at the uh the scene where you know the first of all that rock scene is so brutal it's it's it, it might be i think the best done scene in the film and whenever she like walks away and it's just it's so unappealing like i can't believe people that actually scream. made the argument that people like got like like they they reveled in like the the disgust that they and, like, wanted love. to rape somebody afterwards like yeah it's even if like, someone was getting aroused by it there's, there's no way there's no way that they would go out and do it i think that they would be disgusted with themselves oh it's the argument for everything what you see in you know on yeah. film and tv and shit like that we're too dumb to 99 percent of monkey people see, monkey do don't do that yeah they don't go and and do shit that they saw Right. It's just, and Roger it Ebert work, said man. they didn't see deranged. He said they didn't see deranged moods. Right. They yes, didn't see yeah. fucking deranged. deranged. They're fucking horrible. What do you want them holding their cock drooling like, wow. <laughs> like fucking Dirty Harry who's holding a knife on his cock? You know what I mean? Like, come on, guys. They're the fucking deranged. The craziest thing is Ebert gave Last House on the Left a, a very favorable review, and I just don't see the difference here. He this one's done. The That's what happened. He sat with a bunch of dirty people, and they made him feel gross, and he made him feel ashamed of himself. Probably, but I, he was kind of a, on a crusade against horror films in general at the time too, so uh, that probably did factor in. But they, he did say that that they, they did say that people were cheering on the violence and the rape in, That's in the really theater. But like Joe Bob said, really, dude, wow. teenagers will do that to anything. You know what I mean? They're just trying to look fucking cool, or like yeah. it doesn't matter. They're just want oh, to sing. If you, if you say movies, it was they yeah, if you say it was teenagers cheering it on, I believe that. But it, like full blown adults that have conscience, no, you're not fucking cheering on rape scenes. That's ridiculous. Not in public, especially. Maybe you make a terrible joke to your friend, but well, but in a joking way, so you're going to make jokes like that for sure. But I mean, at the end of the day, you're not making that serious joke. It's not happening. 
I don't know if you guys can uh, tell, but I, I'm sorry I'm talking so much, but this is, you know, this is one I saw very young, probably 15, 16 years old. Yeah, yeah. And it was a staple in my watching. I showed a lot of my friends it because I was a twisted fuck. And back then I'd be like, isn't it crazy? Isn't it brutal? But like, I was worried to rewatch this. I'm not going to lie because I hadn't seen How it long in 10 it years. 10? Oh, 10 years, probably maybe. And I'm just like, man, I don't know if this is going to, I'm going to put this in. And I saw the deja vu and I was like, I'm starting to maybe think that this one is just as bad or something maybe. And when I rewatched it, no, I fucking was like, no, this is fucking I, I fantastic a, still. This I is have fantastic. a story about when I seen it for the first time. I was probably about 15 oh. or so. And uh, this old woman opened a store down the sh- road from my house, like a half mile away, like on, on a back road. She like turned her house into a store. And there was a guy that she was like dating from Mississippi in there. This gross dude, right? He, he was overweight. He had Sounds long, cool. he, what's that? Sounds cool. Yeah. He had long, uh, hair and a ponytail, redneck as can be rebel flags tattoos rebel flag tattoos super redneck he was like one of those dudes that were like proud to be a redneck you know what i mean south gonna rise again jp yeah and he would we would go down there and just kick it with him in the store (laughs) we would kick it with him in the store because he was just there was nothing to do you know what i mean and we would go down there and he was you know he would tell stories or dirty jokes and stuff or you know and he would he started to be a guy that he would go buy us beer and just like sit it outside and we'd go get it and give him the money and stuff like that. And he's like, I might leave a case of beer out, uh, side there. He's always like real coy about it and stuff. And he's like, hope nothing happens to it, you know? (laughs) And, um, (laughs) eventually he bought a pool table to put in there. And then, um, you paid like five bucks and you can play pool all day basically. And me and my friends would go down there and we'd talk about movies and stuff with him. And he's like, have you guys ever seen I spit on your grave? And he was telling us that he was like, he told us what the basically gave us a plot through the whole movie, you know, like she, these guys start messing with this girl, you know, she gets away, they find her in the wood. I think he added an extra rape scene in there when he told the story. Um, Did he use the term cornhole? No, but I'll tell you what. Oh, it was very disturbing how he talked about this movie because he talked about it in the way that Roger Ebert explained people liking it like it almost was like he was talking about how like good looking the girl was and stuff like that he and became it, the it example stuck with wow. me forever yeah. because i i started thinking about it like when watching it this time i was like i i feel like he was kind of into that whole like the sexualization of it like and i'm like wow that's kind of crazy now that i think back on it um but again he was a he was probably on the side of the <laughs> rednecks or something you know but there's also like he was a dirty gross dude but um he's dead now but uh he uh we rented it because he of his recommendation and we watched it and it like it it blew my shitter out as mid said and i haven't seen it in about 10 years either dave so i was i was a little curious going into this one were you worried i was like man i'm gonna turn this on and be disgusted with myself but I, i feel like Although people that would probably be sexually fan like fantasize this movie, like there's probably something wrong with you. But at the same time, I doubt any of those people ever carry out a rape because they understand that it's wrong. I mean, this movie never says rape is right. No. If you don't, if you don't see the movie, if you haven't seen, like, if you don't know about the movie and you're just watching it and stuff, I could see early on definitely uh, like Camille Keaton, um, you know, seeing her in a sexual way. I mean, she's uh, you know sunbathing and and stuff like yeah. that. Um, 
<clears throat> but you know, once once it once it gets even clo- once it's about to ha- once a rape is about to happen, you feel so uncomfortable and sad. You just eh, so far away from sexually erotic as Joe Bob would say. Well, it's, it's just it's it, can, it completely starts on the uh, on the water when they grab the yeah. the rope from the yeah. canoe and they fucking drag around and shit like that. You're like, oh my god, it's just like this. It's this uneasy prequel to what's about to happen and shit. I, I actually like that sequence, man. It's crazy. And then they leave at the end when they leave the canoe and throw the uh, um, bikini there in the water. Actually, so it's my favorite. It's, it's my favorite shot in the entire movie. I literally have it's a good shot. Down. It's my favorite scene. It's just so haunting because it just shows like the lack of remorse. They just don't give a fuck, right? And I love how it it's just like kinda, they owned it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you know. Well, it, it also shows that they're just like they really didn't even give a shit about just leaving that behind and stuff. And I mean, it might come down to the education portion of it too. I mean, hence what they what they do with the uh, the handicapped guy too. You know, like yeah. you're gonna send him in there to kill her. Like really? Is that, is that gonna it, fucking? I don't know. That plays on Johnny. Johnny being a manipulator, though, too. Of Johnny it, is such a fantastic manipulator. That scene when they're in the um, ice cream bar or whatever they're at, yeah. and he fucking he's talking to them, and he slaps Stanley, and he's he starts talking to him, and then he's like, "Get the guys a beer, and give me one of those lady yeah. killer smiles," and like how oh, he just manipulates. You can tell he, he owns these guys. He's the alpha yeah. He's male. the leader. He's the alpha yeah. male manipulator for sure yeah but he's he's a great actor too i feel like he could have been a 70s heavy yeah like his but his you know but i mean the idea behind it is i mean it's just the uneducated portion of it it's like you you're really gonna trust this guy to go in there and do that stuff i've always had an issue with that you know well they're chicken shit i think they're scared well exactly but i mean at that point you got to realize like he's probably not going to do it and she's probably okay we'll we'll get into that in a minute here but um, well i think yeah go ahead what were you gonna say well, I was just gonna say, you know, that whole thing with the, uh, you know, not trust it. What's the what's the um, special dude's name? Matthew. 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 Like, the whole thing with not trusting Matthew to do it. Like, I could see where you're coming from with that because it's like, you know, he's kind of a fuck up, and also he was the one that was showing some sympathy towards yeah. her. They wanted to do the job. They wanted. Oh, to no, do but the at the same they time, were, they were trusting him because they're the ones that sent him in there to, you know. No, I'm and- saying you. Like you not trusting him. Yeah, yeah. Like if you were there, um, I could I could totally kind of see that where you're coming from. Hundred percent. And that's but at the same time, I could kind of see like also where it's like you you're just hoping that it goes through because you just don't want to have to deal with it yourself. You know what I mean? But I mean, and like whether it's dumb that you would take that risk or not, I think that at the at the moment these guys were like kind of just done with the whole situation and also just I don't think they felt like they could get like I feel like there's a, a sense of. I feel um, like, see, I don't though, because they make a point of um, talking about it. You know, it's been a couple weeks and, you know, people should have probably, you know, you know, maybe found her or something by now. Like, you know, no one's even talking about the, that, you know, this girl is dead and stuff like that. It should be stinking by this time. So they're making points of it well, and they're starting to get yeah. a little bit worried about it. Like, okay, shit, like what really like went down here and stuff. So, I well, mean, it goes back Matthew to the argument. Matthew is the least guilty. Yeah. He's the one that would get off if he told on him. So they definitely want him to kill her because he has to push it. Kind of like in the Manson family murders where they made the one girl stab the dead body so she would be an accomplice so she couldn't um, speak against them. Mm-hmm. They want Matthew to do the deed. The only yeah, mistake was not sending all... Stanley or Andy in there to, wa- exactly. Andy in there to watch him do yeah. it. That, that was when they fucked up. They, he should have went in there and, and fucking basically held the blade in his hand and pushed it through. But that, having him do it is very realistic. That's, if Matthew that's, that's kills them – if, if Matthew kills her, then then he's, he's not going to rat. Like he might rat, 
ahead of time because he was forced to rape her. Maybe you know you he's can retarded. Make that. He might get away with it or mentally. Yeah, handed. but he like if they explain to Matthew, like Matthew, you can never tell anybody about this. You stabbed her. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like you'll go to jail no, forever. I completely understand that's a why they didn't go in. I completely why understand yeah. why they they sent him in to do that and shit like that. It just doesn't seem very reliable it doesn't seem smart at all i mean at that point and in the fact that they sat there for two weeks you know just like holy shit you know like did this shit act because they never actually knew if it happened or not they were starting to question it and shit like that so i I just feel like that was that was inevitable that was inevitable when you're going to send in the guy that had a little bit remorse for had feelings for and you send him in alone also i just think it's it's just a little bit sketchy to do and wait two yeah. weeks. Also, I think that you would probably again, go and investigate that a little bit further. We don't know the history of their relationship with him. Maybe they they've done a other shit, and Matthew's always done what they've said. You know what I mean? Um, he does seem to listen to them. Uh, like, there's not really examples I mean, of him not listening. There's an there's an argument for that, but I mean, we're talking about something. I mean, it's different from you know stealing something out of a store. Go steal that you know that chocolate or whatever. But yeah. to go and kill somebody, I think you have to kind of separate what he's capable of doing too, considering he had a little bit of feelings for. her. Right. I think that they were, they were I, scared I think to as do an, the murder full audience, way through, too. I think it's easier for us to see that he, he has feelings for her, too, you know, because the script and how it's well, They actually just, talk about it in the film, too, that, oh, like he, he kind of had something for it. It has to be made. somebody special is what Matthew says. Yeah. It has yeah. to be somebody special. I don't like, you know what I mean? And yeah. he liked her. Yeah. But yeah. I, I do knew think it that they're they just chicken it. shit. I really don't think they even want her dead. I think that it's the point is we sent Matthew in there and, and it's weird. It's like they want to kill her, but they yeah. also don't want to be fully responsible for killing her. So they send Matthew in and if he does mm-hmm. it, he does it. But at the same time, they're not really thinking it through. It is it's sloppy either it, way. Well, you the put whole it. It, is, thing it is, is a little sloppy. bit sloppy, too, yeah. because it doesn't seem like they went with a plan to, like, gang rape this girl and murder her. It seemed okay. like they were, like, going to just go and see what happened and try to get, well, like, maybe for. Well, like, they, they, they planned after they raped her once. They had the rest planned out. They yeah. keep meeting her at certain places. And man, when they meet her with that harmonica plan and you hear the harmonica first, so effective. Yes. Yes. 100%. But I'm saying the initial, the initial, like, I think, yeah. The initial, I agree. Time, I agree. I agree with you. I JP. think they were the trying to just happened. see what kind of happened. They were like, you know, and they were, once they were so, all there, they were like trying to get Matthew to have sex with her. So uh, you're saying to that hook m- Matthew up. More or What's less, that? these dudes, you know, it was more of an opportunity, right? Because they, you know, they, they're they, just bored and, they were and being, scumbag. They were, being, they were planning they were something, being but they didn't know stuff. how far they were going to go. So I think they're planning here, instead of going right onto the shore, I think the opportunity presented itself when she was in, you know, a canoe. Mm-hmm. With really nowhere to go, all they had to do was grab the rope and take but her. But Johnny they was to. waiting in the wilderness. He was waiting for him in the forest on the other side. Yeah, like they so might. They were planning something, mess. but I don't know how far they were planning on going. They most like, certainly weren't planning the second and third rape until after the first rape yes. happened. And also, well, what like, I'm saying, they even, been even how that scene plays out, you know, they're trying to get Matthew to be not a virgin anymore, yeah. and you know, then Johnny they planned is like, it. Pretty much, fuck it. Like I'll mm-hmm. do. It. I guess yeah. since we already planned, they definitely planned. They definitely planned this shit for sure. But after the first rape, they went and took it steps further and further. Because Joe wait, Bob wait, thinks that wait, they felt. I, I first didn't think. I think that they were planning on grabbing her. Yeah, and but but maybe I, I think they probably had to be planning on having Matthew having sex with her. But after the first rape, they most definitely 
plan the second and third after the first rape. They didn't well, have all three of those planned. Well, because yes. it, it plays out in front of our well, eyes. Like it's totally, it, I mean, it, he wouldn't be, yeah. be sitting in the wilderness playing a harmonica. Yeah, waiting. He would, right? No, well, all, yeah, that, Andy, yeah. all that shit. It also, yeah. they get desensitized. And then Joe Bob talks about that. The first rape is, is kind of like, eh, but then the, by the second time they're fucking sodomizing her. So, and then by the third time they're ready to kill her. They're desensitized for sure. Yeah. yeah. 100%. That dude, that harmonica scene is that's a nasty right? That's just, that's up there. That's with what Joe Bob said. He said he said hearing harmonicas or banjos in the wilderness is never yeah. a good sign. The only <laughs> worst thing than hearing that in a rural area is hearing a chainsaw. Right. He's just that's that's playing that blues that's the harmonica sound too. To me is hearing a fucking chainsaw. Like he's playing that blues uh, harmonica too, right? And it's like, oh my god. It's like such a depressing scene. I don't know, dude. This movie has came up cool. heavy on my on my list here i'm kind of so one thing one thing okay so yeah i've always really liked i spit in your grave um even though my very first experience with watching the movie was actually quite shitty because i'd actually rented the movie um i want to say shit man 92 maybe maybe 93 i don't know somewhere in that time and the copy i watched like it started out pretty good it was all clear and shit and then you know once it actually i swear once it gets in about 20 minutes into where the <laughs> rape starts that's it, horrible it actually starts to track it's like it was and oh come pro- on I'm somebody not, was watching that a i'm bunch not of times joking it. i'm not fucking joking dude it started to track it like once the shit started to go down i was like are you fucking serious because like all i had ever heard about like how crazy this film was you got to see this shit and like it's the tracking's pretty bad. Like it made my experience pretty uh, devastating. Let's just put it that way. I mean, somebody's watching itself. that scene over and over again. I did get to see the revenge pretty w- good, but it did track itself a lot in that like twenty minute to like fifty minute mark where all the rape kind of goes down. Um. So yeah, that, that was kind of my first experience with uh, I Spit in the Grave. Very memorable, and, and the fact that I didn't really get to see a lot because it was pretty bad. Um. Um. You know what? I I, I, the D, I, I don't have the Blu-ray. I just have the old Anchor Bay release um, from like 2010, I think. But I'll be honest, dude, the that DVD, I don't know if it's like because I play, played it in a 4K player, if no, that matters or no, anything. No, But that not, DVD transfer looks fucking really dude, good. Dude, it's not because you play No, my I even thought because I have all these movies on DVD. And I literally said to myself when I was watching, I'm like, there's no need to upgrade. This shit looks like it's in high def. The transfer on that DVD is so amazing. It literally is fucking crystal clear. Because, like, I've seen the movie many, many times back in the day after that shitty ass experience, usually on, you know, you know, analog tapes and stuff, you know, the fucking VHS. But it always looked gritty and grimy and shit. And, you know, given what the narrative was to it, kind of added to it. Uh, But then popping in that shit all these years later, I was like, oh, my God, man. That's a great transfer. It's <laughs> really damn good. So there's only no need to get to uh, you know the Blu-ray for that. I mean, why would you if the transfer's that good? So I got the Blu-ray, but um, I'll buy it every time it comes out. I love uh, it. Of course, of course. Um, but anyways, what I was getting into, it just my first experience was memorable for a couple of different reasons because I was like, you know, it gets into you know the rate pretty quick in the film. There's not a lot of character development. We get to meet these characters. We get to meet her a little bit. We don't know a whole lot about anybody, but you know, 20 minutes in, the shit starts going down, and then there's that stretch, you know, of like 30 minutes in the movie where you know 30, 35 minutes where it's all the shit's kind of going down. And I always remembered that too, and I was like, man, the fucking rape scene in this movie is insanely long. It's so fucking long, you know, from the time they take her off the water to rape her the first time, the second time into the house and and shit like that. It takes like 45, 50 minutes or something like that of time or some shit like that. It's crazy. It's not a short movie. No, it's It's like an hour and 42 minutes or something like that. And, you know, it's crazy. So, and like 
coming back around, I watched it a few years ago too. And I think one of my, I, I don't want to say biggest complaints about the movie, but you know, it's a little unbalanced though too with that, because I mean, but it is effective. It is effective what they do to her and stuff. You really kind of, you get the point, but it seems to go a little bit too long for myself. It's just the balance of the movie because I feel like, you know, that goes on for 45, 50 minutes. And then the revenge seems a little bit short in this for myself, just for satisfaction purposes. I don't know how you guys feel about that, but I think that for myself, it's just a little unbalanced in that aspect. Well, I like that her revenge is quick. I mean, it is too quick. You don't really torture people. It becomes a fucking comic book like all the other movies. And that just becomes silly. That's the problem with this movie is because if you're going to make if you're going to unbalance that axe, you know, the rape to the the revenge and have the rape so much longer and stuff. And it's so drastic. It's so brutal. It's so hard to watch. And you're just like, holy fuck. I want the revenge to be, you know, a little bit more satisfying and giving what they just showed you. I like the revenge. I spit on your grave. The original. I like it. Yeah, I think the revenge. Oh, dude, the revenge well. is great. No, the only issue the re- I have the with revenge the revenge, is, I'm not saying is revenge the last is bad. Two it's just should it's have just, been first. No, I'm just saying no. it's too fast. She, she systematically plans it. Why? Matthew's easy to pick off because he's been isolated from the group and he's dumb. No one will care if he disappears. You kill Johnny first because he's the leader. He's the smart one. Now, in a movie, it doesn't make sense, but in real life, it does. You kill the leader because those two idiots can't function without him. They can't fucking know whether the I know, shit but you or don't fucking know. It just it, makes sense. It doesn't even matter if it you does. do it in a short amount of time. Like well, They don't even nah, know each other. I think it does because well, kills, they're always around Johnny he, all the time. He kills Johnny or she kills Johnny second, though. And, and you got to kill Andy. Yeah, but and if they're together. always around Johnny, then they don't even know he's dead. That's the thing with this. Nobody even knows what when the shit's but going they down. They can't until get the help two. from Johnny. Yeah, they do what, know. What he's I'm dead, saying is the last the two are the weakest, and it leads. No, it's, they know it's like that he's climax happens. No, Andy and Stanley are actually the most aggressive, and they're always together. They never separated. You save them for last because they're not the. You know, you got to well, no, kill I, Johnny it, because yeah, they have no lead. I'm saying it doesn't. It doesn't play good in a movie it doesn't know it's not no, cinematically no, no, great no it, you it can is. make it be- good because you well you always uh, kill the leader last that's just that's just the, the trouble well, that's right. yeah. but this is more reality this movie's based on more re- it tries to be live in its realism no no so it's not I, gonna do that so essentially in, in, in a realistic of, uh, in a realistic way you would kill the weakest first then no, he's isolated. No, he's, he's just easy getting to him out of the way because he's easy to pick off like but johnny has to go before the other two She's been watching them. She's been watching Johnny and Matthew. She actually was going to kill Johnny first, but her kid, her, his, the wife and kids showed up, and she couldn't. Yeah, so she killed true. Matthew, and he came back and killed Johnny. Yeah. Johnny should be killed first because he's always he can command and he's smart. The other two are fucking idiots. They don't work. They're moronic. Stanley and Andy are always together. You're gonna have to kill them together. That's the biggest risk. You want to make yeah. sure Johnny's dead first because Johnny's the ringleader. Because then the at least you get the you see get with the yeah. and see, Matthew and Johnny. See with Matthew, I mean, it, for me, it doesn't even matter when you kill him because he's kind of. He's an easy target, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. My, my she lures him in. So, but is, but the way she gets him is so it's kind of brilliant. But I just I've always had a problem with that death, though, too, because there's no fucking way that she could ever prop him up like that. There's no way that oh. she was strong enough ever to actually hang him like that and shit. It just, yeah, that, it just wouldn't. That's an issue I have. It always that. bothered me, man. Ever since I first saw, it, I was like, how can that ninety pound girl actually? Li-? That's harder than you think it is to do. Oh, no doubt. And way he was about hundred pounds. So even he's him, not, yeah, he's no, even him being, the, you know. The, the, you know, slightly retarded and stuff is like he, he would have that strength too. 
know, like you can break free. Yeah, yeah, there is on. a way to kind of do that where if she would have got, you know, j- like because you can, you don't have to have someone hanging to be choking them, right? No. So if you would have had it, it more shot to where she was pulling the ropes and he was like, it was lifting him, like he couldn't get away because it was like straining him, yeah. and then she wrapped it around the tree and then he stumbled backwards and like swung off the little ledge or something. Could have worked there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I've always had an issue with her being able to hoist him up. It just if it's you have some kind of fully design or something, sure. So but she to did, go but back it, to, it still to, wouldn't be able to. Because I didn't get it to make my point on this. The, my issue with the way that the revenge happens, although Dave, that that's a pretty good breakdown of why it makes sense for the movie. I'm saying it's anticlimactic. No, you're right you about that. Cinematically, you're right. You're right. Well, well, I never got to fully movies. finish my point. <laughs> what I was saying, but anyways. You, what was your point? About well, hanging? well, no, you said I, you you were kind of implying that I didn't think that the revenge was like good enough or whatever, and I'm I wasn't I just said it was really quick in time. Yeah. I'm just I'm talking no, about I, the ba- I, I'm talking I, about I the balance of the film. I just didn't think that it was. And I I do understand where Dave's coming from with the order and stuff like that. I mean, I never really thought of it like that, but I always saw it as anticlimactic a little bit too, killing off the leader second, you know, and shit. But the way Dave explains it does make sense. You know, considering we have Beavis and Butthead that are hanging out he together. He actually made me come full circle on being yeah. okay with that. But I've always I've always saw it as like why like I mean, I always saw it as killing Matthew first makes sense because he's a target, but he also makes makes sense to kill him last too because he's such an easy target too. Um yeah. He might fib though. He'd fib. I, I like Matthew being tell. first. It depends on and how I, you do it. If you kill the people without anyone knowing, then he would know Archie to say says Matthew's first because she needs to kill the one who might be the most sympathetic first. Because after yeah. that, when he he's talking about cinema here, he says if you kill if the if she gets him the audience on her side by killing him first, then they're all for it. But in a way that she kills more Johnny X and kill that's against first. cinematic you know what yeah. I mean? no no but yeah. you got to you're all in or you're not exactly, exactly. you know what i mean i, I think no, it's, I think that's it's a bold actually statement. very smart and it I makes me it makes me question if he actually had any involvement in deja vu um yeah, me too but, and i heard now nah, i don't want to say that but yeah, i heard something like, it's about his son being involved in deja vu um okay. Archie. L- let me let me yeah continue with this so i don't have an issue like moods does with the quickness of it because i don't actually feel i never actually feel that it's too quick um like to me the the johnny death and the uh well go ahead i'm just talking about i'm talking about it's not necessarily wrong time he wants he wants it it's just it's just the unbalance of because we've seen this extreme shit for so long and then our and then our payoff Mm -hmm. is just a little bit shorter it just seems like it's a little bit unbalanced i think if the rape had been shorter well that's uh, usually the argument on a rape revenge film is like the rapes always more um impactful than the revenge but i think that 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 is but it's the I think like the torture in the other ones. It's the I don't majority think the torture is realistic in the other ones. Because you don't silly. you don't want to go away from this feeling like you like better like that it's like the revenge was stronger than the rape. Like although you wish that that was the case, you it's never the case. The rape's oh. always going to be worse, and it should be worse because it's a more heinous thing, right? It's it's the worst yeah. thing. I, I guess it depends so, on how you look at it and how you like receive it yourself like i mean it's funny because like the rape i take the rape as a rape and then i'm all about the revenge man like i just i want that shit to be vicious we all the last thing all on board with the revenge we Mm -hmm. want the revenge but if you had a great revenge that overshadowed the rape i feel like you walk away almost like cheering on the what the situation instead of see i have no problem with that feeling shitty that's my point i actually have no problem with that i mean 
I think if the if the revenge overshadows the rape, which is fine. I mean, in this case, I don't think that was what was intended, which is fine. But it is like the just the balance in the film is crazy. It's just well, you got to show so how brutal the different. rape is, so her to get her revenge. Of, of course, yeah. And also, course. And it's of course. come and see the movie but when they see, get revenge on the Nazis, they kill them quick because they don't deserve anything except a quick death. Mm-hmm. It's, it's you know what I mean. Like they're not going to turn into she, the exact animals that she, you know, she doesn't want to be as bad as them. Technically, I don't know, but she she systematically kills them really really nasty. I, think what I know I'm it's tra- not very long, and it is cruel. She kills them very cruelly, which yeah. I like. I think I, I think what it comes down to is that. You know, they prolonged her. They raped her in three, four different times, you know, kind of thing. And mm-hmm. it, it plays out so heavily, like, you know, for her. I think for the viewer, for myself, I just want to see her kind of prolong that a little bit. Maybe maybe not turn it into, like, a torture porn, but just kind of just make it a that's little bit. Which, th- yes, yes. And that's the point. That's what we want because we want to see these people get horrible things that the worst is bad as what happened to her we want to see that it acted out on them that's i agree the sequel, and that's why, that's why, why the remakes don't work for me that. and um so but but to go back to my my original point that i was saying too is uh, and even though that's that's what i'm saying about rape revenge films in general but i actually don't think that this one is that i, I actually think that the like the Johnny death, especially and even the Matthew death to me is, is pretty powerful. Stanley um, too. I think so. Which one, what happened to Stanley? Well, Stanley says, suck it, bitch. And he says, please don't kill me. Please don't kill me. And she says, suck it, bitch. And pulls the oh, motor. Yeah, it's fucking yeah, great. Yeah. And the one liners yeah. are, I just, I'm never very crazy rarely, about those motor works. deaths because I just don't believe, I don't know. If I, it just doesn't seem like that would happen to me. Um, Probably but, not. Uh, the the Johnny death is like amazing, dude. Like the well, like how he's got chills this time. Got chills. Screaming, it won't dude. Stop it was way, way more powerful than I ever remember that shit being. Like yeah. just leaving him in the tub, and like, dude, wow. I, I thought that one was really impressive. After asking about his wife and kids, so she knew everything about him, knew his best sides. And yeah, and he did. He could tell he's like talk. It makes him more human too. It's by it, far less of a monster, which yeah, was cruel. is good because it's it's good because it makes you see like wow even regular humans can be pieces of shit garbage you know he's not um he's not but a, at the a, same a time it, al- it almost makes her look i mean i shouldn't say it makes her fully look bad at that point too but when you're trying to when you're humanizing humanizing him in that moment too i mean no bad guy should only be all bad it's right stupid. i mean you can you come back to this real characters yeah i mean it comes back to that argument. It's like, you know, I mean, two wrongs are not making a right t- kind of thing here too. Like when well, you humanizing I, I them, them, I think that that's the thing with Matthew too, though, is like yeah. where you're, um, you see like, like people think that because he was slightly against it, that that mm-hmm. somehow makes him better than the other people. And maybe it makes him too. I, yeah, he still deserves to die too. It, it, and, and I think that if somehow they would have written it to where he, she was a little bit more sympathetic toward, towards him. I would have been very angry and hated that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, it's so, funny because he's he's super selfish too. Like he doesn't say I'm sorry. That's not the first thing he says. He says, you know, I have no friends now. I. It's all about him. It's always about him. He mm-hmm. he's he's a piece of shit too. I don't care. He, I don't care if he's handicapped. A I mean, bit. The argu- I still think he knows right from wrong, and he and knows not, right from wrong because he feels bad. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. 
but uh, I think to me the the weakest part is the boat scene. I just I don't I don't really care for it that much. Well, well, the, the boat scene the boat scene doesn't really. It's all I've always had a problem with that too because I mean the second obviously when she shuts off the motor he's tired from treading water and stuff he wants to grab onto something but if you're in that predicament i know shit's kind of crazy not everyone's going to act the same and stuff but you're never going to grab onto the motor you're going to go to the side of the boat and grab onto the side because i just don't what do you think's going to happen turn on the motor you get fucking hacked up i've lived on boats my life man you just you never ever works like that though you think you're going to get chopped up by a little little propeller for one of those tiny little boats well, I mean, you have to be basically parallel with the. No, it, it doesn't really exactly work like that. It'd be close. It'd be close. I don't clog up powerful. by seaweed sometimes. You, you're going to get your legs hacked up for sure. You know, I mean, you won't be able to swim anymore if you're close enough. But that's my point, though. If you're in the, if you're that dude in the water, you're not grabbing onto that motor. There's no fucking way that scene only works if he grabs onto that. If he grabs onto the side of the boat, then what happens? What is she going to do? I don't have that much of an issue with it. I see where you're coming from, but I mean, I don't think a lot of these people would do. I would like if I raped a girl, I sure in hell wouldn't want to ever see her again. And you know what I mean? Like these guys, I'm just saying like Johnny, especially you're never grabbing onto a motor in the water. It doesn't matter. You're just never going to do that. But I mean, if I I could see some, but it's a lure though. She shuts it off purposely for him to grab. It's like, I would be like, I've seen guys put their hands in machines and cut their fingers off. Yeah, <laughs> I've seen people do some. Yeah, I know. Dave, and here's the Dave, thing, dude. But that's also because honestly, you work in a repetitive honestly, job, and that's common in people that have been working if, there for ten years. Well, and, and, I, I believe if they would have stressed so. more that he was, um, it, look, yeah. look, if they would have stressed more that he was extremely struggling to, um, you know, br- like tread water, like he was going to drown. Well, then one hundred percent, I think he would have grabbed well, they, onto. Well, the, they, well, they do show that though. Actually, come to yeah. think so, of then it, because, it's fine then because you're not going. You're going to you're going to take your chances holding on to something, drowning. It's no matter perfect. what, it's well, not perfect. You can you it's can a you can grab onto that motor, but if, the first thing you do is grab on the motor, and then you're going to shimmy yourself to the side every single time. You're going to get yourself out of harm's way no matter what. You're fighting for your life. That's running through your mind. You have to admit that, mm-hmm. right? You you know if you're behind that motor and she turns it on. It, yeah, it wasn't, done. it wasn't done. I think it's well. worth it, though. I think the payoff is worth it's it for okay. me because she gets to I, say "suck it, bitch." She does get to. It. She gets to get. Yeah, she gets to say. She gets to it, give bitch. his own medicine. Suck it, bitch. He's yeah, pleading yeah, for her life. Say, like she pleaded to him. Yeah. She pleaded to him. The only time she pleads in the whole movie is after she's been physically, mentally, and emotionally beaten. And mm-hmm. at the end, she pleads and she says, "Please, I'll give you a hand job. I'm too beat up. I'm too hurt." And he he go, he's no takes no sympathy or mercy on him on her. He goes nuts, even worse. And she does the same to him. And yeah. it's simple, not dragging out. Suck it, bitch. That's boom. Just it's perfect. I don't care if it doesn't make that much sense, but it, so those moments you have to forgive a little. It, bit. And the reason that I like those those lines that are. Um, brought back and and they do it in the remake too, but it's not um, as effective. It's very telegraphed in the remake to me. Well, see, here's the thing. I I think that it works because it's it shows like how every single moment of that experience is is burned into her brain yeah. to where it, it comes to the surface of all every line of dialogue, every little thing that happened. It's just etched into her mind, and I think that that's kind of what that means where you you bring up that line where in other movies it's more of like a one-liner thing you know what i mean but in this movie it has a meaning to why she remembered that i I see it i the reason i see it as her you know that's kind of showing how strong of a character that she really how strong of a 
female character she really is because you know she didn't just like you know forget all that shit that happened and stuff i mean that's yeah. sh- that shows her mentality too is that she was willing to absorb that and use it against him after and you know i love that she fights too yeah the that, very end that's the she thing that she's at the very end yeah she unlike took, yeah. the woman from the original she begs right away exactly the real jennifer hills would not beg right away yeah. she would fight exactly wait what are you saying in the original and the remake she begs right away she begs, please don't hurt me. In the in the remake, in the original, she goes. I mean, she doesn't beg until the very end, when she's yeah, literally. Gonna- well, I mean, that's okay. Sorry, sorry, boots for cutting you off. I've been cutting. I need to be quiet. I'll I actually be forgot what I was saying. Oh we, yeah, we, we've all cut about, each other off I, I, many we, times, but I, but I will get the blame for the cutoffs. <laughs> no, boots was saying that he likes that she was powerful, that embedded in her head, and she used it against him. Yeah, yeah. Well, that—that's awesome. the reason why she was able to retain that information because I think yeah. a lot of people. I think it's in, in a little situation, in those drastic situations, man. When you have tragic, when you have those type of situations happen to people, sometimes they forget shit like right away. You know, when someone like witnesses a crime and they're so traumatized by it, they forget. Yeah. They forget shit right away. She's obviously traumatized by being raped over and over and over again, but she was still strong enough to retain that shit and get and, and you know and re retain her focus and you know do what she did and actually use that shit against him i i love that it really does show a lot of you know what her character actually is and stuff and i think a lot of people miss things like that you know people like uh um roger ebert and stuff <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> a vile bag of garbage roger ebert was actually a joke like i know that we're supposed to respect <laughs> him because he was you know like a pioneer in criticism and stuff like that. Say that he's no. not good he's not a good critic he's speaks he's well and he writes well super biased. but he's not a good critic he's horrible He's a super biased critic too, man. Very, very biased. Yeah, but whatever the media wants him to say, right? Exactly. But 100%, 100%, man. He was selling a product, man. I mean, he would have never had that show without, you know, selling out to the media and saying the things that people wanted to hear in the mainstream, right? I mean, he's also go- not a, a, but a no, I he lived in a time you could be controversial. the rest of the world to follow his idea of what good film is too. You can, you can look at it like that for sure. But he was also a product of, you know, he wasn't going to be there without saying the right things, right? There was there wasn't too many people out there saying the shit that was going against the grain that you were able to keep a TV. Sh- There's no fucking way. There's absolutely. No I don't way understand what days. you mean. What is it? Huh? I don't get what you mean. Like GP, what was he doing? He was saying the shit that mainstream people. Yeah, wanted the, to media hear. Wanted to the media wanted the media wanted him to say. say Follow along. No, you mean media like like the people who made the movies. No, like media who people like the news media who's basically telling everyone violent oh, movies yeah, are causing yeah, yeah. What the fuck? I thought you were saying about like thought you were talking about why like, do you always do this you always do i don't understand what you're saying dude what do you mean i do, why do i always not know what you're saying <laughs> fuck man this has happened so many times i'm trying to say something you're like i don't understand what you're saying and like i don't understand what you're saying i don't understand how that's an issue like what do you mean? I didn't under I I I, did, I was trying to understand what you're saying. No, my point is is that Dave completely understood what I was saying and you didn't. When I you guys are listening too. to the same I said thing. The same thing. I said about uh, Roger Ebert wants what he says what the media wants him to say. Exactly. And then you went off that and said so elaborated more on it and then JP said media JP meant media as in like the film media mm-hmm. not the media like the news media. I mean, you're nobody without the, without, yeah, without, you know, the media yeah. listeners and everything else. I mean, at the time, you were never going to be mainstream like uh, Ebert was by by going against the grain. You weren't going to have your own I- ideologies and your own opinions and shit like that. I mean, I think ha- I always truly believe half the shit that Ebert said was just all bullshit, man. 
He did it, like Henry, though. I mean, he but he, was, he but def- it was from Chicago. Yeah, he liked this some is my stuff this is my fucking this is my fucking point. It was you know I mean some of these films got a little bit of good you know criticism and things like that, and it's like jumping on the board and shit like that. It, it's it's it was all bullshit to me, man. I always thought he was, it was just bullshit. not a very good horror critic. He was a horror bi- exploitation critic. He wasn't very good at that. No, he bought into the shit, man, and he said what a lot of people wanted to hear. He wasn't like I said, he was never going against the grand. I mean, did he truly hate these films as much as he said he did? I don't. I who, think he did a lot. Who fucking know, who knows? He went against the grain on the Wild Bunch. He gave the Wild Bunch a positive but review. But he was contradictory as fuck, and that man. was ahead of its time. So that's the problem with him. He was really contradictory, yeah, and also that's why I think he's he bullshit. did this thing where he he pushed like whatever he wanted. Like I do think that like although what he might have been influenced by like what the media said and stuff like that. I think he also really did push what he wanted and. And wanted everybody else to fall. That's follow the problem with critics that. nowadays. Critics basically they interpret, they use your art to basically, and and they take their life experiences and push them through your art and manipulate it so they can get their message across through your art. That's what they do now. So that's why everything is politicized. Although movies do have it, but sometimes they'll take it to their agendas more than the actual film's agenda. Or if the film doesn't have an agenda, they're pushing it through. So everything becomes you know a certain thing that they want the their audience to they placating to them. So. And I, I think that Ebert probably did do that, you know. Of course, yeah. Everybody probably does it to a certain extent, but sometimes it's just a little bit too overt. It gets annoying. Yeah, I mean, when you're a powerhouse like that, man, the whole, yeah. you know, when you're a powerhouse. Oh, world's watching, right? Right? I mean, it's just crazy, like, what how one person can influence so easily. Like, whole Silent Night, Deadly Night thing, man, like, that's just, it, that shit still blows my mind. You know, like who if, gives a fuck if it looks like shit? Don't watch it, right? Like without that word, without <laughs> him criticizing it and saying a whole pile of incorrect bullshit about it and stuff, it just fuck, man. It created a whole movement. It's absolutely insane to me. I think it's bullshit. Foods. Hey, I mean, uh, JP, your boy Charlie Band released this on VHS, right? And he said it was the R-rated cut, but he released the unrated cut on that VHS, and he put an R rating on it. He got sued for it. <laughs> That's Isn't that the most Charles Band right? thing to do right there? Well, I'm <laughs> glad he did. He's always scheming. Thing, He's always scheming. I love it. That's like when Umbrella re- releases all their Region Bs. <laughs> well, oh, I, fucking Kangaroo. Remember Kangaroo Entertainment that Charles Band did? Because he didn't have any of the Paramount rights yeah. in the United States of all his movies. So he basically made a label in Australia called Kangaroo, made him region free and released all of them and through his company. Yeah. He did that with uh, Demonic Toys too, where he owned yeah. the rights to it in Mexico. So he put slapped the mex but it, it, it said import like he was importing it from mexico yeah and but it was that with clearly Australia just, too. it was clearly just in the full moon warehouse and i like put- that though that's that's smart <laughs> yeah i don't dislike charles man i think no, that i don't. i love him and hate him at the same time like lloyd kaufman like i love him and hate him at the same time they're like they're great and i hate them but they're great yeah lloyd's good Thing I like about Lloyd, man, when you meet him, he doesn't sign shit. He de- or he doesn't charge you to take pictures and sign shit. Now, what do you mean by that? Okay, <laughs> I know what you're doing right now. Do not patronize me. Do not trolling, trolling, trolling. Fucking guy, man. Fucking guy. No, I listen. You were mad at me for not knowing what you meant. I think that's kind of that's that's not very nice. 
No, it's it's happened. I, I was just thinking about this one specific time where we were. I can't remember what show it was, but I was saying some shit about Carrie, and then I remember someone left a comment like, "How the fuck does JP not ever know what the fuck you're talking about?" I just started thinking about that. Well, the moment. first time where I was like, "What are you guys Dude, talking Carrie. about?" I I walked away and I was like, "What do you mean by it? like?" And then that time I literally. Oh well, how didn't am I know- supposed to know that you're not listening? <laughs> I mean, that's hey, definitely guys, a- guys, do Carrie. Yes. What do you wait? Like all of them, or like oh what my god! I, I honestly, like, <laughs> I don't even understand how. I mean, I know it's a huge joke now, but why the fuck does somebody want Carrie done so bad? I mean, it's the same it's movie. It's three. It's the three. It's the same movie three times. It literally is the same movie. I mean, I guess we probably shouldn't, you know, talk too far from what we're doing right now. <laughs> it, is, it is the same movie a couple Christ, times. Mostly, it's pretty much the same. So, um. Are we rating this? Do we have anything else to say about it? I mean, no, I'm good. Oh, Jenna, Jennifer, Kamel uh, Keaton, fucking trooper, running through the woods like that. She's tremendous. Her scream is great. We didn't give her enough props. I think she's fantastic in the movie. She's one of the good. best performances. Of Th- one this, of this is kind of probably the best performance that she's ever had. Actually, really, I agree. She's really good. Yeah, in it. Right? And there's I've a, seen her in other things. I mean, it's probably the scripts too. I mean, you know, <sighs> what have you done to Solange? Yeah, Solange. Uh, yeah, I mean. I think this one She's just it's a little bit more of a range here. You know, There's, it is about it's range. weird that she did so many Europe Europe like films in Europe. Yeah. A lot of actors did that though. That was pretty popular in the seventies. Mm-hmm. Hey, one last line we didn't say. I don't like women giving me orders. That's that's a memorable line too. Right. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of the good ones. Dude, there. you know what the 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 line that, like it is so cringy the like where he's he I don't even want to repeat it. <laughs> where Matthew's like uh I can't come. I can't yeah, come. Dude, it's so cringy. I can't I it, like it's awkward. Ah, oh, dude. Hey, he didn't even come. It's not even his fault. He shouldn't even get in trouble. He didn't even come. He shouldn't have to kill it. So it's See, he's a piece of shit. Fuck Matthew. Okay, so okay. Actually speaking of, around that part, but who is it? Is it uh uh, which is Stanley, right? The the guy with the bottle? Who f- yeah, Stanley's yeah. the bottle. So he he penetrates her with the bottle, right? In that scene? Yeah. Okay. So I just wanted to make sure that you guys... <laughs> right, exactly. Because if you watch that scene, like I've seen it over and over again, I'm like, I know that he's supposed to be penetrating her, but if you watch the scene, it, it doesn't even look like he really even kind <clears> of put... It, it looks like he's doing it in the bot, like in her hamstring. Probably did. Like it's just the way it was yeah. shot. It's just like because I remember the very, like not the very first time, but like you know, few time, few watches ago, and shit. I was like, man, it totally looks like he's banging her fucking uh, her hamstring there, just the way it's shot. But I always no. thought it was kind of funny. But I know it's implied that he's you know obviously yeah, yeah. impotent and shit like that. But it just doesn't look like he's I think actually he put. I don't know. No, I I think, I, I think I've always thought he did, but it just didn't look. I, I mean, like I he thought was. he was impotent. I don't know. That's just me thinking he's impotent, but I think he is. Don't wouldn't you? No, I've always thought that that's what was totally yeah. implied. Yeah. And the yeah. reason why yeah. he uses he because it's it's a substitute for his limp dick, right? So or that, or he's or he's has that hots for Andy. I don't know. They're <laughs> always together. There's something weird going on. Uh, right? Yeah, maybe, maybe. But um, also, it's so weird that they fit. It's not weird, but it's really nasty of them that they physically and like mentally, and then uh, they emotionally. Be, phys, abuse her at the very end by reading her like novel and just ripping it up like that like yeah, after everything that's done right? I mean they, it's like yo it wasn't enough that you physically and mentally and now you got emotionally fucking rape her at the end it's just fucked and I like how it, it unfolds in that order in this one more I so would... than it does in the remake again yeah yeah. Joe Bob did brain damage tonight fuck I definitely gotta rewatch that you know this is like we actually recently reviewed Tragic Ceremony too that uh, Camille Keaton's 
I've never seen that one from 1970. Good. It's was that one good? I can't remember. It's a cool film, man. It's a cool film. Remember when uh, Herring was on and he he had his own. Oh yeah, that one was real good. Yeah, that one was great. Yeah, no, it's it's a cool film, man. It's a really cool. uh, That's the one where they the couple people like are in the in the in the rain with the with the little jeep thing yeah yeah where they is that up, the one yeah, yeah where they end up taking kind of refuge in that place and then all that kind of satanic shit goes down and yeah i like that and one then they're lot, they're eventually running movie. from it because they end up killing the people and so yeah it's cool mm-hmm. it's a good film are we gonna rate this bad boy yep, yep. all right who Let's wants go to go first? first not it dave guess always go all first right. anyways all right <sighs> i rated this something but talking about it more when i rate something uh high you know I love this movie because I knew all the characters' names, right? Um, <laughs> it's always I rate the tell. This, Yeah, I, I know everybody. I've seen this movie a lot. And um, I feel like when I rate something a perfect score, it's because it's pretty much the essential or top of its genre. And I know this movie's controversial. I know a lot of people don't like it. And I don't blame people for not liking this movie. This is not one that I'm going to die in a hill for somebody disliking, as long as they have legitimate reasons for disliking it. But it is pretty much the quintessential rape, revenge, exploitation movie. I mean, I know there's some before it, and there's some that are probably better. And there's some that I like better, but I don't think that I'm going to have to give Ice Speed on Your Grave 10 out of 10. Wow. JP. Uh, yeah. You know what, man? It's, it's like, I'm not. Okay. So after watching it, I was like, dude, that kind of blew me away. Like I wasn't, I I've always liked this movie, but I never thought I actually used to say that it was a bit overrated in a way because I just was like, everybody talked about it as like the rape revenge film. And I was like, yeah, it's good. But like I didn't notice a lot of the little stuff, and that's what really impresses me sometimes is the little stuff. Uh, and I think that honestly, it's it's a pretty damn well crafted movie. The lack of music, the nature being the soundtrack, the way everything plays out. I think the only issue that I had was with the um, like the way the revenge takes place, and you kind of ha- sold me on it a little bit. Um, but I still think that it's a little anticlimactic in the very end. Um, I didn't really care for the boat scene like moods and, um, I'm going to give it a nine and a half out of 10. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I've seen this movie a bunch of times and I've always had the same kind of minor issues with uh, just the unbalance of it and stuff. And we'll, we'll get into the, into the remake, Dave. I know it's probably going to sound a little bit controversy you know the things that i don't like about the remake that i'm mentioning now but it's not what i meant but we'll get into that um but yeah just the unbalance of it a, a, a tiny bit i just feel like maybe it's it's the whole anticlimactic part of it and maybe it's the order that kills too i just always felt like you know the leader should have been killed last, you know kind of things like that i understand your um the ideas that you have behind why she did it like that which completely even makes sense to me um, but just for, you know, cinema purposes, I think it would have been a little bit more not anticlimactic to have, uh, you know, Johnny dying last. You know, I think that would have been more appropriate. You know, it's like it's like video games, man. You fight the boss at the end of the at the level for a reason. Right. It's the hardest person. You know, it's the, it's the master. It's the leader, it's the alpha male kind of thing. Um, I have no problem with, uh, you know, um, Matthew being killed first. It doesn't really matter at that point. It, it is what it is kind of thing. Um, you know, the, the minor 
boat session parts you know i've always had a little bit of issues with that i'm just like i understand you got to separate yourself but at the same time i understand that like, most people just never grab that motor but it is what it is man one of my favorite things about the movie definitely is the lack of soundtrack i absolutely love that all you hear is nature sounds it's just it adds to the realism of it too it's just like crazy you know it kind of feels appropriate and shit performances are great in this and actually this movie shot brilliantly it really does it has those long shots and i like the fact that they don't use a lot of jump cuts and a lot of you know rapid cuts in the rape scenes and shit because it just kind of adds to it it makes it feel like it's almost in real time and it just adds that element of, of grossness to it like holy shit this is really kind of going on really really long you know with edits you know you just you kind of lose track of time when there's lots of rapid edits and into things and stuff it could be stretched over a long period of time you don't really know but when you incorporate those long kind of i don't want to say static shots because they're not but um it, it kind of gives that realistic approach to it and it makes you even feel even nastier while you watch it but um overall man minor issues with this one i'm coming in a nine and a half out of ten also i think it's a brilliant it's a staple in the rape revenge film i agree with dave this is not my favorite um uh, rape revenge film of all time I do like other ones better but I mean this place it has its place in history and you know what it's accomplished even 40 years later uh, it might be my favorite now I don't know it's one of the best it's hard to pick I mean if we're looking at best you know I mean in favorites it's it's totally different for me it, it really is I it might this- be my favorite I don't know about best best is it's up there for best, but definitely probably one of my favorite. It's it's may might be my favorite now. It's in my top. This one, uh, Last House on the Left, House on the Edge of the Park, um, Thriller, Cruel Picture, and Miss Forty Five are probably my top five. That's pretty much all mine too. They're the best. I mean, <laughs> they're good. Yeah. Like that's why. Except for Last House, right? Uh, I love. Oh, last you say House, Last? Oh yeah, Edge and yeah, yeah last Thriller, House, Miss Forty Five. This one's up there. Um, I, there's a couple other ones I really enjoy too, but. But yeah, no, it's, it's a Hall of Famer. It's yeah, this one actually made, the, which I did not actually expect for that to happen. So, me neither. Guys, I'm very happy that it has happened, though. Did you think we were going to hate it? Did you think we were going to hate this movie, JP? No, I didn't think you were. I I actually thought, but no, I didn't think so at all. No. I didn't think you guys were going to be as high. Well, I thought maybe you were, because I think I, I thought I remembered you saying you liked it, but I didn't know where Moods was coming in on it. I didn't know. I didn't know if it would make the Hall of Fame or not. I, I figured maybe. Up, I actually came up on this. I actually had it rated nine, um, but then I came up on a little bit. I mean, you know, nitpicking, and I, 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 I can see that I am a little bit, but it's just minor issues. Like I don't think that those things are are things to t- knock too much off. It's well, just, it's just my personal preference. I just when I see things like that, I'm just like that would never happen. You know, like you gotta I, call it out. But I, I, I do think the murder order too. is more realistic because she I, had to she had to basically military. Strategy, well, hundred percent. I mean, if you're, I mean, I you're dealing with dumbasses, because, right? Yeah. So you got to yeah. kill off the alpha male, the control. You got to kill yeah. the control off because if you don't, a snake you, without a head, man. A then you have a head. Yeah. Then you have a problem. You have a problem. I you, came you up a half point shit. because Dave explained that all way. I wasn't. See, I never. Yeah, I never really thought of it like that until you said it. But yeah, I mean, because I've always had that issue with it being anticlimactic and being like, okay, you're not going to kill fucking Shredder at the end. It doesn't make any sense. Like in in, um, how uh, Death Weekend, you got to kill Don Stroud at the end because he's the heavy or or David Haft. But those movies play more straight. And and the way she does her revenge, it has to be that way because if she kills Johnny or, or Stanley or Andy. Johnny's going to know they're dead. He's going to know something's up. Yeah, see, and he's going to he's going to retaliate. And you know, and if Matthew sees one of them die, he might go to the police. 
So right? it, it makes the sense. order makes sense to me. It, it does actually make sense once you explain it away because like the way I see it, I'm like, dude, could you imagine watching a Ninja Turtles movie and you know the turtles killing off Shredder and then and then waiting to kill off Bebop and Rocksteady at the end? People will be like, like he lives fuck? on its realism. You'd be but like, it, what the it, fuck? Right? It just doesn't sometimes, so if sometimes you contrast it relies that. on cinema. Yeah. Sometimes it relies on realism. Yeah. And you it, it's like having your cake and eating it too. Sometimes you you have to you know, it, it could be argued either way, but I think that the way the murders are handled is actually the more effective. I way am a fan. I'm glad you brought going that up, off the yeah. off the blueprint. Like I, I, I didn't. I, I get what you're saying. Like Bebop and Rocksteady after Shredder would be fucking weird. But but that's you that's, know that's I, I always like the same yeah, turtles. I always like when when movies tend to feel more chaotic. So I, I'm okay with it. I wasn't at first, but I am now. I like well, it. Oh, I mean, once you yeah, once you put the idea the idea of why it's in there, you know, it actually kind of completely makes sense. It's unconventional for sure. It's very unconventional. Yeah, yeah, yeah and I generally like unconventional things too. I just never thought of it like that. Right. It is strange, yeah, but I I've always thought of it like I don't know. It never bothered me, and then like I was like, oh, that's the way you gotta do it, and especially the way she wants to kill Johnny. If she wants to kill Johnny that way and get him like uh, and manipulate him, she's got to kill him that way first the other two she don't give a fuck they're they're idiots there's nothing connection between those two and her but the other two there was some sort of connection she feels maybe possibly that she could use against them Mm -hmm. all right yeah because it was yeah it was all set up at the scene of the gas station right i mean yeah stanley and andy are too dumb to play psychological games with johnny you know he thinks he's the shit maybe she can be like oh well you know when Johnny like, like all explains himself, yeah, yeah, yeah. See, like, he, he thinks he, he's so full of himself. He thinks, yeah, that yeah. it worked. She could work on him. That she knew it. Yeah. She could manipulate him. Although it's kind of dumb and far fetched, but for this movie, it works, and I buy it. I don't know. I don't know. It might be dumb and far fetched to us, but I mean, he probably truly believes that. That yeah, you know that type of shit that girls from the. <laughs> I mean, girls from New York like getting fucked a lot. Yeah, right? of so. course, in California. You're right. And do they got to take a shit, though? That's the real question. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen this one a lot, so I won't be talking nearly as much about the, the other ones. I'll be fairly quiet, I hope. All right, let's move on, then. <laughs> All right, so that's uh, Spinning in the Grave from 1978. How you doing today? Look, I brought you friend just like I promised. See, I kept my word. Uh, I know there's a lot of ghosts around here, but I found one. Here, let me make you pretty. Let me put some, some lipstick on. Here, how's that? Brings out the zylites in your cheeks real nice. All right, so moving into 1993 with the unofficial quote-unquote sequel, relatable film, I guess you want to call it, called Savage Vengeance, directed by shot-on-video king himself, Donald Farmer. <laughs> You know, I forgot we were even doing this one. Like, it literally slipped my mind that it existed. I thought we were going right into 2010. I was like, wait, 90. Oh, yeah. Totally forgot about that. (laughs) I mean, it's classified as like an unofficial sequel because it actually kind of uses, um, you know, Jennifer's name in here. They only refer to her as Jennifer in this. They don't actually use her last name. They actually do, but they cut it out. Yeah, they actually edit it out because um, uh, he threatened. No, 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 no. It's definitely in here. No, but they cut it out in the DVD version, the new version. The the new version. The version Every that you time sent they me definitely said Jennifer. They say Jennifer, and then it says, no, they're going to try to call her Hills. And then they edit it out. But they cut out. Hills out. 
It just oh, goes okay. blank sound. It's hilarious. That's what I was trying to say. Um, yeah, so he threatened to, you know, actually sue if they dropped the name in there. So she's just referred to as Jennifer throughout the whole film with these really nasty kind of fucking audio edits in there. <laughs> it's really noticeable. It's pretty funny. Um, <clears throat> synopsis. Five years after she avenged her own rape, young law student Jennifer decides to take a brief vacation with a girlfriend. Unfortunately, they become the next targets of two depraved men. Um... So this is this is kind of a weird one uh, because you know it uses the character from the original film, but it doesn't actually have continuity to that. It's like its own kind of story. They recreate the rape. Why is it's it's terrible? It's really well. The the opening sequence in the film is literally Jennifer. I don't know reading or even suntanning, basically on a waterfall cliff. It's like the most bizarre scene. (laughs) It kind of pans through. There's no dialogue. She's all out there by herself, and of course these four guys see her out there. Five, five, four or five guys. They see her out there, and they essentially rape. Well, actually, I should say dry hump her. Um, (laughs) They dry. it's so fucking stupid, man. And now, they try to shoot it like the original two in one shot. That's why they can't like they try to do that original one shot like the original was filmed and yeah. it just doesn't work. No, it doesn't so, at all. So let me ask this then. So I was right that it's it goes for the evil dead approach then where the beginning is supposed to be basically a flashback of the original rape that happened to her. Uh, no, it has nothing to do with it. They just took the idea from the original film and recreated it. No, that's what I mean. Like yeah, it's yeah. It, like yeah. they didn't have footage to show the like what originally happened to her, so they just redo the original rape. That's so that's supposed to be the the original rape. But well, it's unauthorized, so it's technically not. Someone someone kept asking. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. Yeah. about this you know, movie. But that's what it's supposed to be doing. Yeah. And they're like, this is the second one, right? I was like, no, it's unauthorized. They're like, yeah, but it's a sequel. Right? I was like, no, it's unauthorized sequel. Yeah, or it's re- no, it's related. No, it's fucking not. It's yeah. not even a real sequel. Yeah, it's it's literally just it's kind of like a recreation of it, but they do it differently. And then, of course, it, you know, in the first like five minutes of the movie, uh, they show her kind of avenging her rape and stuff. And the kills are a lot different than the first one, so he kind of changed it around a, a tad bit. Besides, like the I think there's a penis cut in there and stuff, and a couple shots, and I don't know. But anyways, basically, it kind of cuts to its own story where she's now. Um, what a dumb idea! Yeah, so she basically has gotten Crap. off. Um, she's basically got off in the court system. She was found not guilty of, of avenging her own deaths and stuff. And now she's in law school where, you know, she's in this classroom and, and the, the professor basically kind of outs her of, of who she actually was and stuff. And she gets all flustered with it because she didn't really want people knowing, you know, about her past and shit. So she gets all pissed off, calls up a yeah, friend, that was go, dumb goes too. on. Yeah, I know. Goes on a fucking <laughs> vacation where of course, you know, the shit's going to happen to her again because apparently she's, you know, got the worst luck in the fucking world with being raped again <laughs> like the girl in miss 45 right exactly so <laughs> so yeah and, and this one right here is is a really fucked up film because you know first of all it's like unofficial kind of you know steals from the original film it's, it's shot on video so you know the quality is really really shitty and stuff um but the other odd thing about this movie is that it's really short and there's a reason for it being so short it only runs 65 minutes long and Thank i always God. i always wondered why it was so short and it actually is that short because Camille Keaton left the um, 
production of this movie before they got a day early yeah basically before they got to shoot like kind of most of the revenge act and stuff in this part so that's why it's it's probably a good thing actually that it didn't you know run on another 20 25 minutes anyways and it only was 65 minutes so there is a scene in the end of this film where there's a chain a dude gets fucking hacked up with a chainsaw and it's literally like this pov kind of shot and you only get to see the chainsaw and the ass of this girl and stuff yeah it's like a total stand-in but uh but yeah, so she ended up leaving this production, hence why the mo- the end of the movie is really abrupt and why, you know, it just kind of plays out the way it does. So I'm not I'm not trying to justify why this movie is so shitty. It was also shot in 1988, and the reason why it wasn't released until 1993 is because, you know, they kind of they kind of had to put it together and create something out of shit that wasn't there essentially, but Donald Farmer makes himself star as one of the rapists. Yeah. And I wouldn't what, I I'm not playing a rapist in my own movie. Dude, I'm sorry. The problem with Donald Farmer is, and I don't want to be a dick, because if you've ever talked to the guy, the guy knows more about movies than probably almost anyone else. And he sounds like he knows a lot about filmmaking, so there's absolutely no reason why he's been directing movies for like 30, 40 fucking years, and they all suck. And they all have all the same problems. It's just fucking weird, and it doesn't make any fucking sense. I feel the same way about Bill Zabub. Yeah, yeah, same same goddamn thing. So let me ask you. Yeah, but at least Donald Farmer's not trying to be funny. And make all these ridiculous fucking comedies I, I, and shit. I, I like. I, Donald I, I prefer Farmer, Donald I just don't Farmer like his movies. Yeah, Bob, for sure. Yeah, his let me ask short, you guys this. Maybe you know. So, what is this story with Camille Keaton doing this film? Okay. Well, you know what's weird at Cinema Wasteland. She was talking, and she said, "After Concrete Jungle, I was ne- I would never do another rape scene ever." But I almost raised my hand like an asshole and asked, was about to ask about Savage Vengeance because it took place after. But I did. Well, <laughs> when the, was Concrete Jungle? 1980, 82 yeah. maybe, somewhere oh, there. A couple years after, yeah. Yeah, so I, I, it's just so weird that like she didn't – that, that's probably a reason why the rape scene was clothed. Or maybe it was shot in a public area. But the laziness of that scene is ridiculous. Like – all they had to do was literally go in for a close-up and show the guy unzip his pants like he was sticking his dick through the jeans mm-hmm. and have her like take the pants off for a second and then go to like a above-the-waist shot and not show any nudity. But they yeah. didn't even do that. It was fucking lazy. I know. It's that- it's like the worst shit ever, man. I actually thought that, too. I was like, it would actually kind of make sense if they were shooting like in a public you know, a public area, maybe a busier area on the river and stuff like that because they're obviously not paying for permits, right? They're gorilla shooting this shit for sure, Yeah. yeah. right? So they don't have the rights to be there if you're going to start whipping out cocks and shit i mean that you might get into a little bit of trouble i kind of thought of that too but fuck man it's especially like awkward because like they all do it <laughs> yeah it's just so poorly done like it's it's literally dry humping man it's just awful is that man. Like third like degree rape actor, does that even count that, what's that is that third degree rape does that even count dry humping right it's sexual assault of some sort but no 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 doubt uh, you know like even as an actor i feel like it would almost be more awkward having clothes on or, or like that. I feel like it's more insulting to film a rape scene like that. Right? It just doesn't right, pack exactly. any fucking heat at all, so, man. It's, you can't take that shit serious. Like, what, like, it's funny because this movie is like trying to be semi-serious. You know, it's just it's just really low budget, shot on video kind of thing. He's trying to be serious, but you're having dry scenes. Like, there's yeah, no, I mean, definitely. Right? But so to go back to that, though, because I, I'm genuinely curious. Has she said anything about this movie ever? Like how she got involved? Like. Uh, like did she do it for mo- well, like purely for money all, like because they did interview. a movie together beforehand that was actually a bigger oh. movie called no justice and yeah. donald farmer worked on it it was a bigger budget movie and he asked her to do this one and it was super low budget yeah did she know i wonder if she knew it was this i doubt low it budget he said she seemed kind of shocked to do it 
Yeah. Oh, um, as far as I know, she has disowned this movie and she actually won't talk about it. Like, See, I don't think that's it's never interesting. Been, it's never been revealed why she left the production so abruptly. Apparently, she was there one day and then the next day she was gone kind of thing. So she was on the DVD. Yeah. So is it I, I never checked out the interview, but isn't it is it an older interview? Or is it a new interview? I don't interview? think so. Because I don't it's think it's really revealed. awkward. Because well, what did it's she like, say you know, about a mall. I, I, you know what? I don't remember. I think I, I might have watched it when I first got this DVD. I didn't check it out this time. But I don't remember it being like new. Because she definitely doesn't mention why she left the fucking production on that in that interview. So I'm thinking it's older. Dave, maybe? did you watch it? Yeah, but she doesn't mention it. No, yeah, she doesn't mention it. So it's, it's never really been awful. revealed. What it's did never she talk be- about? It's never been revealed, so. It's mostly just Donald Farmer talking about the movie and talking, and she's like, oh, okay. <laughs> okay, but here's the thing about her hmm. descending the movie, then. Um, th- she's in the remake. Yeah, but that's Mears Archie. This is not... Donald Farmer's on Aubrey. No, 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 no. The remake of Savage Vengeance. Oh, is she? Yeah, so it's her, Debbie Rashawn, and Brink Stevens. Or no, and, uh, Ronnie Jones is in the remake oh, of Oh, the one that's Ross coming out. Oh, she has that's a partner, actually. Too. Crazy. Yeah, that's why I was curious about oh. her like disowning it because the remake, which isn't by Donald Farmer, by the way, but it's I can't believe that movie shot. And we we did this show, didn't know I was like doing research about Savage Vengeance, and I came across a Kickstarter for the remake, and I'm like, th- and the trailer was posted like April twentieth, the first trailer, and I'm like, wow. wow. Yeah, I, I knew about the movie, I completely forgot about it, but. I don't know. I know some of the people involved with that movie. I'm just like, I really don't want to watch it. Doesn't look like I'd like it. Yeah. Uh, the trailer does not look good at all. But um, I don't even. What the hell's the point? I was actually in a couple of movies with Ronnie Jonah, the main main actress in that movie. Who? I just don't. I I don't know what the. I don't get it either. I mean, I guess if. Savage Vengeance that you can only go up, right? Yeah, you, you I can guess, only make a better uh, a, a another better Savage Vengeance. It didn't work with violent shit. When in the goddamn world do you remake a German splatter movie yeah, in like Italy violence. and make it worse? Not the not the uh, Italian one is awful. Oh no, I'm you know I'm thinking about uh, I didn't know that was a remake. I was thinking about video violence for some reason. Yeah, video violence is way better than that violent shit. Yeah, and the fucking video Italian violence one. Is but probably- I don't understand why you would. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. I don't understand why you remake an unauthorized sequel to a movie. I don't understand why you then remake that unauthorized sequel. That's what I said. Yeah. Why? Why would you remake that? Oh, that's what you said. Yeah. Um, yeah no, <laughs> I, dude, it's like mind blowing. I, I couldn't believe that that was a real thing when I, I looked at it. First of all, like this Savage Vengeance, it's hard enough to believe alone that it's a real thing. Yeah. So to remake that is pretty crazy. I know. I, I couldn't wrap my head around that either. Like this is an unauthorized movie that's being remade. Like, who have you? Who greenlits that shit, man? Like, why? Would no, you I wonder go- if it. I wonder if it'll actually be an unofficial sequel to "I Spit on Your Grave," or if it, they're just dropping that and just in name only remake of "Savage Vengeance." Uh, <laughs> it's such a mess. It's, it's so like Camille weird. Keaton's in it, so it's weird. It is. Weird. I don't have much to say about this movie, really. The bad guys are, are pretty cheap. I mean, I mean what, what this movie, this movie's so bad that even in a 65 minute film of course that wasn't finished but there's even like stock footage of like the band playing and stuff like that's like not even real I think it's actually footage from one of his other films that he'd used and shit it's just it's really bad you know And what is up with the killers like um the one guy is like 
he's always disgusted by Donald Farmer doing nasty shit. But like three seconds before, he's like excited to feed the girl her friend, like feed right? her like her friend. It's like, what the fuck? You're disgusted about him killing them. Dude, the but look you're on like, his so face. gung-ho about feeding someone to someone. Shut the look the on his up. face is so ridiculous. <laughs> he's just like, oh, I couldn't really so see disgusted. any looks on anyone's face because the quality. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah, it's clear enough. I mean, for what the release is, I've, I've seen worse, but yeah, like his look on. I mean, none of that shit even makes sense, man. I mean, kind of where this goes is that they have this kind of serial killer kind of angle thing going in this one that really doesn't pan out at all. It's really stupid. Um, oh man, this is just a horrible fucking movie all around. Like, I mean, it shot on video, so right there, you know, like most of the acting is going to be fucking terrible. Uh, the music is fucking you, you terrible. The editing, about- the editing is bad in this too. Like, I mean, I've, yeah. I've seen I've seen shot on video films that actually have decent editing and shit, but this is just all over the place. It's, it just feels like it was slapped together. It really does, man. Ugh. One of the, one of the things that I hate about like bad acting is it's one thing to just not sound convincing or to not have like power in your acting, but like when it comes to like running and like you know tripping and like other stuff like that i hate when that's bad because it's like i can accept that you don't know how to say lines and stuff like that i can't accept that you don't know how to run you know what i mean it's just like <laughs> mm-hmm. i don't get it you know what i mean like even i can't accept that you don't know how to movie run because there is a difference but it's just it like dude it is so piss poor the chase sequences in this film like it's dreadfully bad i'm just like this is like you can't even trip okay it's it's ridiculous. I hate that stuff. It bothers me more than bad. Speaking acting. of tripping, it's like her running through the bush isn't even like the worst part. It's the dude at the end that gets hacked up by the chainsaw. That is the worst shot scene I think I've ever seen in my life, man. This dude is running and it looks like he just kind of gives up and then falls into this log area where, you know, it's, it's kind of like that. It's kind of like that joke where you see, you know, the gas truck and the match truck kind of coming at each other real slow, right? He's sitting there leaning up against the log waiting for her to fucking chop him up. I'm like, what the fuck is this? It's absolutely ridiculous cinema. So there is nice leaves in the movie. There's a nice foliage. That's all I have to say. Positive. Nice foliage. (laughs) You think? I'm done. I'm done. I mean, it's just some of the worst shots. No, I don't. I don't have anything. It's so hard to even think of anything to say about this movie that it's just bland and i mean honestly i, I mean, will these say dudes this. are literally cannibal like they're, they're feeding the they feed the you know some fucking human meat to her and i was like what the fuck like that's stupid too right like like i said they they kind of play up this whole serial killer angle and then all of a sudden it's like cannibal shit in there and stuff it's fucking ridiculous <laughs> it's so bad and it, it's just it's just like so choppy the way the story kind of goes it's so dumb what about the cops the cops are like you boys better not be doing anything wrong and i love like, this officer I love the cop too. I was like totally too. fumbling over his lines and shit. Oh my that God. one with the mustache was so bad. Yeah. So fucking bad. Minimal coverage. Minimal fucking coverage. I mean, it's rarely close ups. Anything. Anything. I don't know what to say. Like, I don't. Like, okay, given <laughs> the option, I know you two both don't like, like, spoiler alert, I know you two don't like Deja Vu. What would what? you like? Would would you rather watch? Like, because when you talk about which one's better, like, which one do you think is a better movie? Is it deja vu just because it is shot good or but like well, it, look it, how long which it, one I'd it, rather watch? I'd rather watch Savage Vengeance Savage twice. Vengeance, it's still right? be shorter. It's, it's I'd rather Savage watch Vengeance. Savage Vengeance twice. It's shorter. <laughs> yeah, it, it, I've watched Savage Vengeance twice and it still be shorter than deja vu. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. 
It's absolutely <laughs> fucking true. Yeah. Dude, so so given the option, you would much rather watch Savage Vengeance. Yep. I, but well, just put it this bad. way. For a 65-minute movie, it you know it doesn't really have a lot of downtime in it, unlike fucking Deja Vu, which we'll get to. Deja Vu. So, Deja Vu. Okay. Um, but, ratings? I went first last time. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's my turn. But I'm saying, are we, are we good? I'm good. I'm I, sorry. I, 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 I just don't really out. have anything to say on it, man. It's just... There's, it's not much to say. Look, I like shot on video movies. I know Moods is a big, big fan of shot. I on do videos. too. I like them too. I love Dave Redneck hates Zombie. Everything usually. No. no. Uh, Wicked I love World. Burning Moon. Um, <laughs> Wicked World's inept. I like Burning Moon. I like fucking Redneck Zombies. I like um, Five Five Five. Video <laughs> violence. I, I even don't even. Dude, this is uh, junk. I, no, I, I watched it, it 10 years it, ago and I didn't hate it. I don't know what the fuck's wrong with me. I like I didn't hate it, but th- that's just because it's not offensive in its length, right? Like it's yeah. just yeah. it's like you can't hate yeah. it too much cuz like at least it was only an hour, you know and what I, I mean? I like it's, Donald it, Farmer. Just don't like his movies. Yeah, I I, I like actually, some of his movies actually to be honest, but this one is just a mess. It just it just doesn't do anything properly. It really doesn't. I mean, if you're going to have dry hump scenes, you're, you're losing me right there and that's in the first 2 minutes. And Dave's yeah. completely right. You can 100% shoot around the fact that you want your actors to have clothes on um, while you're, you know, yeah. shooting the rapes. You 100% can do that. Yeah. Uh, but you know, this film did not even. <laughs> it like it's like they did not care. I wonder, it's like, lazy. I wonder what the thought process was like with that. Like, are they like just hoping people wouldn't notice? Are they like just hoping people wouldn't care? Like. I don't, it's so weird. I, I'm interested in like the thought process of this movie more There's than none. the movie itself. No I, thought process. Apparently. Um, so yeah, dude, this is a rough one for me because I don't think it's as bad. It's like, like I said, it's not like I didn't mind watching it. I don't think it's good at all, but I don't think I could go as low as like some of the lowest films I've ever, we've ever done on here. Because I feel like it's just it's easier to watch than those. So 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 that's your like just because it was easier to watch. But like, is there anything <laughs> that you actually liked about it though? I like co- any it, anything that's sixty minutes long was, is easy I to watch. It, Let's face it, it's like watching curi- a fucking episode of NYPD Blue. Like, come on. I watched it for like the, I liked the curiosity of it, where I was like, "This is weird. Like, how did this come about? Like, it's it's." So I guess I didn't like the movie per se. I guess it would be. You like um, the journey. But but at the same time, when we're getting so far down into the ratings, it's not about what you like. There's not likes anymore. You know what I mean? It's more about like what is more bad. And um, like when I think of films like Beneath the Mississippi and um, what was that one that we did? Entity from Fangoria. That one sucked. That was horrible. Uh, You know, when I think of like the worst of the worst, like I don't I don't think this one is as bad as those, but I can't really justify anything good about it. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm, I, this was the film that I was like torn on my rating the most. And it's funny because no matter what I, I I'm saying, it's, it's a bad, like I'm giving it a horrible rating, but just like how horrible is the question? Like I look at some of the other films that I've talked about, like Jack Frost too. Like, is it worse than Jack Frost too? Probably. Is it shorter yeah. though? That's really what you're taking. Is, <laughs> yeah. You know, it it is worse than Jack Frost way. too. It is worse. Okay. Yeah. So do you agree too? Then it is. Is it, is it, is, is worse as, I forgot Bloodbeat was in our Hall of Pain. <laughs> um, is it worse than the Watch Masters? Yeah. Is it the worst? Is it worse than Howling 7 though? 
that's the question. Because I gave Howling 7 a 1.5. Um, well, considering I, I always say Howling 7 is like one of the worst movies in my entire collection. I, I just, that I hate. I, it's around there. It, it's about it's the around same. there. It's, it's, it's down there. It huh? has the same so, element. It actually has some of the same elements, you know, just kind of shot with non-actors. It has like ridiculous footage, you know, it has like almost music video scenes in it. it it's very similar to Howling 7. Actually. What did I give? A, I, I gave a one to something recently. I mean, there's points in this uh, film where it like turns into a fucking bar music video. Like really, I think, really bad. I, I think I'll have to go with a one out of ten. I don't. I don't think it's quite point five level, um, like beneath the Mississippi and some other complete utter trash that I've seen. But it's definitely not better than a one either. Like Bloodbeat, I gave a one point five. I like that's that movie's much stronger. <laughs> Bloodbeat, I actually, you know, even though I gave it like a three and a half or something, I actually kind of like that movie. It's ridiculous. I'd it's watch just, Bloodbeat again. Yeah, I would. I've actually watched. It was funny when we reviewed it because I'd actually watch it like a couple weeks before, so I'd well, watch it twice. It was weird. <laughs> that's the thing. I actually do like Bloodbeat. Like, yeah. it's not. It's horrible, but yeah. I like it. Yeah, it's, same thing. It's goes so with weird. Like, you gotta watch it. It is. It's, like, it's an oddity. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta some of the it. some of the puppet masters are like that too. And the Children of the Corns. Like, I yeah. like Children of the Corn five, but I gave it a three. <laughs> Oh, Children of the Corn is horrible, or Five is horrible, man. That one I actually don't even like. It's so bad. Um, yeah, I, I actually have the same rating. I'm at, at, at a 1 out of 10 on this, too. I, the, the, I just can't pull I anything. I thought I was going to get yelled at for not giving it a point five. <laughs> I just can't really pull anything out of this that I really care for. I mean, it's a movie, so I can't give it a zero. <laughs> it's a movie. I guess that counts for a point half. Point but, like, right my there, argument right? is with this movie, you know, like, like I said, I'm not trying to justify it that it wasn't technically finished and why it's so short and stuff. I mean, it definitely had the production problems so i mean there's issues there but it doesn't it still doesn't justify you know just what he did with this movie i mean the dry humping it's that's the first thing you see in the movie and it's absolutely horrible because it sets it up for everything to come it's just a terrible narrative it's really really bad the acting is horrible the editing is horrible he uses fucking footage from other movies you know to to fucking pad the time you know to get to that 65 minutes and shit like that there's just really nothing redeemable about this man i mean they did a kill after the fact which is absolutely horrible i might add um just there's really nothing memorable about this movie whatsoever except for just laughs i think i'm giving it a one specifically for laughing at the scene where the dudes the rapists are in the fucking um in the grocery store that dave was talking about and the cops come and confront them about <laughs> confront them about hey man you guys better be fucking you know watching over because they were you know they were suspects in something else that happened you know prior and stuff so these cops are going to warn them that they better stay away from the girl that's on in vacation and stuff like that and but it's just that whole scene actually had me I was belly laughing because it's just so <laughs> poorly done. Like these guys are stumbling over their uh, lines. The other cops coming in. And he's like, yeah. And he's like this backup cop. That's like, yeah, you know, he's it, probably a real cop that couldn't act. Right. It was just, it's so beyond funny, but man, I tell you everything in this movie is so stupid. Like this whole serial killer angle with, you know, feeding, you know, human meat to people and shit. I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, this is so mm-hmm. bad. It's just so poorly done. It's really, really fucking poorly done. But I mean, if you're going to make a rape revenge movie, you gotta have some decent rape. That's where it starts with. <laughs> this one doesn't Hashtag fucking decent have rape. this. It Hashtag does, decent rape. I mean, Christ, I think I, <laughs> I gave Martha a higher rating. That's not even a rape revenge film, but it has some spectacular, you know, lobster, lobster rape, rape, lobster rape in it. So this is a bad, bad fucking movie. And, you know, Dave says, you know, he likes Donald Farmer as a person, hates his movies. I actually don't mind a couple of Donald Farmer's movies uh, that he's actually done. This is not one of them. This is probably one of the worst things I've seen him do, actually. Um, terrible Probably fucking terrible work. it's so bad 
Um, one out of ten. Uh, and what kind of fucking world is that? That Elvis looking guy, like a heartthrob or girls that are like half his age, are like, you know, I'm going to go home with that guy. What the fuck, man? <laughs> yeah, um, right. One point five out of ten. Um, turn it on. Look at your phone. <laughs> I mean, one point five. I mean, I mean Howling on, I gotta, Seven. I this one, I like Howling Seven as a one point five. This one <laughs> totaled three and a half. Did you, because I, I don't That's hate a, it that bad. I just don't. I don't hate it shit. either. That's the problem it, that I was having with it. Is I don't hate it. Like I mean, some on of the letterbox, I gave it one, which is two, but it's not a two. It's a one point five. So it's in the middle of a one, and you know what I mean. So <laughs> moods. This or the Howling Seven. Um, I, I would actually take this one over the Helen Seven. Okay. You're looking at run times at that point. You're just like, which one's shorter? I gotta get this over. <laughs> yeah. That's what it's like. You comparing, start at, you start, that's what you do. It's like yeah. comparing, you know, a solid shit to fucking diarrhea right now. Like at the end of the day, they're both <laughs> shit. You know, yeah. so I, I have a point five and a one. I mean, really, the distinction between a that's half what a point. I was trying to say. I was like, I don't I, like it, it's it's so hard to start distincting these. Like, it's much easier to distinct it like a ten from a nine point five. I think what I think what separates it is the scene where I was la- belly laughing at in Howling Seven. I didn't even crack a smile in that movie. It was legitimately so bad. I hated. Dude, every you're telling movie. me you're not cracking smiles at the line dancing for ten minutes? Oh, fuck. it's so funny. It's so painful, dude. It's so painful. It's not even. They just. They just shot some. There wasn't even. That's just what did you <laughs> shot, dude? It's not even a movie. It's not I even a fucking movie. There, second. <laughs> this movie's so bad. If you times star rate all all the our ratings by three, it would still be close to the Hall of Fame. We get to added three more people in here, and I still made the Hall of Fame with six votes. Yeah, oh it God. not. So what is it? Uh, th- three three and a half. Three right? and a yeah. half out of ten total. Yeah, Jesus. And that's actually not even the worst. That's not even the the biggest fucking shit stain in our fucking Hall of Pain either. No, that would be New Moon Rising, according to you and Kyle. Yep. But this is very close. a total of what? A... Actually, isn't Jack Frost 2 very close to that? Two and a half. What's that? No, yeah, Jack Frost 2 is a three. You know how bad Jack Frost 2 is? Dude, my friend rented that, and he was going to try to make us watch it as, like, a big group, and he has drinking, so he went and got up and went to the bathroom, and I got up real quick, and I fast-forward through, like, 30 minutes of the movie, <laughs> and he came back, and he didn't even know, so I was like, I ain't watching this whole fucking thing. It was, like, 10 minutes in. I fast-forward, like, 40 minutes in. Dude, Jason <laughs> likes Jack Frost, too. Oh, man. Uh, man, I, I was like, I ain't watching this. There's actually this. a few people that like that movie. The only thing that's entertaining about that is the fact that it's a fucking killer snowman set in the Caribbean. That is ridiculous. Yeah. He would melt. Come on. I can't believe that movie exists and people still believe in God. <laughs> right? <laughs> I just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, it's, I'm just joking. God bless. Uh, okay. Right. Anyways, that is uh, Savage Vengeance from the year it was released in 1993. Of course, the year it was released. <laughs> well, it was shot in 1988, right? It was, I know. I know. It sounds so funny. It's like, that was this. The year it was released. I mean, even for movies. What year was it released? I don't fucking know. Even <laughs> movies that were shot on video in 93 don't look as bad as this. That's the other thing is like he used the shittiest fucking VHS quality, man. Like is that, tapes. Is that the first time in a franchise it went from the first movie in the Hall of Fame to the next one in the Hall of Pain? I was actually thinking that too. I am pretty fucking sure. It's gotta be. Like from part one to like a 
sequel to unofficial sequel for sure, man. I don't think there's another one because usually the sequels because a lot most of our Hall of Pain is like later sequels of franchises and stuff, and that's what it is. It's usually later ones. Wow, that is that is really trippy, actually, man. Crazy. Yeah. We done with this turd? Yep. Howdy, ma'am. You know what? I am actually lost. Yeah, you're lost, all right. <laughs> Hello? <gasps> what do you want? What's a pretty little thing like you doing out here all alone? <laughs> All right, so moving along into 2010, we get the I Spit on Your Grave remake, directed by Stephen R. Monroe. Uh, this guy is, is responsible for directing such classics as It Waits, Sasquatch Mountain, Ogre, uh, Duel, I, I don't know what that is, um, Ice Twisters, which I've seen before, Mongolian Death Worm, which was a TV movie hey. and, and a whole pile of other fucking like grave Halloween. He directed the exorcism of Molly. These Hartley. are all sci- A lot of those are made for sci-fi channel movies. Yeah. Uh, don't the, forget the Hallmark bullshit he directed. Yeah, dude. Oh my God. In the last like three years, he's directed like 20 fucking TV movies. It's absolutely ridiculous. Hallmark Christmas movies and shit. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And which I'm pretty sure I watched some of those this past Christmas because I got stuck on these Hallmark Christmas movies that I couldn't even turn away. But Pretty sure he took the same cast from those movies and put them in this one, too. The three make. <laughs> yeah. Um, actually, Stephen R. Monroe was actually directed the sequel to this one, too, also. so Yeah. Um, but uh, same synopsis, man. A writer who's brutalized during her cabin retreat seeks revenge on her attackers who left her for dead. So it's, you know, essentially an absolute remake. <laughs> guys. Guys. What? This Just, movie looks like shit. Why does it have no color? Why would someone go on vacation to a shithole like that to write in the middle of shithole nowhere? Makes no sense. See, that's the thing I always thought about this movie, too, which is interesting because, you know, I don't know if it's just the rednecks in the first film, but they're like, oh, man, you know, that's fancy, fancy kind of thing over there. And, you know, it didn't seem like it was that bad. The, the you know, the cabin that she's staying doesn't seem overly that bad. But this one, like, she, you know, for a writer... I mean, I guess she's not like super, super famous at the time and shit like that. She's trying to make her shit, but that just seems wrong. Well, like, the whole place is drained of color. I don't know. Why like does Paul hole. Sheldon go right in a depressing ass winter cabin? Because that's his own cabin. I don't know. Like, no, it's not. No, his, he rents that cabin. I, I'm not talking about the cabin. I'm just talking about this whole area. Everything is it's drained like of color. Blurry. It looks like a trailer park cesspool. Well, There's no it, way you go to vacation <laughs> to write somewhere like that. It's just also it the depends what you're color. writing, right? Well, I, you're right. It also depends. It, lack, it lacks the natural quality of the first one, which makes it work. Because if you go somewhere beautiful and something horrible happens to you in that beautiful area, it's it's unexpected. It's broad daylight. If you go to a shithole place like this, you expect a shithole thing to happen. Yeah, it shows it's me like, the director doesn't understand the fucking first movie it's it must do something different it's but it doesn't work it's, it's almost like going yes. into the ghetto to, to get away and yeah. right you know yeah Here, sure. here's the thing it, it, it's perspective though because uh, what you're right that that effect does happen in the original but the the effect that happened for me in this one was it just felt depressing from the gate and that's a di- although whether it's more or less effective that's an argument but it just has a different effect for me. It doesn't work for me at all. But it might work for somebody else. It works. It's just for, not it, something I like. I, I, I completely get where you're coming from. But for me, it's like I, I was 
the, this one was like maybe the most depressing one for me. Um, and that's just because of, of how gloomy everything is. It's supposed to be like Swampland, too, which is weird. Why, does it, why does it feel depressing from the beginning just because of the tone? Or is it, it because like it's the color shades? It's all like no gray. Color. Everything's gray. Yeah, yeah. So it gives that appeal that it's already downbeat and stuff. But is, is it because yeah. it actually has a score to it? Which this is where the, the movie kind of loses it for myself. It has this kind of like modern, dramatic kind of fucking piano score through through it that just, it, it, it's, you know, it just makes it feel modern. But it loses its that uh, yeah. that kind of realism, that grittiness to it and stuff. I kind of like it. Never bought one thing in this movie. Never believed one character. There's no it's the, finesse. It's the first There's thing. No I subtlety. Yeah. Nothing for me. But I, bought, I don't think I it's a poorly the, made movie. I, I bought I bought a lot of it. Honestly, it worked for me. Uh, I think that the lead is ha, really has like a sort of um, she like goes for it in her performance a little bit. I thought that she did a really good job. Um, I think that the acting is a little rough. Um, it 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 feels. It's it's not casted the best, um, which does hurt the film a little bit. I think that my least favorite aspect of the entire movie is the f- the little camera that they use to tell uh, the story. The I hated shit. that thing. I hated that. It just was like okay. It's so the movie. That's one of my yeah. biggest complaints with this movie. That you know, again, if you're, I understand they're trying to make it's a remake. You're trying to do something else, but you know, the beauty of the original film is that it's like straight exploitive. You know, this one tries to be exploitive to a point, but it also tries to be like a daunting modern horror movie too. With you know that voyeurism and and you know how she's fucking you know calculating and seeking them out it almost turns to like pov shots and things like that it turns itself into like more of a horror film and, and they they try to get a little bit more in depth with that into the story which i don't think actually works and that's what i, I was think going with the camera thing it comes off so cliche and of the time of course you know what yeah. i mean yeah, it's annoying they're trying and, to make, they're trying to make it a horror like, film yeah. like a voyeur is a voyeur pervert because you know he's different and it's like definitely trying to do that voyeurism the male gaze i think they're trying to make a statement on that yeah it doesn't work it's yeah. just distracting it's, it's because stupid. you can't buy into it because the, these characters yeah. are so fucking stupid too. It's They're ridiculous. fake too. It, they don't seem real. Terrible. I never buy any of them. They don't seem I, right. They all like, seem, seem like, I, I buy a little bit of them. I don't know. That maybe, dude wearing maybe, his bandana um, is horrible. Is the only character I buy slightly. The, the only dude that I think doesn't fit for me is that I like I I think the um you know the, I think the lead one is all right and I think yeah, Johnny that the, is better than the Yeah, rest. Johnny's good. I think that the uh little side dude is okay but i don't like the fatter one with the bandana yeah the voyeur i think his costume seems forced it seems forced it doesn't feel feel real these guys are not rednecks they don't know what a redneck is they've never been around a redneck yeah none of them and the sheriff is a fucking he's from like maybe he's uk too and i Sheriff should have been played by Michael Rooker. The cast. I, I thought there's even like points Michael in this too where I I was like, you know, he's really trying to show the viewer like, you know, these are real rednecks and this is what rednecks do and shit like that. And they're kind of pressing that fact with scenes like, you know, when they're playing the fish baseball bat game where they take this fish and they beat it up and like, oh, the eyeball didn't come out, so that's not a home run kind of thing. And I'm like, really, is this really what rednecks do? They beat fish with baseball bats and play baseball that way. Twenty five, thirty year old guys don't do that. Which is bad. Bad I know, but people. we already but we're, bad writing. I know, but we're already we already know that these rednecks. It, it feels like they're just trying to well, exploit that even more. Like we've seen the film and we've know about I spit on your grave. But no, 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 no I'm not. Um, I'm not even talking about that. I'm talking about just showing that these are redneck type people. 
in general. I'm not comparing it to the first film. No, I don't think that necessarily the killing of the fish means they're redneck. I just think it means they don't care for life. No, I'm not talking yeah, specifically they don't value about your life. I'm just, I'm just showing like what they do in their everyday life. It's not just about killing the fish. I'm just like, oh, this is what they're doing. They're hanging out, being scumbags, fucking, you know, just hitting up fish and shit like that. And it's just that whole scene. It's just like, it's, it's like, you know, it's like when a, a director's making a film these days that's set in the 80s and it you know, keeps fucking reminding you that it's set in the eighties every five minutes with songs and like there's no subtlety. In this. There's, no, there's subtlety. no subtlety at all. That right there showed me that there's no subtlety. I don't think I'm there needs like, to be. I do. I do. I think See, there needs I to be. Too, the setups man. are so obvious. The yes. setups are so obvious. And all the forced. lines are said like the whole hey, horse, me... the horse thing that doesn't work either. It's like horse, horse, horse. I thought it, hey, I thought horse. It. I don't think it works. I think it's for, I, I thought it worked for this movie. Here's the thing about this movie. And I, I knew that you guys didn't like it and stuff, but um, I had never seen it before, and I actually really like this movie. But here's the thing, I, and I'm not saying you guys are doing this, but because it's so fresh in your mind, it like you cannot go into this movie thinking about the original at all because it's it's not the same. It's this one's much more exploitive, and it's much more of like a sequel esque type movie. But and it's not as high. It's not as well done. But as got the same a, name on it. I'm gonna go into it comparing it. If I buy a okay. bag of bread and I buy another bag of bread, so you are so you are actually it. comparing it. Then I didn't yeah. think you were. I thought I thought you were, I'm comparing it uh, to the time it was made, and it's it's a poorly updated version. The other one seems timeless, even though this one doesn't. Yeah, and I, I agree that the this other would be one junk in timeless. ten years. I think this one feels like uh you know uh, of the of the time too the the 2010s or whatever. Um, I I think the acting's a little rough and stuff, but I think that it's pretty entertaining, honestly. Like, Holds brutality I, I really, over anything. That's all this movie cares about. That's all. And it that's cares fine. About. I I don't mind. Like for no no, that's not true because the rape is, is is very is 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 uncomfortable and and just as bad as yeah. Like, I said this movie only cares or, about brutality. That's all it cares about. Okay. It has nothing else to it. And yeah, that's why I some mean, people that's... like it because it's violent. And the, the torture, it's basically a torture. It's probably a, what they would no, consider a torture point. It is point. a torture point. Yeah, it is. Yeah. 100%. Um, but, you know, and, and that to me, I, there, I think there's a, a place for torture porn esque movies in the world. You know, I, I like some I, I don't of them. like torture porn. I just don't like this movie. <laughs> and, and I don't that... hate this movie either. I don't hate this movie. I'm not going to come in and give it like a two or anything. That's outrageous. Yeah. But it's just, well, I don't really think this one is straight torture porn i mean it definitely is trying to rely a little bit more on the shock value of gore and and you know that type of aspects but well, I think it does what moods wanted I, in the original and uh, amp up the revenge and i know that's not exactly what you meant you just meant like longer revenge like yeah, a longer period see, that, I, I knew that was going to get it brought up here and i'm glad you did because what i'm saying is yeah this one definitely kind of you know amps it up a little bit but uh at the same time it 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 does exactly what you know it turns itself into like a straight up like cliched horror film too it has this kind of stock element to it and shit like that and that's not what i was referring to in the first film at all it was just kind of making it just you know a little bit longer but this one has that kind of stock approach and it it, it just it loses that exploitive feel to me and turns into this kind it of cliched feels more horror film realistic it, it sure. does yeah. it feels yeah. if it loses that aspect of it and that's what i that's what loses me in this movie too it just it it starts to feel like, cause she disappears for so long in this film after the rape, right? She jumps mm-hmm. off the bridge and then it starts out these subplots with the, with the, with the sheriff and stuff like that. And she literally is off screen for half an hour in this film while we follow these characters and all these dumb characters figure out these ways of, you know, finding her and, and all this shit kind of, but then it, it starts this kind of stock element to it and it turns into this like really cliche type of horror film. I'm just like, ah, oh, for fuck's sakes, man. Dude. That's exactly what I did. Those cliche types of horror films. Is, That's that my you spend it's, it's, equal time. 
with them, it, with the rapist and and Jennifer Hills. Do you see those subtle moments where she goes to the church to beg for to to, to go to forgiveness because she knows what she's going to do? You don't spend time with Jennifer Hills, and this movie is so stupid. It actually yeah. makes you think that they're going to try to make it seem like Matthew might be the killer or something like that. Like, are you really going to try to fool me like that? Yeah. No, yeah. I, I don't. I think, think they I, I are suggesting that, that possibly. Were, um, you know, with I think the characters think that something's yeah, up yeah. with Matthew. Yeah, you're probably right about that. Stuff, you're right about but that. I don't think the audience has ever. I mean, the way that that scene's done, you know, it, I think it's pretty obvious. Yeah, I don't think the intentions there, but the way it's shot, though, it it does kind of give you that impression that something might not be right and shitty because they're they're you know they're showcasing that with the with the characters too, the antagonists and shit. But it's like. I don't know, man. I just don't like the way this one develops at all. I mean, it's not so bad up into the point where she jumps off the bridge. It's really not like the worst thing. It's not really shot the greatest. The acting is pretty bad, but, um, but up like, that's the point in the film where it's just like, Oh my, it loses me completely. It turns into something that, you know, it's very, it's of the times it's modern. It's losing that appeal of what you're remaking. And I think this is a great example of something you can compare because it's literally like a remake. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, the so, cop twist. Well, yeah, the you can definitely compare it. Get the it. fuck out of here with that generic fucking overused trope twist? of the cop being in it. The cops in on the rape. Every fucking movie where you go backwards, the cop is always a bad guy. He's got to be in on the rape. It's just like fucking exploitation 101. Like this dude never fucking had a uh, fucking um, creative thought in his life. Whoever wrote that. That's fucking some stupid shit with the cop. I like it. Yeah. I hate you, it. You know the thing with the cop that really pisses me uh, off? It doesn't man? seem that cliche for me that much because I guess I, I don't – I can't recall – a bunch of movies where it happened. A lot it, of cops. You can. I, I can't even. I just know it. I, I've been complaining about that twist for the last ten <laughs> years. That's why I like the Vengeance. I feel like it's happened more recently than than before this movie, though. No, no. I see twisted cops all the time. The cops you know, always in in the south. Of course, of course. That that's very cliche. But actually, the thing that really pisses me off with the cop in this film is is the point where you know everything's going to shit and they they got to start cleaning this up like hardcore. And the cop fucking kills the um, his hunting partner, and he says to him, he's like, "I need to I need to clean up these loose ends and stuff." I get that narrative wise, but it's absolutely fucking ridiculous because I think by killing his hunting partner, you're just creating more loose ends. Because everybody well, he knows kills him, you should just kill all the other rapists too and call it a day. But then you got to yeah, kill everybody I that, because I think that the kill in the hunt, hunter was probably one of the worst. It's stupid. It's stupid from the fact that like it's implied like these guys are hunting together. They're talking. Well, he already buddies. helped the situation. He already like tied that loose end when he told her that she like went home or or, or that something ha- you know whatever yeah. he told her and then the the hunt the hunter friends like sweet like like that means I won't have to give her a refund like you know exactly. And, and this I is, felt like he already handled that. It's he's actually for, the best actor the movie. Too. This is my biggest Tracy problem Walter, with that shit. Best actor. It, it's, it's so stupid that, because, I mean, that's where it goes back to this one just relying on, you know, straight up fucking gore and, you know, just the, you know, just that aspect of filmmaking. But like, Jesus Christ, man, like he fucking shoots him. And I'm like thinking to myself right away. I'm like, all you're doing is creating more loose ends because these guys are obvious friends. He's got. He must know people in the town and stuff. They know they're hunting together, and this guy That's gets shot with the shotgun. With. I'm like, this is so stupid. You would never fucking shoot that guy in that situation. It's ridiculous. It's absolutely poor writing. The narrative is so stupid at times. Ah, it's such. It's so frustrating like to watch. Too. Exactly. Shot there. Tracy exactly. Walter, Bob the Goon from Batman, right. and a bunch of and Young Guns too. He's in a slew of movies. I know that Good guy. That, that guy is great. But you Good know what actor. I'm saying. You know what I'm saying, guys. Like you know, with with shooting, I'm like. It's just, it's such a dumb thing to do in the movie, man. It's poor writing, but 
Yeah, I mean it's it's a body. It's for the body count. Oh, 100 um, percent. I, I think that I think that it's probably the thing that I I thought was most um annoying egregious was that scene. It just felt like ah, that feels like just purely for body count. Um, I know like some of the stuff that I liked, um, is I actually think that the the rape was pretty powerful in this one too. Um, it's nice. It shot it shot pretty well. And then like there was a line she said something like that she's sore. Like she and says it just, that in the original just, too. I know, but in this one, it just it it, it 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 like it actually like killed me inside. I just was like felt I like felt it. You know what I mean? I I might have missed it in the first one. I know that she you says said it, it to in Stanley. The last I'm yeah, sore. I, oh I'll, yeah, and then I'll the, give you a hand job. I'm sore. Yeah, yeah. It'll be and, good. But yeah. this one, it, and then he's like, "I'm an ass man," and it's just it like killed my soul a little. That bit. part is effective. I'm not gonna lie. That part's real nasty. It, it's you know, actually, actually that's, that's not the even the part that. Part of the movie. That's actually not. It's actually after he fucking thought of my like. You can see, you know, her. She's kind of bleeding out her ass and shit like that. Like yeah, and then she passes out and she she gets up and and or she wakes up and she's like being raped by a different dude and it's like it's it, it's just really effective for me i know that this one isn't is like cr- like film filmmaking crafted you know what i mean mm-hmm. um but it still is just it's it still is an effective film for me it, it punched me in the stomach it's it, crazy too because ma- the rape in the scene in this film is like really sh- it's only like the actual rape scenes are only like five six seven minutes long in time but they fuck with her for so long in this too right it's kind of interesting i don't like how it unfolds it's weird it unfolds i I don't like the order the way it unfolds jennifer hills seems too weak she doesn't seem like the powerful feminist like the original jennifer hills did she's not like she doesn't i don't like that i mean i get that i get that she definitely isn't yeah but like not every girl is powerful you know what i mean what's the story they originally told is i don't know i know but that's not that's a different movie yeah yeah not sort of i just don't like the order they unfold it with i I mean with matthew coming for i think that it's more effective in the original and it is more it is more effective in the original the way that it was done but i don't want to see the same exact i don't want to see you know what i mean um i'm okay with i I think the reason that i like this one is that it it isn't it isn't trying to replicate what that one was and because it would have been a fail for me and i think that this one's its own thing it's more exploitive it's more uh modernized and more uh you think this one's more exploitive see i i don't think it is i think this one's way more of like a like a standardized horror film stuff it's yeah like it's the violence violence. for sure yeah in terms of violence yeah i can see that yeah that's what i meant like the whole like the way that it's like almost saw ask traps, you know, with the the way that the, the fish eye, the fish hooks, and, the, and, and, <laughs> and it's ridiculous, looks hilarious, and completely by the way. unrealistic, and over the top, and over the top. But I loved it. I was just like, these are some great, 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 uh, like kill things. And that's where it comes for me with separating the original film from this one. It's about like I feel like almost if if this film did not have the "I Spit on Your Grave" title, it would have been perceived a little bit better because people would have watched it as just another horror film that is that that is just this exploitive violent film well that's and, a, i i don't really like that argument man because there's there's remakes and shit like that that i really enjoy and you at the end of the day you have a hard time separating yourself from you know the actual comparison of the original to the remake and stuff i just i just don't think this one's done well on this level at all and honestly, man, some some of the kills, man, are actually like the CG and shit that's involved. I mean, looks like shit. It does some really look like shit. A little bit, man. a little bit. I, I I wouldn't say shit. 
The crows are shit. That's the crow scene shit. is Everything else brutal, looks all right. man. The crow, the crow, the crow. But it's the okay. You're right. The actual visual that you see, but because of like what's happening, like I can fill in the rest in my head, and it makes me like uncomfortable. Mm. You know what I mean? Well, um, I won't lie. I mean, everybody that knows me knows I have this crazy fucking like. I hate eye horror. You know, which is ironic because Fulci's but you my love it director. because you hate it, right? I, and that's the thing; it gets me every time. But in this one, I'm just like, yeah, I don't know, man. I think it's because of just the way it plays out. Like the CG effect on it is pretty, pretty bad. But just the idea of having yeah, pros pick out your ideas, you. the idea is pretty fucking nasty because it's so prolonged too. Because you know, she fucking ties this guy up and goes and does some other shit and comes back, and you know, like <laughs> it's fucking brutal, man. Kind that of prolongs one was it. really brutal, dude. That yeah. that I heard about that scene, I. So it was hyped for me and I still thought it delivered just what, because Andy it's stuff? such a awful thing. It's like horrible. I don't even know. I could, I couldn't even stick a uh, fish hook through someone's oh. eye. Oh, you it's mean just... uh, Stanley. He's Stanley in this one. The fat guy. What? Which guy are you talking about? Stanley. Stanley's death. Right? Oh, I just said I couldn't stick a fish yeah. hook through. Yeah. Yeah. That was Stanley. Yeah. yeah. Um, but Okay, so I, I see where you guys are coming from. I agree with mo- I actually agree with like all of your points where it's not not as good, you know, and it's and it's and it's, uh, you know, modernized and it looks fucking shitty, it, it, like in that, like predictable too, very predictable. It's predictable. Every but line is predictable. I don't. She's know a little girl. So she's an innocent girl. So was I. Come on. Everything feels like a one line above an Arnold Schwarzenegger one liner, and it doesn't have the fun uh, of a, a Schwarzenegger movie either. And the acting's so poor. Everything has. It doesn't have finesse. It's I never not, believed one of these characters. The acting is is not like so. It's, it's so. I, I the only person There's, I truly had a problem with was the fat dude. But yeah, it, it's lower class acting. But I don't think don't it's fit. so. Poorly cast. Maybe I'll say poorly cast because I do think the performances are dedicated. I don't think they're lazy performances. I don't think these people are like, I'm going to phone this in. I think they're poorly cast and they, the director probably didn't give them. I think it's more of a direction part because some of these actors you see in other things and they're good. And I even think that um, Sarah Butler from this movie is good in the third movie. And I, I know that's going to be good crazy. in this one. I don't, I, I don't, what, I never what don't her. you like about her performance in this one? Just didn't buy her. Didn't believe her. I didn't feel like she was strong, and I just never bought she's, it. She's. I mean, I don't think uh, this one's a little bit different to where I don't think it's like the the other one. Camille Keaton's strong the whole time. Like she is a strong woman. And I, I think, think she this one is more. I think this one is more about someone who's beat down so bad and wasn't strong, and then finds strength to get revenge. I think That's everybody's what, overacting and screaming way too fucking much. <laughs> um, I, I like I the little bit the of the scrambling that's happening after like because we didn't get that one in the first one where the the people didn't know that each other were dying or anything like that and like they didn't know something was wrong other than just that they nobody reported it yet they're definitely <laughs> but, more connected in society than that other one they were way more separate and rule they had to kind of do that in this one you know yeah, and I like that. What like they like th- the one thing I liked about the camera, which I hated everything about it, except for the fact that she like delivers the tape, and it's like yeah. then you get to see this moment where they start scrambling, and that was kind of a different angle that was was cool was to just see them, you know, uh, worry about her. Like it made her like seem scary all of a sudden. Like they're scared of her all of a sudden, which you didn't get in the original. They're never scared of her until even when they're dying they're kind of not scared of her you know what i mean they're just scared that they're in in trouble in trouble but like this one they start almost like 
being scared of of what's going to happen you know um but yeah i mean i i clearly like this one a lot more than you guys like a lot more so uh, if you guys have anything else on it i don't know i did kind of buy johnny i did kind of buy him he reminded me a bit of like i used to be like the high school quarterback but now I'm just a loser that works at a gas station, and I'm kind of angry about it. Yeah, it, well, the, you he, see he just that has really bad play. lines. <laughs> you see that come into play when they're basically say like, "You couldn't get that, that girl," and he's like, "Bullshit, yeah. I could get that girl." Like you get it, a sense that like he's gotten all the hot girls. Yeah, whatever. Stanley and Andy would have never like they did, had a different dichotomy in this than they did in the original. Yeah, so this uh, one's more. Like, this one's more about like proving their manhood kind of thing too going on here. With well, so is the other one, I think. Well, yeah, you're right. That that it is that too. Um, but yeah, that one, front, that one, they though. set out to sort of get um, Matthew laid, and this one, I don't know, it, it kind of too, I guess. But uh, yeah, it, <laughs> do you guys have? Uh, what was you gonna say? Any of you guys? Oh, his line in the beginning. I got to check under your hood line. Jesus, man. Oh, dude, I love that because she's like, you know, she's like, well, yeah. And she calls him on it because it probably did work on like small town folk like he's dealing with. But this girl from New York City, not so much. (laughs) I don't I don't like how they don't spend time with her after the rape. I feel like that was very important in the original to see how fucked up she was and see how she handled herself. Yeah, we definitely we spend time with them, which is yeah, I don't why that, I don't want to see that fuckers. That was my biggest one of my biggest complaints of this is when you know she jumps off the bridge, yeah. she disappears for half an hour, and then we get all these yeah. subplots and we get to follow these really really horrible antagonists and shit and, and all that kind of subplot shit like that, and then it just kind of t- it just takes this angle where I don't really it's like to give her like this Batman type mystique to but it her, almost turns right? her where into like, like it almost turns her in it feels like she's coming out of the woodworks like a fucking Jason or a fucking you know, yeah, some kind of that's what, killer. It, that's what it that's it, what it feels it, like it really does and actually one of the one of the moments in the film where I really just it's this whole cell phone thing again you know like you know at the beginning of the film you know like her cell phone gets all fucked up because you know she spills some Drop shit it. and drops yeah. it in the fucking thing and I'm just like ah it's these tropey things that just kind of dumb down these films even more for, my, for myself and shit I just I hate that whole like oh fuck her phone's broke I guess she can't call the cops yeah. kind of thing you know it's like and it's pretty you know, you know, even though she at this point, is yeah, but never here's go- the thing about that, right? You have in modern films, I almost like just don't even care about the cell phone thing anymore because you have to get rid of the cell phone. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's just like, it's cl- It's always going to come off cliche. It's all, Oh, you broke your cell phone. Oh, it doesn't have service. Oh, you dropped it. Oh, it br- like it's, well, what are you going to do? There's no perfect answer but to get I, rid I of. Know, cell I, well, th- there is better ways of doing it. I mean, I see her as kind of a, you know, she seems like she's pretty intelligent. She's a writer. You know, she should know better. I mean, just her simply getting her phone wet by that. I mean, I understand accidents happen and stuff like that. I just think there's a more effective way. You know, maybe one of the guys getting the phone and completely smashing it. You smashing know, it. Getting yeah, rid yeah. of it that way. Like, you know, where it's out of her Why is reach. That out more of, because it like, just worked. Because it makes it it makes her look like a dumbass. It really does. It, it kind showed of, her. It, it make it dumps down. It showed up right away. Bit. If they she had this cell she phone, she didn't have a chance to call the cops. Yeah, and if she and if she's reaching for it and whatever, they grab the fucking phone, smashing like "fuck you, bitch." You're not doing that, and it would actually kind of justify it a little bit more. But she, you know, or Matthew stole it when he showed up. He, he stole it because he wanted to look at her pictures or something. I just I don't like. It's, I just feel it like all that comes phone, off just the same cliche to me, man. <laughs> I just I see. I I see it completely different. I just see it as you know you know it just shows her being dumb you know i'm like i mean but that dude, have you ever dropped your phone, phone and broke phone. it yeah but i'm dumb 
I've done it. You know, actually, one time, okay, one time, point. one time, I was literally talking on an important call. This is how fucking stupid I am sometimes. This is like way back in early two thousands. I'm talking on my cell phone, brushing my teeth, talking on an important call. Like, who brushes their fucking teeth? I think I was running out of the house. It was whatever one of those days. I dropped it in the sink with the with the water running. Killed my phone. Done. I'm like, fuck. You know, like I didn't even have a house phone in those days. So yeah, people do stupid things. But again, you know, I feel like she's smarter I than I am. That. She's, she's a writer. She's smarter and shit like that. But I don't know, man. I just feel like it just kind of dumbs down the character in this, in this narrative. Like she's supposed to be intelligent, but doing stupid things like that. I feel like if she had a t- had that cell phone taken out of her, out of her, um, you know, out of her hands and disposed of out of her own will kind of thing. It would have been a little bit different for me too, but it's just those tropes, man. It's just a lot of things about this movie that drive me fucking nuts. I don't see her going here. This place doesn't seem that isolated. It's it's so gross and gloomy of an area. I just don't see anybody going here in an isolated area like this. Yeah, but uh, it, 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 it could be gloomy because of the weather. Like you don't plan you know, the weather the, to be gloomy. Yeah, the, I don't the, know who would ever want to make a movie look like this. It's a waste of my fucking time. Is um, I like it. They make it for me, for people like me who like movies that look like this. Or um, looks like shit. It's supposed to, so yes, you're correct. Yeah, but it looks like shit. Even when good, when movies look like well, that's col- the drained of color and sad. Yeah, it's just it's a it's a product of its time. It's very cliche, and it just looks awful. And I don't want to watch it. Like yeah. there's there's ways to do this better. And this is the original just film bad. was just being shot and, and turned out the way it was, kind of thing. But I mean, yeah, film looks excellent. That's here, the problem. you know, I mean, you're shooting it, but you're also you're color correcting it to that. You know, you're you're putting those filters on it to make it look like that and shit like that. So. And it's all the same. There's no color between the colors. Like, you know what I mean? There's nothing. Yeah, it's all gray and it doesn't like, work for me. Like 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 light green. <laughs> and yeah, I like I like that stuff. It doesn't feel like nature. Like, it feels like we're in an industrial park. She's from New York. Yeah. And she she goes to this remote or this kind of isolated quote unquote area in like Louisiana. I'm like at least in the first film made made sense. Like they went she went to what, Connecticut, right? Which is, you know, seems like a lot closer. Seems a little bit more viable to do something like that. Considering you're probably low budget if you're, you know, your company you're working for is taking you there or paying for that shit. Why? I don't know, man. I just, I thought the location was like, oh my God. <laughs> Does it even look like Louisiana? I- no, not at all. <laughs> no, that's, like, I'm just like, like. If they didn't mention and show like some little bit of swampland and yeah. mention gators. <laughs> like I would have been like. It's funny because they don't even mention did. that it is Louisiana in the film. You actually have to see it on license plates and shit. So, oh really? I didn't. Know that. Yeah, it's never actually mentioned as Louisiana. <laughs> well, I actually noticed on the, I noticed on the plate, and I think it's written somewhere else in the film too. That I noticed, and I was like, "Oh, so it is down in the south." I was like, "Okay, yeah." Let's uh, just say the script's about as bright as the fucking movie. <laughs> All right, ratings. <laughs> really, right? <laughs> Who's first? Uh, I am. Um, I spit in the grave. I mean, I pretty much said my my piece on this one, man. I just, man, I don't know, man. This one is just, it's just dismal to me man uh i i just don't like the direction the direction is the major major problem in this movie like yeah it doesn't look great the acting's not that great i actually it just loses i don't know man it loses all of that original charm you know having this fucking downbeat stupid piano fucking score in it and shit like that i can't stand that but it's 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 the middle part of the film dude that it turns itself into something that you know it's trying to be this product of like you know straight up kind of stock and slash kind of horror films and shit. And I think it just loses its focus on what it's really should be trying to do. Um, 
you know, some of the, the revenge is pretty decent in this. I, I actually don't mind the idea she kills these people in the way that they violated her. I mean, that was kind of a product of the first one, too, a little bit. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the end shotgun in the ass is pretty brutal, <laughs> I will say. But all, yeah. that whole scene, I still have a problem with, too. I don't like the fact that, you know, we're shown that she kills off fucking uh, Matthew. Um or what's his name? Is he, is that his name in the, yeah, yeah, Matt, yeah, Matthew's this little guy. Okay. And, uh, you know, we're showing that, you know, she kills him off, but she actually doesn't kill him off. And, you know, she uses him as like basically a prop to, you know, to pull the trigger on the shotgun shoved up a, a fucking asshole kind of thing. When were we shown that she kills him off? She strangles him. She strangles him and it cuts off. It, it implies that she kills him. We don't know. I, when... I, I, I mean, I've been choked out before and I didn't die in that yeah, scene. You don't think that she, it you don't think that that was implied that he was supposed to die? Well, it was it, a it, swerve to, for the audience, <clears throat> but it's what, not impossible to choke someone out. And no, I'm just die. saying, but I'm just, I'm, that's what I don't like about the, because it does imply that she killed him. And I thought they were kind of doing it elegantly. Oh, she's going to do it by hand instead of stringing him up on a rope in the original film, which I thought was kind of an issue. But, you know, so at this point, like we are thinking the entire film he's dead, but then there's this twist where he's actually not, and he's used as a prop, you know, but which is like, I don't know, man. It's like saw like it doesn't. It doesn't. It's going into that saw. It, it is it, exactly it, what I'm leading toward. It's kind of like that, you know, the cat and mouse kind of fucking, you know, kind of saw playing games type thing. And I'm just like, really, like y- you fucked him in the ass with a shotgun. Do you need to go the extra length to have this guy wake up and and possibly, you know, jump towards the the sheriff to pull the trigger kind of thing? I mean, everything has to work out. It's just it's it was saw, completely it's, unnecessary. It's saw. It's unnecessary. It's ridiculous. I think it would have been a lot more effective if she had just fucked him in the ass with the gun and then just you know pulled the trigger kind of thing. It's I agree with that. Right. So I mean, yeah, I d- I'm not a huge fan of like the contraption thing. But that's the thing, right? I mean, the whole revenge is prolonged in this, but it it turns into like the saw s kind of like stock and slash saw thing that pretty much everything that was popular at the times, you know, it was incorporated into this movie, which I just I didn't have a like for it. I mean, I don't think this is the worst shit I've ever seen. I, I don't think it's, you know, it's great by any means, but um, I don't know. I just have a lot of issues with this fucking movie, man. Uh, I'm going to come in at a five and a half out of ten. Is that my next? <clears throat> yep. That's fucked up because I have the same exact rating. I want. I was anywhere a five <laughs> to a six and I came at five and a half. It's not, it's, it's not like the worst movie ever made. It's just obviously not for me. None of it works, and I have a real problem with movies that take themselves seriously when I don't buy anything happening in it, and I think everybody acts incorrectly. And it doesn't have the things I like about the first one, and I know I shouldn't compare them, but I can't help but compare them because no, they have the same name and they have so many similarities. It's and, not and, that you shouldn't compare them. Like It's okay to like, compare movies. I'm just saying that it doesn't it's going to make you like this one less. Yeah. I just, I can't, I can't like it. I just, I don't think the director got the original and I think that he thinks he does, but I don't also, think he's another thing he in here. I, I think that, I mean, if you were going to remake, I spin on your grave, you better goddamn understand the original at the very least to know what to do differently. And if he doesn't know what, if he thinks he understands it, he doesn't. And if he doesn't think he understands what? it, then he sure as a hell is a fucking asshole for saying he'd direct the remake. What? But, okay. and, uh, Wait, here's but the Andy, Andy also, I want to shout out to Derek. He pointed out that that is Joey from <laughs> Nightmare Elm Street 3 and 4. I didn't register that until after. Seriously? Yeah, that's the guy who gets killed in the waterbed in part four. Talk about a wet dream. And who does he play in this one? Andy, the guy who gets the lie in the bathtub. That's crazy. Oh, yeah. Dude. Fuck, I knew that too, man. <clears throat> it that's, blew my mind. I totally Sorry, knew. Folks. Yeah, I think Derek had said that to me once. I actually, yeah, that's crazy. I didn't think about it until you said it, but yeah, that's Look, crazy. You can, 
you can get the original film and just be like, I get it. It's cool. I'm going to do something that I want to do. Yeah, but I don't think he got the original. But why not? I, I just I, think, I think he, he incorporated everything that, that was saw anything. I think he incorporated everything that was popular <laughs> at the time. You're insulting this guy's intelligence. <laughs> I think he just incorporated everything that was popular at the time and put it into this film. And just, I, I, I truly believe that he just didn't really get the original one and just I mean, did this, what this was expected of him man. for the he's time. For That's hire. what I was going to say. Look at, his, his, look at his filmography. He's a gun for yeah. hire, man. Well, that's he's exactly proving my point. That he just put everything that was popular at the time into this film and and made I spit on your grave too, or I spit on your grave, and you know just just rolled with it man just put that popular shit in there like i mean he this, is, this is saw he turns into fucking saw like, he didn't understand the stuff that was in he just put in brutality he covered he's like they want a brutal movie i'll give them brutal that's all he got well, he, he did, got the he most barbaric write, he didn't write this film see so it's not even his fault like i'm saying the writer just put the most barbaric shit he could and okay. it feels like studio interference too yeah yeah see for me yeah, like i'm okay sure. with you know the the i don't i don't necessarily think that just because it's different that it wasn't got the original wasn't got i do agree that it's modern and 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 done just as like an exploitation type thing where they just pull what's popular at the time and, and kind of put it in there i just personally don't dislike that i actually do like a lot of the stuff that was going on at the time it's it's kind of a little bit nostalgic area for me much like the 80s might have been for you guys too um it's kind of when i started getting fully deep into horror and, and making videos and, and finding a community and stuff. So it's very good time for me. Um, I actually think this is a good movie. I, I don't think that it's a bad movie. I think that, um, I think it's really good. Actually. I just think that I, I agree though. I acknowledge the issues that you guys have. I just don't think they're as important as you guys do. Um, and I, you guys are probably gonna be like, what, but I'm giving it an eight out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not laughing at your rating. I'm just thinking. I was just yes, thinking. You are. I, no, I was just thinking back to the fucking time where I think. It, I mean, that's not as shocking. I thought you were going to come pretty high on this, but when you gave uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake ten out of ten, I was. I still think that's one of the most shocking moments in this fucking show history for myself. Dude, <laughs> you like so remakes. You are a remake. You love remakes. That's crazy. Right? Uh, no, TCM <clears throat> remakes better than this movie. Oh, I agree. I do agree. I I like. Uh, dude, honestly, I'm I actually expecting ten. It seems like a lot of people do like this one, though. Like from the comments I was seeing and stuff, where people were were seemed like pretty high on it. I like I'm seeing rewatch it because I, I I remember <laughs> being about probably a six when I first saw it. I didn't hate it and I didn't like it. Yeah, I think I, I might have fell. My friend fell asleep during it, and he he loves the original. We both loved it. He fell I, asleep during this one. I've never been high on this one. I, I remember when it first it's came also out, too checked long. it out, and I was too like, fucking Dang. long. Yeah, all these movies Isn't are too that... fucking long. It's an hour and forty eight minutes. And they don't um, have the scenes with Jennifer actually, after. The, actually, which is there's only one film in this series I felt like was long. <laughs> I know. It's actually, I I feel, the third you. one, I spent in a great part three in this remake series, is actually normal length. It's about 90 yeah. minutes, which feels... And the second... That one actually feels kind of long. There's a lot happening in that one. I Yeah, I, know, I don't know. That one kind of rips. But anyways, um, so 8 out of 10, did you say? <laughs> yeah. He keeps See, laughing. No, that was definitely like, I'm not laughing, laughing at you, but he's like, that so time. eight out of ten? <laughs> that was <laughs> that was definitely a laugh. I'm sorry, man. I, I always I always bitch you guys out for laughing at ratings, but I'm not yeah, getting mad. You're the one that No, I get I get fucking mad when when Jeremy says shit like, Oh, you're giving this movie this rating, this one the same rating. I'm like, dude, fucking stop saying it, they're not the same thing, man. I don't compare movies when I'm comparing ratings. It's fucking noise the shit out of me. I will let me say that this. That drives me nuts. It is a it's like a it. It's a, like a scary feeling when you know two people have like bashed the movie the whole time 
and don't like it and point yeah, out that, at, and they point out like actual valuable like <laughs> legit problems and then like you're sitting there like I was at an 8.5, but you're like scared to say it. I I said anything over a five is worth watching. I gave it a five and a half. No, but seriously, like I I was a little nervous to give that because it is a lot higher than you guys. And and like I said, you guys definitely pointed out issues that I agree with. Um, But yeah, I don't know. I just so old. That makes a difference. I I can just hear this right now. Andy's screaming. Screaming. He, you know he was not joking, right? I know like, he's he wasn't not, joking because like, I he actually him. loves this movie. I think if I you re- wanna, if you want torture kills, then uh, I guess it's for you. I think I remember him I mean, actually I talking like about. I, I do too. I think he might have done a ten best remakes or something. It was very, very high on his uh, top ten remakes list. So I knew that this he had is a love for not. This, film. this would not be in my top ten remakes for sure. Is this it is better our, than the last house remake? No, I like that one more. I haven't seen that one in a long that, time. That one, you I know give what? Like I'm not even going to comment on that one because I the only shit I ever remember from that movie is the fact that one of the girls lives in the microwave scene. It, it the microwave scene is horrible. Yeah, so like it, everything, I, but it happened. It's almost like a post credits thing. So <laughs> I spit doesn't yeah. puss out on the brutality, but that's all it no. has to offer. The yeah. last house does have some nuance. I remember well, the, the um, rapist. I remember he he feels like. I don't know, man. I haven't. I don't know if I like that very much either. I was so fucking mad. Like I've said this many times on the show. I was so pissed off when they made one of the, the one of the girls live in that. I was like, this is fucking bullshit, man. That was. And one then of the they things leave I'm, on a boat with the sun, like it's all okay. Yeah, like I, that's You're what I live love with about us now. Like it's fucking the Goonies with sloth. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I love about the original one, man. When you kill off yeah, your that main was, fucking that movie's a pussy. That your protagonist. A puss. It's such a downbeat shit. I love downbeat, but this one just it feels so Hollywood and polished to me that oh, we can't kill off both of the fucking protagonists. That would be just too hey. mean spirited. So we have to make one of them live and then have a, a pretty happy ending. It was I'm pretty like brutal uh, for a Hollywood film. Oh, they I remember. I remember when it came out. I was like, I can't well, I'm believe talking about not, this. I'm talking about not doing downbeat endings. Like, I mean, yeah, honestly, push, yeah, it's a push. It's a push shit, man. They, and and they cut out the best line in the original: "Blow your brains out, dude." That that fart's <laughs> fucked in the original. That's right, man. That's right, dude. And they fucking they're like, All no, right, he's we'll getting away with that the boat. for a, a remake versus a G show or something. All right, well. Let's uh, let's move this along. So that's uh, I spit in a grave from 2010. Someone did very bad things to you. Vengeance is mine. I will repay, says the Lord. What do you think this woman is capable of? Okay, so moving along into 2013 with I Spit on Your Grave, Part Two. Like we said before, directed by Stephen R. Monroe. We talked about him. Um, so this one actually is not starring uh, Sarah Butler. Sarah Butler from the first one because this one is kind of like just a sequel in name. It, it ha- really has its own kind of narrative to it. So, isn't it weird that this one is the sequel directed by the same guy? Yeah, I like, agree. Wouldn't you, well, is it weird that he it has the same kind of tone. It's way more tonally in line with the first I Spit than the third it I Spit. Definitely has the yeah, same yeah. tone. I always thought it was strange too because he didn't make a direct sequel to the his remake. He just did a one-off narrative kind of thing. But then someone else came through and did it, a direct sequel. So part part three is actually the sequel to his remake, not directed by him. If everyone's following, yeah. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so when Katie innocently accepts an offer to have new photos taken for her portfolio, the experience quickly turns into a nightmare of rape, torture, and kidnapping. Now. 
she will have she will have the <laughs> this is worded so bad it's, it's actually wrongly written will she have to find the strength to to build her exact and brutal revenge yeah it's not how it's worded but yeah it's fucked up they missed out words but anyways yeah <clears throat> this is called seasoning house too isn't it uh no this movie i think is called i spit on your grave part two aka i spit on your hostel I spit on your hostel. It's seasoning house. I spit on your hostel seasoning house. I spit on your seasoning right? house. This movie. It's weird that it would have hostile influences so much later. Yeah. Right? This guy's behind the curve. This is so <laughs> bizarre because this movie is, it, it just 100% feels like you're watching a hostile type film because this one turns into pretty much torture porn, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's, the, the most it's part a, of it's the, a fucking exercise in disgust. That's you know, what I wrote. They utilize these me sick. Eastern European see, that countries. That want to see it. And and then that actually brings to me to one of the first things about this movie that I just I, I just cannot explain. Like, but anyways, we'll give a little bit of setup. Okay, so our main character here, um, Katie. Yeah, she's an aspiring model and stuff, and she uh, is approached by I think. Does she call up the agency or does she approach or does the girl approach her about? No, she's. I think she's already in involved in so it. she and knows the girl that she's having lunch with at, at, at yeah. in the beginning okay so anyways this specific girl um basically tells her that you know she knows that these guys that can do some professional photos for you you know for cheap or even free kind of thing and uh you know set up your portfolio so you can you know advance your kind of career and shit like that of course she accepts which you know right there is like ah oh, man you know like you're just gonna go to some dingy ass no place. no she switched it doesn't happen like that she tells her she needs portfolio pictures and she picks a random number off the billboard and then she calls and that's what happens so that girl didn't set her up she just grabbed a random yeah, number she 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 saw uh, uh, she just was like hitting hitting that yeah. people up, but, but still, um, she's no, gonna no, go I'm to not, a I'm ditchy not, random place. Yeah. No, no, I, I know, I, I, no, I'm not saying oh, that this girl. I'm not sorry. saying that this girl set her up. I'm just saying eventually when she picks the number and goes and gets these portfolio yeah, yeah, pictures yeah. done, she goes to this dingy ass place by yeah. herself. I mean, honestly, she doesn't know it's gonna be dingy, but she eventually does go to a place by herself. I mean, in that situation, man. You know, those situations can get, you know, kind of iffy and shit like that. I think you probably should have somebody with you to start out with. Yeah, I think that's a yeah. big mistake. I think it's a big fucking mistake to ever but do again, shit like that. though, nothing really happened to her. No, of course not. But, I mean, she was still put well, herself into a situation eventually that actually came back on her kind of thing, right? If, so, if she wouldn't have went, but, yeah, if she wouldn't have What's that? If she wouldn't have went, this wouldn't Well, if happened. she would have went with someone else, would have that have changed anything? Of course, because there would have been a witness. Maybe maybe they would have thought twice of going to her apartment because there was somebody else involved with that too, right? Do you, I mean, maybe. Right? Maybe. It's hard. E- to, it's e- in, yeah. You can't determine that. Even though, even though, and this is where, you know, <laughs> this shit is like ridiculous. So she goes. But again, again, like, let's say you honestly, like, I mean. When you when you're looking for somebody to do some wedding photos or something, you just hit them up, and you know it, it's possible that this person was a little naive and just was like, okay, like these people have cameras and stuff, they seem professional. I don't think anything's wrong with this. Um, but at the same time, you know, you have <laughs> like it, it's it's just the world we live in, dude. Like JP, they were foreign though. Yeah, oh, yeah, right? foreign. You gotta, you gotta so be yeah, that changes yeah. everything. But, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know, you wouldn't. I mean, it helps that we know what's going to happen, right? Like, yeah. we know as an audience what's going to happen. We've watched three I Spit on Your Grave films so far. Like, it. Yeah, it's not the smartest thing to go do things without you know strange meet strangers that you don't know by yourself. But can, that happens quite often. Yeah, I'm not going to hold that well, against the movie too it, much. It's just. Um, 
No, I, it's actually no, it's not even my biggest complaint at all. I'm just saying, like, it if, is if, stupid, if, if you're going to if you're going to get pictures done and you're going to a studio like on Broadway or something like that, it makes completely more sense to myself. But if you're going to an apartment, you know, out in this type of area and shit like that, I uh, think they're that, cheaper. Yeah, of course, but I mean, the the situation is, you know, you're compromising the situation a little bit. Um, but um, but anyway, she she does the right. That's thing. A, that's a life lesson from moods. If you like, don't do this, guys. <laughs> I just I just think moods loca- will take your pictures. For I, you. I just go think location. House. I just think location's a big di- deal. Like if you're gonna go to some kind of apartment, not really knowing, like it kind of in a shadiest fuck, shadiest right? area, but you go to. Well, you know, I, if- my friend when he went to go get his like weed card, like the story he describes of how shady that shit was, and how like mm-hmm. the, there was like people getting arrested in the alley and stuff, like. <laughs> this this yeah. story is hilarious but you're right it's it's yeah. super bad to right. once you see yeah as you probably turn around if it looks sketchy exactly exactly so yeah she gets in there and of course these these guys are like middle east uh from the middle east uh europe and shit like that and you know they're you know taking pictures of her and stuff and one of the guys kind of suggests that maybe you know take your top off and use topless shit she gets offended and she's like no i'm not here to take topless pictures and stuff like that so she leaves what a Righte- bitch. She righteously leaves I'm because obviously <laughs> at that point, you know, you're going to fucking get the fuck out of there. You're the only female. You got like three guys in there. So she goes home and there's this one guy. He's kind of like the sympathetic type of character. He shows up at her place to apologize for what happened at the studio. And he brings her the pictures and says, hey, no, I don't want anything in return. You know, here's the pictures. You could possibly use these for your portfolio because they are professionally done pictures. Here's the, Super creepy. Here's the, the creepy negative the and movie. stuff like that. And he even tells her, he's like, oh, yo, um, you know, we we deleted. Oh, no, he gives her he actually gives her the flash drive. It's not actually pictures because this is new age. This is modern. This is digital. Right. And um, he tells her that, you know, they erased all the pictures and stuff like that. Ultimately, he ends up breaking into her apartment later on and uh, fucking rapes her, calls up his brothers. They kills up, a friend of his, kills a friend of hers too. Yep. So he, yeah. So this friend fucking, just to be cruel. Yep. Tries to save her and stuff like that. This guy ends up getting killed. Yeah, that was actually pretty sad. I didn't expect yeah. that. The movie's mean as fuck. This it, is the, one of the meaner movies. It, it is. It is. Doing very, it. It's very. I mean, think it's fun. the meanest movie for sure. So <laughs> probably is. So all this shit goes down. And he gets the brothers, and uh, you know, ultimately they take turns on her. They rape the shit out of her and stuff, and then she fucking just wakes up. Now, this is the fucking problem I have with this, because in the beginning of the movie, it starts out that they're actually in New York. And after the rape scene, it literally shows her waking up in, you know, she's tied up in like this fucking basement kind of torture chamber. But now she's actually in Bolivia. Like, is it Bulgaria or Bolivia? Or no, in Bulgaria. 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 Bulgaria, It's not Bolivia. It's Bulgaria. So my first question is, how in the fuck did they get her there? Sex trafficking. But like, how do you coffin. do it? Do they I don't know. If we knew how, I, yeah, I don't they know. I don't know how they do it. But it is quite a problem, and uh, apparently that I've learned from. But a lot of uh, sex trafficking doesn't happen that far international, though, too. No, it does. It like I don't. What do you mean that far? New like, York, that far? New York to like to um, where? Well, are we? I know we apparently we had we have we're an area that has a lot of people who are abducted for sex trafficking. Unless I don't. You have your own, Toledo, unless you have your own bad too. Yeah, unless you have your own personal like planes, it's just really hard to to get that thing. You know, there's an indi- apparently there is an underground industry for stealing American women and 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 shipping them across overseas. Okay. I'll buy that. I'll buy oh, it. oh no, I, I completely get that and shit. I mean, it's, it's pretty, just I it just I don't know how they do it either. I I'm very curious. It would have been kind of cool to see how they did it, wouldn't it? Have actually thinking I'm, about it. Well, now yeah. that's what gets me thinking. I'm like, dude, because the operation doesn't seem like it's overly like 
world ginormously huge, right? It just seems like it's a smaller operation where they're bringing them in for themselves. I think that's an issue. And that's what I think the budget kind of holds this one back a little bit from from having like it just feels like it's a couple people who went and took this girl to their home. So that's why I questioned instead of being like an underground organization that they're gonna you know sell pimper out to. Yeah. Yeah, I think that that's a little bit of an issue with this one. I mean, it would have made a lot more sense if the cop in this was actually in on it and stuff. I understand that the one girl was. <laughs> but then if the cops were in on it, it could have been like it's this really kind of big organization. But to me, it seems like it's more of like an underground type, smaller, organi- um, you know, organized uh, sex trafficking sex trafficking uh, scheme that they have going. So I'm just kept wondering. I like, think how it's the supposed fuck to be bigger, this? but we just they don't show it. Cause of and they also took her because they could they didn't want to kill her and they would have had to or something like that. It's kind of weird. Yeah, yeah. they were kind of fucked up they're, a little bit. They, their like, reasonings were weird for that. Man. Yeah. It well, was, their brother raped her. So they yeah. should have just killed her. Honestly, I know well, that sounds shitty. Well, but. dude, they already escaped to fucking, you know, to uh, to Bol- to Bolivia anyways. Just stay there. Bulgaria. <laughs> yeah. To bo- yeah, to Bulgaria. Why the fuck do I keep getting left her there and then went home and just? That, that's my stay. point. If you're gonna, you know, rape her and then, you know, but then again, maybe back, they wanted to go back keep... to their lucrative photography business. Well, she's gonna wake up eventually. Well, that's all a front though. But that's she'll all call the... the police before they're gone. But that's all a front though. Sure. That that shit's all sure. a front anyways, right? So I mean, I just don't understand if you're gonna take her back to you know your home country. Um, and then just I, have your dad rape her. That's expensive rape, right? Like just kill her and, and go back to your home country. Like you're already fucking in a different country. Like you're getting away with it kind of thing. So I don't know. But I just maybe have, they, then they couldn't go back because maybe they would be like, like that's their business to go. Well, they said they, they weren't coming back business. anyways. No, but they, they literally said that anyway. they were. Did they really say that? Yes. Yeah. They're like, we can't go back after that. Oh, that's yeah. so stupid. Yeah. So um, no matter but, what happened, they weren't going back. So I was like, why the fuck didn't you just kill her? I don't know. It's stupid, but this way too fucking long. This one's also painful to watch, man. I don't know. This this yeah, one got to me a little bit more because it's like something about the dingy, her tied up. Like it has that girl next door. Getting raped by a junkie. Yeah. Yeah, dude. This one's literally like they have. So they, they dope her up on Special K, which is not the a dope that you really want to be doped up on. It's just it's, it, it's, it's disorienting. Tor- yeah. It's fucking straight up torture porn. This movie's it's fucking K. hostile, man. You know, with worse. Worse. Hostel at least has yeah. The Hostel has Hostel's pretty good. Like you get to see the inner the people like paying for it and stuff. It's kind of interesting. And it's definitely exactly that, exactly. That, exactly that's that a difference. Comment. This one is just <laughs> just straight up people coming in and doing nasty shit, and then you yep. know her breaking free. And and I might add, like when she actually does get free from the basement, like what the fuck, man? Like they, explain when to they me, bury so she's in the buried coffin? in the oh. dirt basement, and then that collapses into an underground cavern. So, but why the fuck? So, but they, but they lock her up in the, in like a different room at first. And then the shit, she ends up getting out of there. But I'm like, why the fuck at that point when you're done with letting people rape her and you're done with her and shit like that, why didn't they fucking just kill her then? Why would they lock her up in another room? Why be that mean? But like, it gives her the opportunity to break free, which she did again. It's just, wait, but go back a little bit. So I was confused on uh, I might have been interrupted during this part but they bury her alive that's how they're going to kill her right they should have shot her in the head and then buried her right? yeah but they, they're burying her alive right am I, to be am cruel which is that? weird because yeah. they don't even seem and, like they want to do it but it's still so allowed, when they bury but my, her but my point is it still allows her that opportunity to get out there they're just I know I understand they're being cruel and shit like that but it's just 
the way it goes down is like ridiculous because she gets out. It seems pretty easy after the sink collapses and shit. And then she's like in the underground, like eating dead rats and shit. And then she's like, like at a this ch- yeah, she's all of a sudden at this church Stealing from shit. a church. I'm yeah. like, the fuck is going that, This is crazy. And I remember watching this film so, when it came out. Is, and is that what happened sink- though? I'm the, yeah. the, the, she it, like the underground collapse. Like they don't know that she's like no. They happened. buried her in like a basement yeah. cellar and and the, okay. the concrete rebar I was and all that about, shit. Gameplay. I think I like missed something. I was like, because no, no. all I remember is them burying her, and then the next thing she's like in some underground like sewer thing. Yeah, because it. Kinda, and I was like, did I miss something? It like collapses or something. But my point is that they were done with her, and they're just going to be cruel to her by burying her in this thing. But then again, you know, it fucking gives her the opportunity to possibly get out because she's not dead, right? And what she does. I don't know how this shit. How does it even collapse, anyways? Does that, anybody? It it's well, uh, that's it's, it, it's <laughs> weakened. They dig pretty deep, like idiots, and there's like rebarb and shit. The concrete was probably all cracked. Yeah, right. I guess you just have to assume certain things in that situation. It's like, shithole countries, dude. <laughs> right? I guess, right? But it's just weird where it is because, like, where she collapsed, she's also in, like in this like tunnel area shit. And then survives off fucking rats and stuff. It's God like, saved her, dude. So God saved her. This one is across. 100% not... This is the least realistic out of all of them, but it's also... Yeah, I the, think part three is the least realistic. Yeah? Yeah, I don't know. This one... Okay, but I, I mean... Okay, so she ends up getting out of here and she escapes into the fucking streets and shit like that. And then... um, Actually, does she not escape twice in this? Yeah, she gets away one time, and then it's that bullshit where, like, I'm in on it. They're going back, like every other fucking movie in this would do. Yeah, exactly. If you thought you were getting away, well, I'm going to add 25 but fucking honestly, minutes to this that, movie. that scene where she's, like, in, like, figures out... Because we don't... I don't think we know as an audience that she's in another country, right? Not at like first. That, no. Not at first. Yeah, no, so maybe she's... that's why they... Maybe that's why they didn't show us go there, right? Because then we would know. And you don't get the cool punchline where she's like in the streets and she's like trying to speak asking English. for help and everybody's speaking like Belarusian. No, that's kind of a cool part. I, no, I love that part. I thought that part was really disorienting and uncomfortable. I Like just putting yourself in there, you have, you're like stripped down. You don't know where you are. You've been raped and, and drugged. And was drugged on special K, which is not like fucking weed or something. You know what I mean? And you're oh, like she's super – disoriented and then you got all these people who are speaking other languages you don't know if you're still high or what you yeah. know what i mean you like think you're that, like some weird russian district or some shit yeah it's super uncomfortable seeing that was for me because i get anxiety enough going places where i don't know people like if i just go to a random place by myself i got mad anxiety so uh, couple that with the fact that i've been raped and on drugs and you know i'm half naked like dude that is high stress environment right there <laughs> i actually forgot like one of the parts bang because like when she, when she fucking wakes up there like she has you know they rape her and shit like that but she escapes into the streets which is fine which is totally fine and of course that's when we find out that you know she's actually not in new york anymore she's you know in fucking did i say new mork new york and uh she's in uh um bulgaria okay and so this is where the movie like totally takes a shit for me hardcore 
because they the, the lady was in on I it. I hate that twist. So th- this is what I can't horrible. stand. So, so you figure out right away that she's not in New York. She gets picked up by the police, which is fine. This cop actually isn't in on it. So he takes her to the police station. He's trying to help her and stuff. And of course, this girl steps in and she's like, she's telling the story that she was abducted and raped and shit like that. And she's like, oh, I'm from this shelter and stuff. I'll take care of her and blah, blah, blah. So this girl actually has obviously direct contact with the police because they knew who she was because they wouldn't just let somebody in there and take her she away and stuff like that, right? Yeah. So she's telling all these like they obviously know who she is kind of thing but she's actually you know in on this whole shit so she ends up you know saying that she's going to take her to the uh the american embassy where she can you know sit on you know american ground and get back home and shit but of course she doesn't she takes her back to the place where she escaped and uh now it's like you know they do the same shit to her again where which leads into the the part where they end up you know burying her alive and then she gets away and then goes on her rampage and shit but I'm just like, I feel what? like those scenes make the audience like it's disrespectful to the audience because it's like, do you think we're like that dumb to where that feels right? I hate when they do that, man, where it's like it this person adds too long too to the runtime. No I just point. don't. I fucking hate it, though. I just hate how she walks in there and takes her right out of the hands. And then even later on in the film, the cops like, well, I thought it was helping her and shit. I'm like, did you not put two and two together that like she didn't end up at the embassy? Like, did you oh. not follow up on this shit, man? She went missing. Well, he did, again. and she she told her that she ran away. She said she ran out of the car. Yeah, I mean, I that that part doesn't bother me as much as the fact that this woman is involved and involved. You know what I mean? That she's involved with these people. Oh yeah, she does she say that she ran out of some, the car. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I hate that because it's like it's just too too convenient yeah. I, and. I, it's it really annoys me it, it really is man it really is so i mean and then we get more of the same you know she gets fucking tortured up a bunch of it's just nasty shit too man like this dude takes Makes his fucking sick. stun gun and he fucking starts stunning on her pussy and it's just a whole pile of just nasty torture and shit like that and then when she escapes that's when the shit is like completely crazy to me because you know she actually there is actually a chance where she has a total opportunity to you know actually get to um the embassy because she escapes like i said and you know and then she sees the embassy and then she's like fuck this i'm going on a fucking revenge i'm gonna do some revenge right now and i'm like oh my god yeah and the revenge is so gross too like i just don't like the toilet scene yeah i wanted to gag a lot during this movie i'm not gonna lie you want to gag I wanted to gag during it when I was watching it. Why didn't you do it? I did. I Who love that. in the uh, right mind ever parties at a club with bathrooms like that, by the way? That's just... I do. That is it, just well, nasty. Well, this is piss poor countries, dude. I know, but, fear, but but they, they they can have some type of hygiene. Like, I mean, the club looks nice inside. The no, fucking dude, bathrooms... No, foreigners are not allowed to have hygiene in movies. You know this. No, apparently. They, apparently. <laughs> you got to treat them like shit at every step of the way. <laughs> um no this one is like even more like exploitive and and it's like just not caring about narrative and just no being... it's got stupid I cliche still, things i there, still like it i don't care i actually I like it like better it. than the remake really <laughs> probably because it had no real connection to the first one so See, I was just that like, was my argument <laughs> yeah dude fucking literally has more balls than the first one <laughs> And the fucking this, line. Wait, which one has the split penis? Is that this one or the next? No, one? that's the third one. That's the next but one. But it's yeah. the crushed balls in the vice. It has more balls, literally. Oh. 
guys like it tight, right? <laughs> I laughed at I that. I mean, I will say, again, you know, this one is, it's a gore, it's a torture gore film, essentially what it is on both ends, you know, her being tortured and then her revenge is pretty fucking, it's just, it's actually filthy gross, like gaggable. I, I totally agree, man. <laughs> like disgusting like the fuck. toilet is absolutely vile shit man like the balls in the vice dude like that scene goes on for so long like she must have turned that thing like like eight or nine times i'm like jesus christ man this director loves to fucking torture us yeah it's just straight torture i mean this guy obviously was a fan of like saw films and shit because that's essentially what he did with these so i don't know man but it definitely does have the same atmosphere the same kind of tone as the first as the the remake for sure yeah, this one's nasty. It's 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 depressing too. It makes me sick. I, I don't hate it. I enjoyed my night of watching. Like I watched one of these every night. I thoroughly enjoyed this this experience. And I don't know what that says about me, but um, this one. I remember when I got to this one, I was just like, "Geez, we're going here. Like this is nasty." <laughs> you, know else, you know what else pisses me off about this movie? Like I get, you know, she goes after the. You know, I mean, you know, the brothers and shit like that ties them up and torches and stuff like that. But what it all comes down to is that the one person I think is the most vile person in the film fucking doesn't die. Yeah, I think I the payoff is so brutal in this because, you know, you live. I mean, the balls and all the shit that she's doing is, is great. And it's it, it's fine. But the bitch doesn't fucking die, man. The one that completely fucking set her up again, you know. That shit drives me fucking nuts. I don't know why he would even do that. Like, why would you put that into the into the story that she lives? Which I think which, the cops should have killed her. I think the cops should have killed her at the end. See, that's not satisfying at all. I, yeah, I don't like. I think that, I think I think some of the main because I mean she goes after you know the the sympathetic character and he has them tied up and she does all that crazy shit and she fucks the other guy up with the with the vice and the balls and stuff but then you know she puts that bitch into the into the box and locks it and shit like that but she never get a chance to kill her and so i'm just like oh my god it's just so unsatisfying to me man i mean you know she's went through all this shit man at least satisfy the viewer by having her get killed i mean if the cops had killed that would have been even worse to myself man i don't know i just don't i i really don't like the way that shit plays out at all fucking like honestly annoyed the living shit out of me i'm like no way no way At that time, I was probably happy the one hour, 48 minute runtime was coming to an end. Right. If you're going to run the movie an hour and 48 minutes, man, at least kill the bitch. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> give give me some fucking. Uh, I can't even remember what you're talking about. That's so end. weird. You know, the girl I, that brought her back from the, the police station. Yeah. Well, she, I don't remember what happened to her. She, nothing. She, she ends die. up, she ends up putting her in a box and then she doesn't die. She doesn't get a what, chance to kill it because the cop because the cop comes in and breaks it up. Oh dude, yeah, 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 dude. We just watched. Sorry, movies. I, I, dude, I want. They're running together. All of them okay. are running together. <laughs> but anyways, the point is, is that the cop busts that shit up and she doesn't get a chance to kill her. But I just the whole the way all that shit plays out is just horrendously bad. I just yeah, I just, that's I don't get that. That they should have buried her in the ground and you know, left her. One thing positive about this dude is he doesn't film the rape scenes in any sexualized way at all. They're really gross. Both movies. It's yeah. not sex. It's not. It's just. It's pure torture. It's 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 miserable. But it, it's mm-hmm. just torture, rape, and I'm just like, oh my god. Like I'm not getting anything out of this, man. Not like I'm trying to be aroused by watching rape films. You're anyways, me you but... didn't have your sandpaper handy. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, sandpaper <laughs> for a handy. I mean, that's maybe that's he's that's what he's expecting people to do. You know, 
jerk off with sandpaper while watching this fucking it's just guys holding devil horns up like fucking metal man fucking Dude, metal. Like... <laughs> uh, I, I was i was disappointed like honestly with the rape too i mean if you're gonna make this type of a gross out um uh violent gore film you know i mean i get it with the ass shit but i mean it's just more shit being shoved up dudes asses the kills I'm aren't, okay the, with it. The kills aren't even that creative. I mean, she tortures, you know, the balls are not bad, you know, but with, with she balls does, a great kill, but what she I does with the balls. other brother, you know, ties him up. And she, I, I mean, the boss. What? <laughs> I don't really think it's that great, man. I, honestly, it's, it's very disappointing. It's very disappointing. I mean, if you're going to take that route and I can accept it because this is, you know, it's its own narrative. You can do what you want and stuff, but I just don't think the payoff's that great in this at all. I'm good with it. I don't hate it. I don't but think I'll never it's watch it again. I will 100. I actually liked this a little bit more when I first saw it when it came out. This is only the second time I've ever seen it before, and I was like, I ah, thought you thoroughly liked this. I couldn't remember if it was this one or the third one you said that you liked before, but I couldn't. This was remember. the only first time watch for me. This was the only first time watch. Why'd you watch? Wait, really? Yeah. Wow. Why'd you skip? Why'd you watch three? Who gives a fuck? <laughs> felt like watching it one well, day when it came it's a, out. It's probably because it's a direct sequel to the first one. It bothers I thought it was me funny when I, when I watched three over two. I was like, because I don't really give a shit about this. Wait, wait, when you when you saw three over two, did you think that there was like another f- film no, with her I, in between? I knew two was like, I wonder what happened there. <laughs> I know two was unrelated. Oh, uh, okay. Um, I had it. And it didn't have her on the cover, so I was like, huh? Are we ready for the it didn't ha- I don't are any of these bitches the real bitches on the cover? I don't know. All the right, other one has um, a different girl though. I, I like this girl in the first. I like yeah, this girl the, better, I think, than the first one. Actually, I, I actually no, this think, girl really went for it too. I like her. Yeah, she's actually not bad in the film. That's definitely the one point I actually did like about the movie. I thought she was pretty good. I the think the casting of all the it's girls. Just the, are good. It's just the narrative. I think the highlight of all all of the films is the casting of the the lead female, um, over pretty much any other of the characters. I'm good to uh, rate this right as I'm up. Uh, yep. Yes, you are up. I think the acting's a little better than the remake in this all round. Maybe some, maybe some's a little worse, but uh, I don't hate it. Six out of ten. All right, um, I don't hate it, and I really like it. Uh, I, I think that it's different than the first one, the first remake, or the, the last one we talked about. But um, I hate, I hated the whole thing with the woman and the her being involved it's so lame i that that actually bumped a half point off for me right there um but i i like the i like how shitty this one made me feel and and just the atmosphere (laughs) of how shitty it is um like i i think dude just go drink a bunch of booze and get a nasty hangover you want to feel shitty man don't have a 12 pack of natty ice i spit on your hostel i'm like carly gets like things i'm weird too because like i like things that depress me and i do too but only I don't know. It makes me feel alive or something. I don't know. It's I weird. said the same thing to somebody yesterday. Really? <laughs> okay, you guys are fucking freaking me out right now, man. Stop. I said, this is fucked up, but I'm going to say it. I said sometimes, uh, I'm not going to say it. You guys are really honestly freaking me out right now. Like, this is fucking weird conversation. Because we're dead inside. Because we it's, grew up in fucking the Midwest. It's a miserable why. fucking place. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, 
movies that make me feel like shit, like I, I kind of dig them sometimes. And, and this one, you know, it's cause it's so fucking gross too. It's nasty. It's dirty. I was like, actually, this is like, how can, what, like, let, what can we do to make, like, I spit on your grave a little bit worse. It's like, <laughs> we'll cover it in shit. <laughs> and there we go. And it's like, okay. <laughs> That's the 10 out thing. How can we make this worse? Cover it in shit. Shit makes everything worse. It's true, right? Like no matter what true. you're doing, it should how be on the cover. make it worse? Like you just cover it in shit. So yeah. <laughs> it's like eating little Caesars. How can we make this worse? Cover it in shit. It would be worse, am I right? <laughs> name name one thing that wouldn't be worse. Um, but so yeah, I I, I still <laughs> I really like this one. I give it a seven and a half out of ten. A little bit less than the remake, but it's still up there. What did you give it? Seven and a half? Yeah. Yeah, Ow. man. <laughs> I don't know, man. I just... I spit on your hostel, man. This movie is just straight up... Why not I hostel on your grave? It just feels like hostel to me, man. I mean, you, you take it to Bulgaria, man. He's got these kind of... You know, it's kind of funny, right? Like this, I think this the main actor in this is actually from England, too. So, like, this movie has... It's like an American production that doesn't have any Americans in it. It's so strange. Um, Taking our jobs. Right? Yeah, stealing all the jobs. I mean, this movie essentially is just a straight-out gross-out film. Straight-up gross-out. You know, it's about the, the gore, violence, ridiculous scenarios and shit. And, but it just has so many stupid moments in it. Like like I said, I can't fucking stand the fact, you know, this this woman apparently from the embassy or the shelter and stuff that, you know, brings her back. Like, I don't know if, they, if that's supposed to be a mystery to us when she's taking her because it's just it's so poorly fucking done. And I, I, I hate that whole that whole angle with the police and stuff, how he didn't suspect. I don't know. I, I just find it absolutely ridiculous. Um, it is pure gaggable. And I honestly don't think that a lot of the kills in this are actually even that great. Um, I mean, the dunking in the toilet, it's not a good kill. It's just gross. Right, the balls is decent, but the other kills, like the torture with the with you the, like the you like ball the balls. Well, I mean that's pretty brutal. I mean it's hard to watch like because it, at least so you it's, do like balls then. Yeah, I like balls. Yeah. So you're liking the balls? I like the balls. Yeah. <laughs> you want the more of the balls? Yeah, yeah. I mean it's I mean that's uncomfortable. I mean at least it was a little bit. Uh, I don't want to say fully original, but at least they actually showed the the guy's dick and balls in the vice. So it actually added this element of like, oh my god, this is really fucking hard to watch, but. I just think that, you know, the dude or the part where they shove the fucking um, the pole up the dude's ass and hit it with the sledgehammer. So it's just it's, it's already been done. He literally already done this in the first film with the shotgun up the ass and stuff. And I was like, OK, man, I mean, if you're going to make this type of film, try the point of the kills right now is to be original, not just straight up gross and stuff. So it kind of loses me there. But this one overall is just ridiculous. I have so many questions with certain things. Um, I don't think it's the worst film ever made. At least, it, you know, it has that right tone to it. It definitely has the right look and tone to it. Um, but I'm coming in at a five. I just can't get behind this one. I'm not a big fan of it at all. So you actually like this one a little less than the, the remake. Yeah. Me too. A little bit less for sure. <clears throat> so that was, I spit on your grave too, which actually made $500,000 at the, at the, at the Russian box office. Wow. Um, and made four or sorry, made $809 domestically. Good. 809. That's great. What was the budget on it? 
I don't know the budget, but mm. the, the it made eight hundred and nine dollars at the box office. It made so much money in Russia. <laughs> wow, that's uh... it, it. Made a lot in Russia though. It made half a million. Which that... the 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 first one's budget, the first remake was two million. Um, so this one maybe was I I assume a little less, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So maybe one million. Hmm. Yeah. All right. So yeah, that's I Spin in the Grave Two from 2013. Why'd you change your name? I didn't want to be Jennifer Hells anymore. I really think that it would help you to spend some time around people who share your experience. I don't know where to go. I don't know what to do. He must be stopped, and he must be punished. Alrighty, so moving into 2015 with I Spit on Your Grave 3, Vengeance is Mine. Uh, I, I actually think this movie is kind of interestingly titled because it's actually a scene that we didn't talk about in the second, in the, in the sequel, uh, the scene where uh, our main character actually goes to the church and she's like, you know, asking God to forgive her for what she's about to do and stuff. And she's reading scripture from the Bible and, and the scripture that she actually leaves open for the priest to find is actually where it says vengeance is mine and that was playing to the original one too yeah yeah so then they fucking yeah of course but that's cool this movie this movie takes place in the death wish hobo with a shotgun world this is not this is not the same world as the first two i spit on your grave movies this is straight up charlie bronson death wish world okay so you've seen act of vengeance before right like aka yeah. rape squad okay from 1974 yeah, good, good, movie. good movie so when i first watched this movie when it came out in 2015 i thought that's exactly where this one was going right you know with her going into these groups and i thought that they were going to form like this rape squad and go out and stuff so it, it kind of has that like potential for the same narrative as that but it yeah. totally just goes off and it does its own thing but i don't know if you even thought that but i thought for sure that's where it was going so no uh, it has that kind of ladies club act of vengeance deal yeah i mean <clears throat> Um, but uh, synopsis on this one Jennifer is still haunted by the memory of being gang raped and almost killed years ago at her therapist at her therapist's advice she joins group therapy and meets similar women women she befriends one and they want more than just talk vengeance justice whatever shitty synopsis yeah it's terrible so yeah this movie like we said, this is a direct sequel to the remake, uh, of course, starring um, Jennifer again in this one, aka Sarah Butler, which was cool, man. I'm I'm glad that they, you know, they actually made a sequel to that, like directly, because you know, I I think what is refreshing about this one is like the narrative. Changes. It just is, yeah. It's like it took so many films to do something not, yeah, you know, yeah. the same blueprint. I think that's why this one sucks me in because it's like completely <clears throat> different. I actually really enjoy that they, you know, they made a sequel that just wasn't the same fucking rehash shit. And you know, I mean, it, it, it kind of works for myself. I think this one's actually kind of fun. You know, it's over the top and it, ridiculous. Yeah, and it plays into t- stupidity like none of the other ones do. The other ones take themselves way too seriously. Like the first two, which they should for what they are. Yeah. But this one somehow develops a plot where they can be silly with it and over the top and it works. Like it like I said, like it's in a fucking crazy Death Wish two or three or a hobo with a shotgun world where every every man's a fucking pervert. They all need to be taken out. But it also has this sort of um different quality to it where it's also kind of about what happens once you integrate back in society after something yeah. like that where it, it like she at first she's just kind of lost right like she's like mm-hmm. where do i go from here type thing so she joins the groups and then this stuff kind of happens 
Well, uh, her, to- her her therapist actually suggests that she goes because she actually doesn't want to go, right? So it's like it's kind of like a request from her therapist to tell her to go into a group situation and talk about it. Guys, I think no. she's better in this. I think she's better in this movie. What do you mean? Well, no, no, her therapist. Well, that, that, her that therapist. therapist is not. That's a like no, how the no. end. Huh? Well, that the the end kind of because the end is that she's in prison the whole time that she's telling this story. I didn't gather that. I gathered that she no. was back in the therapist's office and she kept going to no, her. No, she wasn't in jail the whole time in this movie. No, she wasn't. No, she's on and off at the therapist. No, that's, that's the, that's kind of the twist at the end because at the end she ends up going to jail and then she ends up on the same fucking couch that she was before. And then she, that completely wouldn't sna- happen. And then she snaps shit. And actually one of the cool yeah. scenes in the film is when she snaps shit at the end of the film and that, which is actually not a dream sequence, which you know, I've always had my issues with dream sequences and stuff, but this one doesn't really bother me with it because it is haunting and I can see somebody actually suffering from, you know, having these type of visions and daydreams and nightmares and shit from, you know, these horrific things that have happened in your past and stuff. But yeah, so like beginning of the film, she's at a therapist, which she's brought herself to go see a therapist because, you know, she's obviously dealing with some shit, but then the therapist recommends that she goes into a group setting and talks yeah. about her issues with other people because when you talk to people that have been directly affected with the same issues that you've had in your past, it's a totally different thing, man. Like, I mean, I know people yeah, that have been in... It makes you feel not alone. It, it does. And it's actually a really good thing. Like, one-on-one with someone that doesn't understand exactly what you're talking about isn't really the same thing. Like, I know people that have been in AA, you know, NA and all these types of things and stuff. And they're like, it actually does fucking help when you, when you talk to regular people with the same problems as you. So, yeah, I mean, it, it makes sense where they take this this narrative because she's completely struggling with it for sure. And I mean, actually, at this point, she's even changed her name in society. Like, you know, she was Jennifer Hills, obviously. Now she's going by just Angela because she really does want to kind of escape that. Well, also, she's running from murder. Yeah, she is. Yeah, Yeah. she definitely is. Yeah. Um, The highlight for this movie for me is Oscar Coza. Dude, I love that guy so much in a group meeting. I think his acting's great. I think his whole like story arc is really entertaining and en- interesting. And I actually like all the side characters. Like her friend Marla's really good. The police detective I really like. The uh, the female one. Um, she's in something else too, isn't she? The female police detective. Yeah, yeah. She's, I've she's definitely a, seen her. She has a great look too. I love how she looks. Yeah, she, yeah. How her her demeanor and everything. I think the acting's really fun in this. And like I said, this movie can get away with the stupid shit because it doesn't ever feel hundred percent serious. Yeah, like like I said, you know, um, it's goofy. I feel like this one <laughs> was trying to go in the same direction as Act of Vengeance from 1974, but it doesn't take that approach. Um, JP, I don't know if you've seen that one before, but it's I haven't. it's basically about this group of girls that share the same issue. You know, they've all been raped and stuff, and they form this squad called the Rape Squad. And uh, they go out and they fucking just vigilante on people that, you know, have committed crimes. You know, and they're crimes after and one guy. And they're after one guy who actually looks yeah. like Jason. He wears a fucking Jason mask. And this is 1974. It's crazy. So La- I- Ladies Club is the same plot. And so is a gun for Jennifer is also similar. Okay. They're all similar. Okay. So I haven't seen a gun for Gem- Jennifer. But I thought this where that this one was going when I first seen it. I was like, oh, shit, she's in this group. And then she meets this friend who is obviously there for the same reason. She has this abusive boyfriend. You know, you've raped her, blah, blah, blah. Um, but then it doesn't go that same direction because they kind of they kind of form this alliance where they start fucking with people and stuff, which I think is really goofy in the narrative that they start like and messing fun. with. It's fun too because they're out in the streets and they're messing with this old man. This old man starts pissing on himself and she, it's just ridiculous. <laughs> it's so it's like, stupid. But then you know, right away, like her friend, I think it's Martha is her name. 
um, she Marla. Marla, Marla, and she ends up getting killed. Like also, which is kind of weird in the in the narrative too. Like how it happens, it just happens so yeah. suddenly. Like we actually don't get to see it happen. Like she shows up at therapy, and Marla doesn't show up, and they're like, "Holy shit!" Like this, she got killed, and then and then that's when the whole kind of situation changes and stuff. But I really like the way this one develops, man. I think this is by far the best one in the trilogy, hands down. I agree. I yeah. agree. I, I just I'm, like. I'm the, glad you guys liked it. I'm surprised. I thought that you guys are going to laugh in my face for liking this movie. I just no. like this pure thing, you know. Of, of, I mean, it's it's kind of silly in narrative where obviously, you know, where people are talking about their problems in a, in a group setting and and the people that they're talking about and shit start getting picked off and and dying one by one and shit. Oh, of course, the police are going to go and investigate right away. And <laughs> someone is the suspect, right? It, it's yeah, kind yeah. of ridiculous in that narrative. Uh, the but, only thing I had issue with that whole police thing is there's no way they would go into a group and talk to everybody at once probably not probably they would would grab one by one they they, they would never do that yeah dude when she keeps mispronouncing his name he's like it's Costco yeah Yeah. (laughs) I was was laughing so hard because he he reminds me of like a Charlie Cheswick from One Flew of the Cuckoo's Nest because he's like little and neurotic and loud yeah he, he reminds me of that. Like, he's got a nervous disorder. And this is also the first time that Jennifer Hills or in the, any of the I Spit on Your Grave movies where someone has to really not, not have to pay for the revenge. Because mm-hmm. somebody suffers because for of what sure. she's done that doesn't deserve it. And it's that her guy. fault. Yeah. It's her fault. Yeah. When, actually, he slit, when he slit his wrist like that, dude, oh, man, I got total flashbacks to that suicide that yeah. I saw. And, uh, yeah, dude, like it, it, like it even kind of looked like the same. It was, it was kind of weird, man. It looked like it was down like that and it, it dude, looked very similar. That's, that's a weird part in the narrative too. Like trying to explain that away because, you know, I mean, it's never really, it's never really shown to us that he knew that, you know, that she was doing the killings and stuff like that. And he just kind of knew did. though. But he, he knew, but he had to have, right? Because why that conversation you- they have, remember that, that conversation they have? outside when he talks about oh yeah i, I, I guess it's kind of implied yeah he, he just kind of figures it out but i mean he does take a pretty big gamble that it actually <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't it's know. one of those two they know like everybody thinks it's one of those two and he's thinking man i know it's not me so it must be you. yeah well and also after she goes to find the person well it's because that... they were the obvious suspects too right so yeah 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 um he also feels I'll... bad because he never did nothing and she did yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he almost t- looks at it as his chance to finally do something yeah. and to like help oh, her it, out. Actually, was repaying it was repaying her by you yeah. know admitting to the crimes because you know he felt like such a pussy for not actually avenging his daughter's rape, um, mm-hmm. which is kind of cool. It actually it's a good cool. monologue he has. It's a good it, monologue. It is. It is. You know, and, and honestly, that, the dude, the big dude at the gym, bro. The scary. fucking juice that monkey, guy man? was scary as fuck, man. Juice monkey, man. Hard like, dude, he was scary. Like when he when it when it goes bad for her and he just manhandles her so easy and he's just huge. Like that that guy is scary. I kind of like that scene because it shows like you know it doesn't portray her as this like fucking superhero type killer you know type deal where she really just doesn't know what she's doing because <laughs> she approaches yeah, most, that situation. Most people aren't going to get whooped. By, they're not going to be able to stop that guy. Right. Right, yeah. and she doesn't like. She only survives because of the cops, right? But yeah, that but, guy could have raped us if he wanted to. For yeah. really, let's you know, one hundred percent. Let alone a hundred and ten pound girl. I mean, it's not at that point. That guy's so big that a uh, hundred, uh, another hundred pounds doesn't matter. 
If you're 220, you're like you're st- you're getting you're getting fucked. She's got balls for attempting it though. That was pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah, no, look, fuck that guy. He had he deserved to die. She killed a bunch before. She's better. She's got a better shot than us probably. Yeah, yeah. And then the like I don't know the the little girl like really got to me where yeah. she's in the group and stuff. Man, that was fucked up. Dude, I I'm love glad that. I love that shit, man. I love that shit because it's very powerful, man. She's sitting there like interacting was really good. Like she's sitting there bawling about, you know, mom can hear it, but she won't admit that daddy's been raping me and shit like that. Can you imagine? Which, you know that shit happens a lot. Oh, man. exactly, man. There's so many people that just play that denial card, man. They're like, nope, that shit ain't happening, kind of. But they know they just will never admit it. But I like the it's fact. About everything. That they, Have you seen abducted in plain sight? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, and it fucking. This is it, just kid stuff. It I builds relief. up. It builds up in it, man. <laughs> I love that. I love that, man. And she. You know, she fucking, she does that guy pretty brutal too, man. Dude, all right, if me and my buddy are sitting in a fucking car and he's like, hey, man, he has his dick. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> like, not even anybody, anybody, gay, straight, or what, got bisexual, somebody whips out their dick and they're like, hey, man, give me some relief. But get the fuck out of my car right now. <laughs> Wouldn't you? What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> out of nowhere? <laughs> like, what are you doing? What is, what, I can't, that makes no sense. Dude. Uh, that, that yeah that's that's one of those things where you're like you start thinking about all the movies that you were thought like oh that would never happen and you're like fuck real life is sometimes more re- unrealistic truth is stranger fucking... than fiction that's right truth, exactly man. that's the truth Ugh. but yeah, uh yeah sorry, this good no i was gonna say sorry i cut moods off about that and i was gonna say what were you saying moods i don't remember now Sorry. It was about the little girl, wasn't it? The little oh, girl. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just I – like, I like that whole uh, part of the narrative, man, because she comes off as, like, super believable. Her acting's awesome and stuff. But I just – I mean, could you imagine sitting in those therapy session, sessions not wanting to fucking murder this motherfucker? No. Dude, my, do it. You right? my thoughts exactly. Like, like he, it works It would perfectly. be really hard yeah. for me to sit back and, and like – dude, you – like – Especially when they get away, right? Where you yeah. want to believe that like they're gonna pay for the shit and they get away. Like it's just it's <clears throat> you know, murder is bad and stuff like that. But like I think that's why as humans like the fantasy of like just b- these movies where yeah. like they do Cathartic. just get pun- the the actual punishment. It feels good because it's like fuck these assholes, these scumbags, like yeah. you know, rapists. That's and- why Charles Bronson's everybody's hero. Exactly. yeah man i mean the law ain't gonna do nothing i that, will that scene where she kills the fucking dad which is pretty brutal um oh nasty it's a brutal scene but i i just kept thinking to myself i'm like man she should fucking go kill the mom too for knowing about this shit and letting it happen to her fucking daughter hey natural born killers you right? never did nothing let right? burns the mom too you know i mean it would have been extreme to you know pull that in you know into the movie but at the same time you, you do it runs through your mind a little bit it's like because the girl cries about it you know, she blatantly yeah. makes a point of it and she's disturbed by it. She's like, well, she knows that it's, that it's happening. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I just would, I honestly wish that they had it fucking just thrown in there, like kill the mom too. But I think one of the biggest missteps in the movie for myself though, I, I, I understand it's, you know, it's, it's Angela fucking going, kind of losing her mind a little bit. She's really, caught yeah, up she in definitely this, goes crazy. She goes crazy. She loses, like she gets caught up in this vigilanteism and then she kind of takes it one step further by really kind of using her daydreams as as you know as a projection basically to go out and you know kill people that really didn't have anything to do with you know rape and shit like that and i i think it's kind of it's it's are you talking about the dude that's like cat calling her 
like out in the out in the street when she dresses up in that red uh, outfit and stuff, and she basically baits that guy in. And is that the, is that the one that the Chico yeah, or whatever? Come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She basically baits this guy in, you know, and fucking. He looks so familiar to me. Like I feel like Chief, I've seen that guy before. Like that Chief, scene, yeah. man, where she fucking, she's like, man, I'll suck your dick. And she, she gets on her knees and opens her mouth. I was like, oh my god, that's like fucking crazy exploitive, man. It's awesome. But man, she looks sexy as shit in that dress too. But that whole scene is just like her losing her fucking mind and trying to, you know, take out motherfucker. Even though this guy was literally wanted nothing to do with her, right? So. But it's still entertaining, nevertheless. But dude, Miss Forty Five would have wasted all those guys right on the spot. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Miss Forty Five is the best. You know, generally, but, uh, I don't even like movies with like a lot of like daydreams and and flashbacks to you know previous movies and shit like that. But this one didn't really bother me. I, I guess it's because you get caught up in what her mentality would actually be like. I mean, I've never been raped, but I can't imagine you know you being very normal after you would it would haunt you for a long time and shit. So I, yeah. I understand like when you when you're running in the park and you see a group of people, like you're automatically gonna think that they're you know they're gonna do some harm to you or some shit like that i I get that aspect of it and stuff and i i get the whole psychological effect it's having on her in the film and stuff so i i call that a misstep but i also you know i think it's more because it's a little bit goofy the way it plays out like she gets on her knees and fucking you know ass you know to put his cock in her mouth and shit but that's a brutal fucking scene too man um even the uh investigations and stuff in this one like the dialogue's written pretty well like the uh the the lead investigator is like trying to get her to confess by saying like you know i understand why you did this and i understand you you know like it it would be hard for me not to do the same thing and stuff like that and i i watch a lot of true crime stuff and and that is a lot of tactics that they use a lot where they try to you know justify it with them so that they confess it yeah um i like the theme when she you know after the juice monkey fucking she has that running with the juice monkey now they they pretty much say, you know, they've got her kind of thing, right? And like, what were you doing down there? Oh, you know, I was checking out a gym on 17th. And like, you know, why did you have, you know, this lighter, uh, fluid. lighter fluid on you? And so, well, I was returning it. Well, why? Because it was the wrong kind. But why was it open? Well, it's because I had tried it out. I didn't realize it was the I, wrong kind. Yeah, I didn't realize. So I tried it out. So it was open. Like, it, but I mean, she, it's, she it's, had some quick answers for that stuff. But her act, it was great because she's pulling it off though, man. She's not breaking. Yeah. She's not breaking at all. She's not like changing her expression. She's really focused on how she's answering. I'm like, man, it's actually not bad, even though it's completely unbelievable and she knows that she's not believing her too but she's holding her ground and shit and i was well, like that, that's it doesn't pretty awesome matter if you just have circumstantial evidence yeah. you know what i mean it's hard to get a conviction with just circumstantial stuff and that's why they're they're pressuring her more and more and you know i i like the amount of like forensic files and different shit that well, i she watch did have is a picture insane. she had a picture of the girl and you know shit like that yeah so, but, but that that doesn't really even help her that much there because that's not her crime you know that she's investigating so um you know it, it, she needs a confession she needs a confession or some kind of solid proof other than just like you were there type mm-hmm. thing and you had stuff because just because you have lighter fluid in your purse although it doesn't look good it's not it's not uh proof that you've committed any type of crime charles you know bronson I mean? doesn't need evidence didn't you ever watch 10 to midnight <laughs> Yes, I did. Yeah. Yep. He's like, I don't need evidence. I had a good feeling. He was masturbating. <laughs> That's a good time. Like, yeah. He's guilty. He was masturbating. 
had no proof. You just saw the dude's joke off machine. Dude, I fucking forgot about that shit. It's so funny. Oh my god. Like I feel like Charles Bronson. If you just switch out the girl and take out like the section, dude, this is like a Death Wish movie. Like it is. That's why I love it. Like those later ones that are just nonsense, where every guy's just around the corner with like like drooling. Yeah. Yeah, man. Except for the detective, right? I love the uh, yeah the detective. Both the detectives are good. Like I, I like the, the the one female one too. Like I said, she's her demeanor is perfect. Yes. Yes, uh, and also you had um, the the lead the 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 dude with the daughter who committed suicide. He's he's not a dick either. So there's a couple. Of oh them. yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm exaggerating a little bit, but I, I like most of the people in the movie actually. Yeah. Marla's great too. I love the relationship with them when they kind of like go on their crazy spree and shit. It's very funny. Mm-hmm. They're in like me- me- fucking with the dude in the store. Yeah. He like because he brushes up against her. Yeah, and she has the uh, fantasy. Yeah. In there. Yeah. Well, they actually. I like how she lifts sledge. goes to lift the sledge and can, <laughs> can't even lift it. <laughs> it's funny. Mm-hmm. There's the a lot store. of PC comments in here too. Like they make fun of PC culture and shit when they're drinking. Yeah, which I'm a fan of. I mean, at the time, this is a couple of years back, isn't it? 2000. What year was this one? 15. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. You know, what's crazy. I was thinking that the other day. Like, I can't believe that the first remake is already 10 years old. It's nuts. been a while, oh, man. Yeah. So, um, kills are nasty. The, the dick splicing. Jesus. The dick splicing was what? great. There's only like two or three big kills in the movie, actually. Yeah, the dick slicing is fucking brutal, man. But that I mean, guy had it coming so bad. Yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of crazy how brutal that kill or that you know that kill is because you know that was the dude that you know eventually or it killed um, Marth, Marla, I guess. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. She'd only Martha known her for a couple weeks, head. and it's just like it's like she knew her all her life, kind of thing, right? And just to put that much fucking uh, that much and, and the, brutalization the gym dude, into it. The gym dude was the one that raped dude's daughter, right? Yeah. The one that killed her. Yeah, shit, I would kill myself too if that yeah. dude raped me. Yeah. <laughs> and got away with it. <laughs> I would just like get his protein shake and put fucking arsenic in it. Drink that, you fuck. Where do you get arsenic? Oh, I'll just order it on eBay. Oh. <laughs> uh, I'll so put yeah. a bunch of mercury in there. I'll throw something in there. Um, oh, I saw I saw one forensic files where they put uh, um, what's the stu- uh, radiator fluid? Ooh, yeah, this guy was poisoning wow. his wife with radiator fluid for like, uh, like a couple. Don't let me work on my car, you stupid bitch! I'll show you <laughs> because it's it's really hard to detect in the like. What color's radiator fluid? Um, it's uh, it's like it's yellow. Yeah, but it's also <clears throat> it's like the, it's like kind of sweet or something. Oh, like antifreeze. But, and maybe it was antifreeze. It was antifreeze. antifreeze is sweet. Yeah, but he, people give but, it to cats. It's also to hard to detect cats. in the like uh, toxicology reports. Hmm. But um. Anyway, so this coffee tastes else? sweet. No, baby, it's just you. <laughs> got anything else? I ain't got much on it. I like it. It's. No, I'm I'm good. I'm good. We can do some ratings on it. Is it back to me? Uh, I went I went last time. Yeah, it is you. Yeah. Okay. 
Um, yeah, I like this one um, a lot. I, I It was so refreshing to get a different narrative after, what, five, four films straight of the same story. Um, it, 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 it was like, wow, this one actually has something different to say and go on. And I like that. Uh, so I'm coming in at an 8 out of 10. Mm-hmm. Oh, is it my turn? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I really enjoyed this too, man. It's uh, it's just a really decent direct sequel to the remake, man. It takes a totally different angle. I love the narrative in this. I, I think I completely agree with Dave, man. I like how they the narrative is a little bit goofy. It's kind of set in this like offbeat kind of bizarre world a little bit, man. Um, it's it's just got a great tone to it, man. It's got some pretty good kills in it. I think. Uh, uh, what's her name? I always fucking forget her name. Sarah Butler is actually really good in this, man. I think that she really steps up her game acting-wise in this and, and kind of pulls it off. I think she actually kind of pulls it off. But there's just a lot of really great memorable scenes in this. And the end scene in the film is just fantastic, man. It's like one of the best scenes in the film. It's pretty awesome. Um, the fact that she turns that that sign that says rapist or the, the sign that says therapist and, into, <laughs> into rapist at the end is fucking amazing, dude. That is so awesome. I love that shit. Uh, I'm also in on an 8 out of 10 on this one also. thought it was fantastic. All right. I was at a 7, but I'm going to bump it up to a 7.5. I enjoyed the conversation we had. It's it's a lot of fun. And surprising. It's a surprising kind of like thing you wouldn't expect to be this good. Let's be honest. Like I said, the Sarah Butler in the first one, I, her acting is not nearly as good as this. Mm-hmm. It just goes to show me that it's probably the direction of the They're director right, not yeah. really knowing how to handle actors. Because those actors in that movie, in the first High Spin on Your Grave remake, they're not poor actors in other stuff, really. You see them pop up into some other stuff, and they're fine. I think it's the director just not know how to control his actors. Yeah. Or he's having them overact in the wrong spots and not pulling them back, because she's really good in this. So seven and a half but, out of ten. But it's just like you know everything about it, right? The tone, the the just the direction, it's like just, everything, acting, like everything combined. It's a perfect kind of exploitation movie. Yeah, like if you watch this one directly after the first one, it's like fucking. It, it's like a sequel to it, but it's totally fucking different. And it just to me, it comes off way better in all aspects, I man. I think it's just it's really really good. I, I like the psychological the like psychological aspect of it too, man. You know, which works for me. And that generally doesn't. I always complain about dream sequences and stupid shit like that, but this one seems to work because it makes sense in the narrative, right? Yeah. So that is I Spit in Your Grave 3, Vengeance is Mine from 2015. Well, that was nice. We got to meet in the middle of the day. Where'd you park? Excuse me, ma'am. Aren't you Jennifer Hill? The one and only. All right. So moving into the final film in the franchise from 2019, I spit on your grave, Deja Vu, aka. Which is a good title. Deja Vu. <laughs> Should be called Deja Vu, right? But the title's good. Deja. No, Deja Vu Deja. actually does make a little bit of sense. Uh, directed by Mir Sarchi. We already talked about that. Um, let's get into a quick little synopsis. Oh, wow, this is really short. Cinema's top lethal lady like vengeance movie. returns. In- what the fuck? No, I can't. That's not even a synopsis. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Did you? It's the cinema's read it. Read top- it, read it. Wait, cinema's, cinema's top lethal lady vengeance returns in the most anticipated sequel of all time. That is not a synopsis. I like it. Let's roll with this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Ratings. Okay, well, whatever. We'll just leave it at that. So, I mean, the setup in the film. It's taking place in real time. It's uh, 40 years later. And our lead 
character played by Camille Keaton is back in this one. Uh, Jennifer Hills is now a super famous author and, and uh, you know, she's wrote about, you know, basically she's wrote about her memoirs. She wrote about the incident that happened 40 years uh, previous to her. Uh, she's 40 years to write that. I guess that's what, that's what I was saying. I was like, is this supposed to be like an older book that she wrote? But I guess not. Cause she's like still doing the signings and stuff. It's called, I spit on their graves. Yeah, so I, I was actually confused about that too because they said that she was a super famous writer, and I'm I'm like it took forty years to get famous, or she was writing before this and then just decided yeah. to write. this well, we know story she was writing later. before this. Yeah, okay, because of the first film. Yeah, but she wasn't. So I guess she was, she just, was just successful out. and finally decided to put her story. Yeah, I think in, maybe in, she might have. It's implied that I mean, she was waiting all these years to write this story. That you know, forty years later, kind of thing. Who knows? But anyways, um, and this is where the movie shits already on me, man. I'm like, what the fuck? So she is doing a, uh, she's traveling around doing a book signing and stuff. She happens to be doing a signing in pretty much the same place that, you know, um, where the events of the first film no, happens. No, it's not the same place. They stay in the dialogue that they drove three hours to get to her. Do, do they really? All of them? Yeah. Yeah, the, the, the bad guys say that they drove three hours to get to her okay so then why does herman live right there then they take her, her back to that location right they, they 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 drive three hours get her and then they drive three hours back but i'm glad they didn't show that <laughs> because it was already too they long. might have did they <laughs> they drove three out wow okay so i just didn't see that in the fucking was she driving on that i, I, can, I, I don't blame you for missing some of the dialogue <laughs> That is so crazy. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that, that makes a little bit more sense anyways. Yeah. So cause, cause it would make no sense for her like, to sign in that town. So they also kidnap her daughter, right? So essentially what has happened here, apparently the family members of the first victims have been planning this revenge forever. Uh, specifically, um, uh, what's her name? Becky. She was married to, uh, I guess it would have been Johnny. Johnny in the original film, which we actually do actually not the get. same actress. No, not the same actress, but she's you know apparently she's the mastermind behind this uh, this revenge against uh, Jennifer all these years later and stuff. So they to this opportunity. So what they did, they eventually grabbed um, you know some other family members, which I thought some of the family members was kind of odd. Yeah, they don't seem like the right age. They, they and did don't. you guys notice? All the pictures that they have of, of like the other characters that died and I spit on your grave are just from stills from the movie. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's could, stupid. But that's the, uh, and the picture of Matthew but, on the table. So the family members <laughs> the that are in contrast with our victims here are. So we got Matthew's father, Herman. Cousin? Father, no, father. Okay. The old man in this is Matthew's father, and then we got Andy's cousin, Scotty. Which is a very strange thing because that actually doesn't make any sense in the uh, the story because this kid's like twenty years old. The events yeah. happened forty years ago, and Scotty literally says in the film that he was really close with his cousin. Um, he wouldn't even have been fucking born when this shit was going on, so that literally made no sense to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got Johnny's parents who make an appearance in the film, uh, and then we got Spoiler. Matthew's grandmother. Um, and, and we have Stanley. I feel like they might be brother. dead by now. Stanley's too. brother Kevin, which actually kind of makes sense, but he doesn't look old enough even to be the brother, unless he was a way younger brother. Um, I want to say this right now because if mm-hmm. it was forty years prior, I mean, and even if his brother was ten or twelve or fifty, he would be like way older, and he's not. Kevin is the worst actor I've ever seen in my life. Exactly, he's might the worst. Be the, which one's Kevin? The worst, worst performance I've ever seen. Long hair, long hair. 
Oh, I feel like he was trying to be Bill Mosley. Exactly. It was so bad. I, think I this, wanted to this whole movie is trying to be the devil's rejects and in such a piss poor way, but you guys know what I'm saying? Think, like, uh, you Kevin, know, what? I didn't put that together, but I think you might be right. Kevin is definitely not the right age because these events were 40 years earlier. How, How old is the lead? Kevin looks 40. If 40, he could have been a baby bro. I don't know, but these guys are in their twenties. The, the, the character ages in this just don't match up. Even the how fucking old, wife, how old is the lead? Even even Becky, who is mar- even Becky, who was married to fucking um, to Johnny. You know, I'm thinking, you know, 40 years prior, maybe in her early 20s, she would be in her mid 60s now. Does she look like she's in her mid 60s? She, she might. Um, I don't know. She might be. Maybe Actually, even, maybe even 70s. Like I don't. This is fucking crazy. Dude. How old is the lead though? Like she's you young say? enough that she's showing her fucking tits in this. <laughs> I mean, but she would be 40. Yeah. And I gotta give it. I, who? I feel like the actors are dedicated to the, this, the, right? The lead would be forty, right? The lead who? She would have to be forty. The lead yeah. of the film. I don't know her name. The model. The, I can't think of her yeah. name. Yeah, she would. She would be forty because there is a reveal. She, she looks forty. I can't tell. I'm not good with yeah, that stuff. Yeah, I mean, she would have to be forty based on the real. Time, but do you think she would later? still be like the big model at forty? No. No, they said that she's. <laughs> well, they said that she's kind of over the hill right now. She's just kind of going through the motions. But yeah, you're right. Is she, models, is she over the hills, perhaps. Models. Yeah, exactly. Ooh. The mo- models kind of end their careers at mid twenties. But anyways, yeah, all the ages in this are are really the first thing you notice. You're like, none of this shit seems proper. It seems very, very odd to me. I don't know. I, I was just having issues with that right away. You know, first thing I noticed? The fucking Camille butcher knife old. in my fucking knife block because I wanted to cut my fucking wrist. Uh, <sighs> that's that's the thing with this film, man. Oh, my God. Honestly, I, it, did, it, it did not start too bad for me. I was like, okay. I was like, this is not – I mean, it's definitely a huge step down. But, like, I couldn't – I was in utter shock that this thing kept going on. Like, uh. I could not – it's like I okay. I seriously am confused on like the 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 pacing of this movie is insane but the, they act, there is actually a lot that happens yeah, like but it's like too. ridiculous it's mm. just like why well, I can't believe that this guy made this. Are I you think, sure it's the same man? I think I the think main s- problem with this movie is that every, yeah, you're right. There's okay. So you mentioned that there's a lot going on. There is actually a lot of things that are going on in this film, but the problem is is that every one of those scenes is like fucking two three minutes way too long yeah it drags every scene if you cinched up this movie and made it 90 minutes how it should be because the narrative is very basic it's an abduction fucking murder fucking rape revenge film uh it I might totally have actually played that we were skipping the rape in this one like i was like oh maybe th- this one's actually going to be the one that doesn't have rape <laughs> no because i mean it's a little bit i don't know if, if you go down the mean-spirited area but yeah so essentially what happens is these four they abduct um, our two main characters, of course, Jennifer and her daughter. And uh, yeah, basically shit goes down from there. Um, I mean, what the, I, I mean, dude, they should have called this one. I spit on, I spit on your grave. Yeah, they should. Because oh, it, like literally, because here's the problem with like, you know, the original, this being a sequel is it literally betrays so much of the original. Like nobody feels like they're actually, playing the same character even even camille keaton does not feel like she's playing jennifer oh Hill's she's name. horrible in this too like she's her not good her dialogue the way she spits I, her dialogue, i felt bad honestly the scene, i felt like shit i was embarrassed for everybody in the movie i'm not gonna lie i actually felt pretty relieved when she died <laughs> because what? i actually was kind of shocked that they did that that was a surprise to me especially the way they did it it just like it that is like really 
if I can understand if somebody else made this, like the guy that made Savage Vengeance did this, mm-hmm. but like you're the same person, you should have more respect for that character. It, it to kill her off in this well, dude, cheesy, over the top, ridiculous way. And honestly, the 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 lead villain, I actually thought she was decent for a uh, an like low budget like ridiculous stupid movie but th- like i have no fucking clue why she's in this and why this became that I, uh, you look I at her it, acting credits and it, it's kind of insane she's done so much low budget she's in starry stuff. eyes yeah she's and she's done yeah. some good yeah some and she's high, good she's high good usually too, yeah, to be honest. yeah and well, she, did you know she was a podcaster she, i don't think it's her fault she's overacting in this hardcore though to, i don't know if it was just a direction that she had or something but i mean all of them are overacting they're all trying to be the devil's rejects and it's so fucking irritating man in this film dude this movie is is one of two things to me it's actors trusting the director and getting fucked yeah and it also feels like an 80 year old man trying to sign into his fucking email address right it does that's it's just he's out of touch is that how he would be now 80 probably it's so bad that it makes me question the integrity of the first movie like he never understood a thing and got lucky dude he is 80 he would have been 80 80 when he made this yeah it's just fuck man i i mean i i I, the way they kill off jennifer in this is like insulting it it is insulting it's insulting it's funny it's for shock value that's the way that's why he did it like that too i bet because it's like oh you're not expecting this to happen i'll do it like this i didn't and i was like I was like, holy I, I think fuck. she couldn't run anymore. Do you see how slow she was running? She's oh, very, yeah. she's like 70. Like, I felt she has a trooper again. She's barefoot running through the fucking cemetery, man. It's just a bad movie with bad direction and bad writing and the script. It's all ham fisted. It was a bad Trying idea. to make fun of religion and the South. And it just doesn't. Uh, that not the South, South thing was so, like, it just did not play. And no, the ham fisted religious shit they're trying to make fun of. Like, they won't even answer the door dying outside a church. And she takes the fucking cross off. Get the fuck out of here. so bro. bad. Like, the scene where it's she actually worst. escapes when she's digging the fucking hole and stuff. And then she decides she's going to, like, nail him with a fucking shovel. But she's moving so slow and decrepit and stuff. And, like, the whole scene kind of slows down like the whole fucking movie does at once, you know, kind of thing. And she, like, gets out of there. I'm like, how the fuck? This is so unbelievable. Like, that whole sequence is the worst shit I've ever seen. I'm like, oh, my God. It's just so... I was embarrassed, dude, watching this shit. And then throwing in Johnny's grandparents, who are clearly too young, right? I mean, they would have to be. I didn't even worry. I didn't even think about the age fuck ups. I didn't even care. The movie's too bad. To oh yeah, worry because about that I mean, in real, I mean, Johnny was you know in his probably early twenties kind of thing. You know, well, whatever you it was. Forty years later, he'd be seventies. You think? I mean, the grandparents would be over fucking hundred. <laughs> but honestly, dude, yes, all the ages in this are a fucking mess. I I always notice stupid shit like that in films. No, man. The, I noticed that that like this is worse to me than what Chainsaw did. It's just bad dude oh it's way worse i can't take anything in the movie even if it was even half decent i'd be like hey the casting's all fucking wrong the acting's atrocious every scene is going on way too damn long uh the dialogue is fucking sandpaper on penis torture like the editing is terrible the editing is you're right you know what's not what's not bad there's some actual good shots in this the decapitation is fucking the head looks so even from afar away they didn't even show it up close and it looked terrible there's no from coverage afar. it's just brutal dude I, I i actually thought that there were some good shots though dude well, I, is, that's oh, there's a couple nature shots who is like, yeah that was what was fucking weird about it i was like this doesn't even match <laughs> who, who is the cinematographer because actually the movie 
uh, like I watched, like obviously, like a high def track. It actually didn't look that bad. I, I definitely will agree with that. Um, Editor's very poor. <laughs> yeah, yeah the dude, I paid twenty fucking three dollars for this Blu-ray that's burn on demand. Disc. Dude, it's bare bones and it's burn on demand. I took a picture and posted on my Instagram today and said, "No, I'll never be buying Deja Vu." I took a picture of the five DVDs that I had. And I'm like, I'm fine with those. Deja Vu, dude, I can't. Deja Vu, like yep. Honestly, it's probably like the worst purchase I've ever made, dude. And you by don't the way, even like to spend the, more the, than ten dollars or fifteen dollars on a Blu-ray, and you spent twenty three on Deja Vu. Fuck, honestly, shame on you. Here's the reason why. Did you think I was exaggerating? No, no, no. no. No, I I really didn't think that it was going to be bad, but also, I'm like, I knew that the price was never going to go down on it because it was a stupid fucking burn on demand. Yeah, those are weird. And I also know that I'm a stupid ass completist that it would bother me if I didn't have it in my collection. And then on top of that, I spent rewards points on it, so I technically only paid three dollars myself. But oh my god, I'm so I, stupid! I even this, have it this, written down that they drove together. Fuck, I'm so stupid. <laughs> I am so dumb. Um, the, the, this, the, another thing that bothered me, and and this this on, on a decent movie, I would excuse this, but I'm already just annoyed at everything. But like the location does not seem remotely the same. No, it no. doesn't. And you know what else? Kind of a, yeah, exactly. Okay, going back to that, I'm thinking to myself, okay, Herman's little house looked pretty damn good. He had a nice bowl of fruit. He, everything was all clean and tidy. I'm like, he, th- that's not the projection that was made in the in, you know in the original film and shit. It was like dungy, dirty. Like these guys were low class, fucking living in trailer type shit. Sorry if I offended anybody out there at that. But anyways, my point is when they show his place, it's like. He's all like pretty clean and fucking, you know, he's got like literally bowls of fucking fresh fruit on his counter. I'm like, how many fucking hillbillies have that? I'm just, I'm whatever. Dude, what I'm confused it by is how the right. fuck did they get Woody Harrelson to play Herman? <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> Look like Woody Harrelson meets Lurch. Oh, Dude, this scene where um, the uh, daughter, Christy, escapes the van by saying she has to pee and then like she throws her like underwear. bra and underwear like over the like i was like what the fuck are they doing i was like that scene makes no sense they're trying to recreate shit from the first one but don't understand what happened in the was first he, one anymore was nothing he actually makes sense. was he actually driving her back to new york i think he was because i i kept thinking to myself I'm like did i miss something and he actually was driving her back to new york at that time and i'm like this is fucked it just seems so weird to me that they would do some shit to to the mom and then drive her to New York and drop her off like what she wasn't going to come back with the cops or do something like what the fuck? Yeah, it wasn't thought out yeah, very I, well, was it? Like, I, I don't understand that whole thing either. Like no. why? Because she says like that she wasn't involved in this, and I'm like, why do you care? But you're not going to let her go because she's still a witness. The whole idea I mean, of this movie is violence accepted. breeds violence. You know, revenge, revenge. You can't. It never stops, and this movie never stops. So it's so fucking the whole awesome. rape, I so was the whole an hour is actually caused it. by her, you know, escaping the van. And oh she didn't want God. her mom to die. She's going to go back for her mom. Of course, of course. But man, that scene. You, JP's right, man. When she throw the bra and panties in there and shit, I was like, what makes the? no sense. No. It's designed poorly. Like I'm like, <laughs> what, she's <laughs> like, what on the other side of the tree? Damn it! Right. <laughs> like what? And then also you have uh, the 
the she gives this line of di- she gives this whole dialogue thing where she's like, "No, my mom will be fine. You don't know my mom. Like she's gonna be like fine, and she'll get out of this." And I'm like, "Well, she did, but then like she did like I was like that seemed kind of stupid to write in there because, like, you made her seem like this amazing person, which she was in the original, for how she, you know, got, you know, took back the power." And then she just gets killed off in like the lamest fucking way ever with her throat being slit and some shitty effects. After she escaped for a long time. In a church. She didn't use the gun. She in didn't a use church. The fucking gun. She could have yeah. shot her so easily. I know. Yeah. I was just about to say, like, and she has the opportunity to possibly shoot her and she doesn't. And then she gets fucking decapitated in a fucking church. And then you also the have, you have these stupid gravestones that it looked like they just stuck them there in the cemetery <laughs> they did and they have pictures they of did. them from the movie stills from the movie from the yeah. first movie on them yeah. that, that, that's a also, real cemetery that they just literally made these makeshift crosses put the names on them and, and stuck them in the fucking ground and why would they bury all these fucking dudes next to each other yeah like i wonder fuck- if they actually did that themselves and just put them there in the movie too yeah i don't know Pro- probably probably Probably. And then, uh, like, okay, it, th- I think that there is a half decent movie in here, like, like to make. Like, if you really made this movie, Camille Keaton, her daughter, you know, the 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 family don't make them the the same people, like, but the descendants, uh, you know, maybe said it ten years earlier or twenty years earlier or something. They they want to get revenge on it. They <laughs> capture them and stuff like that. I could see a sequel being made where it's like, and then it kind of passes the torch and, and the film follows the daughter mainly like kind of like this one did, but dude, it is just so painfully dumb. The writing in this one with all the characters and it's just like, so Johnny's laughable. wife it's, turns into a fucking female lesbian rapist. Like, yeah, because that's what you put in because you're like, well, we've, ne- we've never seen a fee. It doesn't it make sense. It would have been more believable to have her as the alpha fucking dyke whatever and just kind of delegate you know some penises to penetrate and rape the you know the daughter and stuff like she has to get on there and do that shit i was like this is fucking it also horrible. doesn't make na- I'm like, this sense is narratively horrible. because she believes that her husband was innocent right and they're also religious so they fucking exactly they keep preaching it's fucking dumb it is it's, it's a it's a it's a stupid way to make fun of backwoods people and religious people and stuff and it just doesn't work it's not clever uh, enough if, to get its message across and it doesn't even understand its message if i was a redneck i'd be so fucking livid at this shit man yeah i'd be livid i spent 23 dollars oh yeah jp whew. speaking of stupid this, dumb writing i bought it too i bought it yeah, before so i knew it was a big pile of shit as me yeah i didn't know though i, I, I told the only you everybody one? told you that literally watch us on F movies for free. <laughs> you stole it. You owe Mirzarchi $23. that shit, America. dude. I didn't watch this in 2019 specifically because I saw the two hours and 28 minute running time. I was like, that's going to be a fucking disaster. This is entirely self I didn't think it would be this bad. The, the Blu-rays burn on demand and it's from Deja Vu distribution. Oh, you ain't never heard of Deja Vu distribution? <laughs> you ain't never heard of Deja Vu? Uh, dude. And then, uh, and uh, like, okay. So the, 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 the lesbian or the fucking mom, like, so you have the fact that the twist is that she's Johnny's daughter, which would in fact prove that she was raped or at least that Johnny cheated on her, which she didn't think that he would do because he was a good yeah, man. But she seduced her. She was evil. Yeah. 
Exactly. That's, he was that's a spawn what, of Satan. That's what those fucking religious. Is that fucking, what they said? I don't know. That's, that's, their, men- that's their mentality. Like that. That's religious mentality. Oh, no. She came on. In she did all movie, that. She forced Johnny to do that shit. Mentality. She's the product of, you know, her mom being the evil fucking, you know, yeah. That's exactly you know how there's usually like a New York thing. It's, it's the religious thing now. Now she's a slut because she's evil instead of being from New York. You, you know how at the end of movies there's sometimes like a, a final twist like, oh, this was actually his mom. Like, well, they do that in this film, but that that whole that normally like three minute scene is extended into like 25 minutes. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, dear old grandpa. And then they try to pull off this shit where the fucking, I guess, technically her grandfather <laughs> is yep. going to fucking, you know, shoot, shoot her. And then he fucking pulls the gun on himself and shoots himself in the head because he can't live with his fucking dead wife. Without his wife without with that, his wife being dead i mean with his dead wife is so annoying it's you're so, so annoyed by the end of the movie <clears throat> honestly dude this is one of the more painful watches on scenes of all ever time seen is too long it's just poorly written it's fucking it, kevin it goes literally on is and trying, on and on kevin i was genuinely in shock when i was Otis. an hour into it and i was like there is an hour and 28 minutes left of the this same movie. thing what, i started thinking like what could they possibly do like how are they oh like what else is there to do in this because by then you know you got all this that like there's the rape already happened and you know camille keaton's dead and you know she, like i was like how can it take an hour and 28 minutes for her to get revenge you know i think she's crazy? already killed one of you know, them you know what's crazy about this movie like you know when you see a running time like two and a half hours you're thinking to yourself you're like fuck man it must have a bunch of subplots this movie literally has no subplots maybe the credits are 10 minutes like it's long. just That's it's just one th- it's ridiculous man it's just so stupid man and it's just twist on top of twist and and stuff but you don't care about it, any of it because you're like this whole thing is stupid i think like that my favorite scene is like where um after she's been like raped and she's like wa- wandering through the wilderness and it's just like a-, a moment of like actual filmmaking where it's like she's wandering all but we've seen it a million times already and stuff and we saw it in the original but it's just it's it everybody shuts the fuck up for a minute and you got just like nature <laughs> like what the fuck it's is with, what is with these fucking you know, antagonists always screaming in the in these films like, "Why are you doing this? Just why are you killing our families and shit?" I'm like, "Uh, because you fucking killed my mom." <laughs> like, isn't that pretty fucking obvious? Why I'm revenging? You raped me and you killed my mom, so I'm coming out. Like, yeah, the, the she's a fond of Satan. It's Moods, so fucking, she had it coming. God, I just honestly, dude, I wanted to fucking, I wanted to murder Kevin myself. Like, he's trying to pull dude, out this worst character. I've ever seen. He's trying the to pull worst. off this Otis shit, and it's just so painful. Every so you you got that line. too that he was going full blown Bill Mosley. I didn't. I just wanted to die. Yeah, I hate I, him. <laughs> I, I wasn't even fucking twenty when we get introduced and you know the whole gang and shit. I'm like, it's the they're trying to be the Devil's Rejects. That's that's I've exactly never, what it is. Ever wanted to tell an actor to his face he's done a bad job because I think it's rude. But I think honestly. If like at Wasteland he was there and he somehow was around <laughs> and he was like, if he, I'd be like, man. I want to be that guy, but that was the worst performance I've ever seen in my life. Like, let, dude, let me, so let me it's the worst. No, dude, Dave, how did so you worried. agree to do this? What? To watch this again? Dude, I don't know. You I know, you're mad. the only person on the it. planet who's seen it twice, right? I sk- I almost that includes didn't watch the it. editor, <laughs> and the fucking no director, shit. and everybody else. Like, you're the only person on the planet that has sat through five hours of I spent on your grave days. Oh, how does that make dude. you feel? Do you feel yeah. like you've lived, you've lived a successful life? 
No. I am actually <laughs> upset with myself. That's why when you asked me, would you rather watch Savage, um, whatever, I was like, I'd watch that twice over this. I <laughs> Dude, would. I'm not lying. Same. Same. I, I don't – at least I can be like, eh, they had $10 to make this and they didn't have any fucking script. Dude, I would watch Savage Vengeance any day of the week over this shit, man. Oh, my God. I, I would watch Savage Vengeance At least I three times, once. which takes three hours, then watch this once. I think I would, too. At least I, at least I laughed in Savage Vengeance. This shit was just appalling to me. My jaw was, was on the ground the entire time. And I'm like thinking to myself, I couldn't even help every fucking scene. I'm like, why is this going on as long as it is? Like, why is the scene this long? I believe that anybody finished this besides us. Like, I, I can't imagine somebody actually sitting there to watch this and not giving up like two hours in. It, fucking 10 minutes in when Kevin does that fucking speech he was like I want to go and bake flowers I'm like this is the worst stupid bullshit I've ever fuck my life dude it's so bad it's so fucking that misses every possible point ever and I can't stress this enough I know I complain a lot I complain fucking for 20 minutes about the Ice Banana Grave remake but I gave it a 5.5 I said it's better than average when you hear my rating on this I can't even fucking you, man I will the when the you know the daughter gets raped and shit and she's walking around buck naked. I, I was actually kind of shocked as long as it went on for, like, and and that's another fucking movie trope that I can't stand too. Of course she's you know she's going through this this housing. I actually she, didn't mind the daughter. I thought she was the one of the better people. I movie. agree. Oh no, no I don't. She, she's acting. probably the best one in the fucking movie, hands down. I don't think any of I don't think all the bad acting's the actors' faults. I do think I, that I really all. did feel bad for these people involved, like the daughter. I'm like, man, you deserve more than They're this. dedicated. They're dedicated performances no matter how bad they are. But I really think there's only two that are super insulting. One's Kevin. That is unacceptable. One of the worst performances of all time. Well, also, Kamel Keaton's really poor in it. I don't want to be that guy, but she's poor. And she's Scotty terrible. is also very poor. That scene when he's dancing in the, the van, like, what are you doing? I'm like, this is some shit fucking great garbage acting. Dude, that I'd whole scene where she's fucking torturing Kevin – or killing Kevin and shit, and he's just in there, and all of a sudden he, like the moment where he actually hears something is so ridiculous because he probably, if he heard at that moment Kevin fucking screaming in there, he probably should have heard before. Like it's just so fucking dumb that he's in there being all stupid and, and shit. I, and I'm just, I like, hate how he's dancing too. Like, what are you doing? It's so bad. It's so I would have loved a commentary on this. Me too. I want to see somebody justify what the fuck this is. If I made that movie, I would not. If I made like a great classic like i spit on your grave and i made this 20 years later and that was the end product i'd be like wait till i'm dead to release this so the uh, so going so back Terry to what I, Zach okay. is plays johnny jr is that is he is he uh is he those the, the son that, yeah those are the two that show up at the end with the terrible adr where they're like that was weird that was dead that was grandpa's truck i know it was yeah so do you, do you think he do you think that this was a ploy, and this wasn't Zuchery's actual movie? It was his his, his kids uh, destroying uh, exploiting his legacy. I don't fucking know. Did it make any money? Who really Could gives be. a shit, man? <clears throat> I don't. Point. I don't think Mirza Archie would make this because he sounded so much more intelligent in the commentary. I I know, man. And That's his other I'm... movies were even even Don't Mess with My Sister is a is a capable solid movie. Holy shit! Did you know that he that the Terry was in the original? Yeah, they're played by the kids. They're the same kids. Those kids that walk up. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's probably the coolest. <laughs> that's probably the coolest aspect of this movie. I mean, Maria. <laughs> they Olsen. got the same people to play the kids. <laughs> of course they got them. It's just fucking their kids. It's their actual kids. <laughs> I know, but it's probably the best part. <laughs> um, actually, like Maria Olsen, 
she's in so much stuff and she's not a bad actress at all like this is no, true direction she was a they podcaster dude she actually po- podcasted on horror movies for like years yeah she she knows I, it, her performance is over the top and in another movie it would be fun Right. This That's what I was awful. trying to say earlier. Right? I agree with you. Dude, she has like a hundred movies in post production right now. She's a yeah. she's a she's an indie, like no budget actress who who coolly, you know, very cool got a couple big roles that and you know she deserved them though. She's a hard worker. Yeah, I don't blame her at all for this. I feel bad for her. I feel like I'm fucking when I talk bad about the movie, like I don't want it to be an indication how I feel about some of the actors. But I do she's think been, that uh, Kevin Rebecca Kendry's uh, movie too that all the creatures were stirring. Yeah, I didn't mind that movie. I know a lot of people don't like I, it, but I thought it was fine. You hated it? Yeah, I thought it was trash. I, I the thing that she's in, oh she's plays Lilith in Killjoy's Psycho Circus. That's crazy. Um, no, the thing about all the creatures were stirring. I, I I thought that people were just being nice, honestly. And it, it I, I gave it a six out of ten. It I like some of the stories weren't very good, but there's a couple I really liked in there. The one with the birthdays in the van. I thought that was a good one. That's the only <clears> one that's. I like that story, but. So I spit on your grave, deja vu, on fucking watchable. Yeah, what I was saying about ten minutes ago. Um. <laughs> anyways, uh. It, it of course you know this movie has like pretty much every bad thing that I fucking I can't stand in films, but another fucking stupid like little nitpick trope is when people find clothes to get dressed either when they're naked or whatever in the films and shit like that and they fit absolutely like they're tailored to them that fucking drives me nuts like when she fucking finds the the jeans and shirt and shit like that i'm like wow those clothes fit way too good for her <laughs> it just kind of made me laugh but what don't even care about small bad things like that and this movie's so bad that like a hundred of those could be in it and i wouldn't even care <laughs> Oh, bro, I I just don't know. It's like I, you I only remembered it because she was walking buck that, naked around that, that, at that time. What's that? Mm-hmm. Never mind. Whatever. <laughs> Too lazy to talk about the movie because right. it's so bad. I, I just hate to think that the same the the same person made this. Like I I refuse to accept it. I do too. He doesn't deserve to be known as that. Like even the bad West Craven movie is is not nearly like this no. or a bad. Romero movie like it's not it's just not it's too far of a dip I know he's 80 and stuff but I just feel like he didn't even make this shit the common thing in this series man is fucking asshole abuse like literally (laughs) shooting people in the assholes and Uh killing people with (laughs) objects in their assholes it's like every fucking people in the assholes every movie has like an asshole scene that's crazy sodomy the first one of course the second savage vengeance does it does it we don't know. We don't know where that clothed penis went. <laughs> yeah, Savage Vengeance, I think. Is, I, <laughs> Actually, I, you know what happened? It, no, there was a black hole. That one doesn't even have any that, fucking penetration. Yeah. <laughs> that movie doesn't have anything of anything in it, man. It's ridiculous. But like Who all the other thought, films but, has but like seriously. ass. It has fucking what? ass mutilation. It's insane. If you never would have known about any of the sequels or remakes or anything, and you watch Savage Vengeance, would you really think that it could get like worse of an experience than that how is there a worse movie than savage vengeance in the series i don't know it, it is crazy it's almost like there's no god at all how the fuck is a movie <laughs> Dude, how does a movie kidding. like savage vengeance probably have a higher rating than this one that actually looks pretty good 
I'm curious to see if it does have a higher rating because that's because <laughs> this movie definitely has one one thing going for. It. I mean, it it, it doesn't it's look that shot bad. like a real movie. It, it doesn't, doesn't look like a, it doesn't a actually look that shot bad. On like it doesn't look that bad, but the end product is definitely better looking than Savage Vengeance. I mean, how much do you punish a film rating wise for being two and a half hours in trash? Like, I feel like that factors in. Like, if this was an hour and a half of trash. But like, every we scene, would, like we would hate it as much, but right? Every fucking scene yeah, in this yeah. movie just because ends on takes, a bad note because it's all too extended. Every fucking scene is way too long. That's just it's just poor editing. It's bad film. Like I mean, you have to step in and be like, "Yo, man, I got, I gotta, I gotta do something about this, uh, this editing shit, man." I'd like, I just dude, this needs to be an hour shorter. Even as exactly, a, it's just it makes for a piss poor film. In any world, like because you know. Like Dave was saying with the commentary, he wanted to hear somebody try to justify this. Like, I truly would like to know, like, why this had to be two and a half hours. Like, like why is this a why tra- not two hours? Why not ninety minutes? Like, I don't get it. And why like not I said, a minute. It, I'm about to recut this film. It's basically like, I have. I, I'm going. I'm. I'm about to recut this film and just see what a ninety-minute version would look like. You know, um, considering there's no like other like full-on subplot it's like the simplest fucking story and they stretch it out to two and a half hours that is just beyond nuts it's so bad Fuck. Uh, i want to see scary. somebody like, fucking do do try that? to say is there's this a no comedy story like, here is this a joke is this a but, fucking joke there's like no do you story. remember when when youtube used to pay you by how much like how long your video was essentially like I feel like these people thought like, well, if we make a really wa- long movie, we'll make more money. Just like, like fucking Lovecraft <laughs> padding his work with extra big words. Yeah. What happened here? Why? Why? And then I think people, I lost here, here's, his man, dude. Again. Old people, I don't want to be a dick, but a lot of old people once they hit a certain age, they're just. That's why I'm always confused why, like, the people in power are so fucking old. I'm like, how many people you know 70, 80 years old in the prime of their life? No one. No. Fucking no one. <laughs> They're fucking dumb. I don't have you a dick. Rarely there's a highly into- – the old people either are the smartest people you ever met in your life or the dumbest people you ever met in your life. There's never a middle. They either lose their brain or they retain all the knowledge. And I don't want to say anything, but if, if Muir directed this, then he hasn't retained much. Well, he's obviously if he did, he's fucking old and senile because yeah, I don't know what, what, I I don't mean, know what like, he was thinking about with these characters. You know, I mean, none of them make sense age wise. The cousin would, doesn't would, literally makes no fucking sense. He was close to his cousin. So right about that. It's so it, like first <laughs> the of all, cousin one's really bad because it's like what? But none of the ages make sense, man. I even think that Becky should be older than she is in this film too. I mean, I mean, well, you gotta remember movie, this forty they years have cell ago. Cell phones in this? No. No. Maybe it's supposed to take place in the nineties. But didn't they did they sit <sighs> It's taken place it's forty years later. It was like yeah, it's it's definitely forty years later. It's Is there anything in, in the narrative that that makes it forty years older? Like do they specifically say? I I don't feel like even putting the effort in to try to justify I, anything. I couldn't hear anything <laughs> over the screen. I can't remember, but I'm positive. Oh, there was probably the gravestones. Did they have dates on them? Oh, wait, that wouldn't matter. No, because <laughs> they, be... they died in they died in seventy eight. <laughs> I mean, every synopsis, everything I read says you know forty years later, taking place in real time. Which it, there's nothing there's nothing to indicate that it is taking place only like well, ten or fifteen hey, years later. But why don't you read that uh, synopsis you read in the beginning again? See if we got any hints. 
<laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> well, here it is. Jennifer Hill is back. 40 years after 1978, it's so been in your grave. Shocked. Okay, here we go. With more bullshit. Where's my Blu-ray? Um, Bunch of bullshit. I'm positive that, that they do say something about Jennifer, you know, after all these years that she's... I mean, look, man, dude, she's <laughs> playing herself. Same narrative. She's fucking old. She's definitely, like, around 70 years old, so... It's not Dude, taking place. Six. The yeah. fact that it says the most anticipated sequel of all time on this <laughs> right? I'm like, Who's nobody anticipated this at all Who's or asking? even thought it was a, a possible. Who was I mean, asking for it? I got to say, though, Camille Keaton actually didn't look that bad for being like 71 in this movie. She I know. Had, like, yeah, it was hair. like awkward, though, because like the red dress that she has on like showed her, her b- boobs a, a little bit. And I'm like, that's strange, weird. I'm just glad that the narrative wasn't having her getting raped again in her 70s. That would have been fucking I, disturbing I actually, as shit. I don't know. I I, I might have gave it more points for, for being original. <laughs> Shut well, the it fuck. would have fed it. Dude, tell me, t- let me, let me, it, I'm going to be serious right here. If the ending of this film, if like the third act was a headless Camille Keaton returning from the ga- grave to get vengeance, would it have been a better movie? I yes. would probably go up a half a point. <laughs> I would too. <laughs> That's what I was if it saying. While into a I was like, I hope, just, I hope they just swerved us so hard. Like, yeah, we know we're making a piece of shit, and they just like, <laughs> completely over two the and a half hour joke. <laughs> Dude, I would have loved if it was a two and a half hour like joke. Like, haha, jokes on you, dumb fucks. Dude, no, I know what it even dollars. How about they said that? The four victims thanks from the first film. Oh, dude, if it said at the end of the t- movie, like, thanks for your twenty. 20- three dollars i i honestly i i i like i would be so happy almost you like, know what i, I like, would have loved to seen i would have loved to have seen the four victims from the first film rise from their graves <laughs> and raper ra- again and raper, and raper headless again. corpse Raper headless corpse, dude. We we're writing a better. I spit on your grave, deja yeah. vu. Could you imagine fucking? Oh yeah, zombie fucking. It's skull fucking. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That's awesome. Like Necro. Was that fucking movie Necrophiles? No, Header. Remember the movie Header that's snaps oh, released. We gonna have us a header almost every single day. You incorporate that narrative into this one. Oh my god, that's ridiculous. Good old fashioned redneck. Revenge. I cannot believe this is two and a half hours. I still, it's, I don't under, how did it get that way? I wonder what they cut. Nothing. <laughs> they didn't cut anything. It was a rough edit that got sent to the pressing, and they're just like, yeah, well, I guess it's two and a half hours long. You know what's going to happen? They are going <laughs> like to release the director's editor cut. Died and, and they didn't hire a new one. They're going to release the director's cut, and it actually is four and a half hours long. Oh, yeah. It's going to be amazing. Shared here, we get to see the whole deal. I, I just feel felt defeated by by watching this one. Well, show's over, guys. That killed twenty two shots. Yep, it definitely yeah. did. Fucking retiring now. Can you imagine if Jeremy awesome. watched it? I would love it. Nah, dude. I want Jeremy to do a two and a half hour commentary on it. <laughs> How many I'd, actually, actually, I'd actually like to do a commentary. This would be a fun one to do. This one actually dude, would be super we, fun. Oh my god! That's the only way I would ever watch this again. Never, exactly. never again. But that would never. cost. That yeah, would but cost, you're doing a commentary. Everybody needs to pull their Patreon money in. You're not watching it the same. A, a dollar per minute. <laughs> yeah, you're not watching it the same, man. Because you're you're just fucking blasting this shit the whole fucking time. 
be amazing. Dude, if somebody tried to get me to Patreon this after I reviewed it on this, I'd be like, nope, here's the link to this 22 Shots episode. I'm not watching it. There's nothing else to say. No, I, it's just garbage. It's the worst movie of 2019 and top five worst movies ever It's the ever worst made. movie of 2022. It's but the worst it, movie ever. But is it the worst movie in this franchise? Hands well, down. let's find out. <sighs> oh my god, this movie, man. I, I, I honestly haven't been this annoyed with a film in so fucking long. I'm like, this is the most <laughs> feeble, pathetic attempt at okay. recreating the Devil's Rejects I've ever fucking seen. This shit is way too long. It's, I mean, who the fuck in their right minds would ever extend this shitty ass fucking narrative into two and a half hours? You motherfucking piece of shit. I don't know. Everybody that's fucking involved in this bullshit, I am so fucking mad right now that I had to sit through this bullshit two and a half hours. You know what? Learn how to fucking edit. Seriously, take some fucking responsibility. No, you don't, you put don't out even this have to learn garbage. how. Just, it, just attempt it. This is, we'll this is irresponsible. We'll this is just irresponsible fear, filmmaking. And I'm not even talking about the fucking rape in it's that offensive. shit. It's offensive. It's offensive to fucking movie you fans. It's offensive. That you made me pay... You you ripped me off, dude. Really, when I think about it, I paid twenty three dollars for this. You and you took that money, and good gracious, you're like, th- you're like, thanks for the money. Like you actually put this out for people to buy. It's ridiculous, right? What's it's, your rating, Moods? It's absolutely next, right? fucking appalling. Would you? Okay, let me even, ask you this: that this that this that this even made it to the fucking you know out. Then this should have never been this. a never been a thing, man. Forty years fucking later, you're gonna put out this garbage. Let it's, me let me ask you this: Would you rather spend two and a half hours watching this or two and a half hours at the DMV with Jeremy? Uh, I would take the Jeremy. You can look at your phone wow. at the DMV. Okay, that's gonna be the new reoccurring. Uh, would you rather weekly? <laughs> would you rather watch this, or would you rather get a you know uh, fucking get get a Prince Albert? <laughs> God, I, I'd rather watch. There's this not many things I would pass on. You know? There is a lot I would pass on. I genuinely, if I was genuinely thinking about like making something worse, it would it would be it would be hard. It would be you know it'd have to be pretty serious to get worse. That, that I'd rather choose something else. God. Yeah, I mean, th- I mean, at least Savage Vengeance didn't actually piss me off. I mean, when you're trying to when you're trying to make a serious film like this, and it turns out like this, it, it's just purely appalling. I've lost all energy because we're like hours into this now. I'm clearly, I lost I'm, I'm, I'm clearly pissed too. off, and I don't even know how to fucking rate this thing, man. Because like, I gave Savage Vengeance. What did I give it? One out of ten. Yeah, like I mean, how do I even go lower than that? You can't. I think it's me. Is it me first? No, it's me. You went first oh, last okay. time. But unfortunately, since this movie actually didn't make me laugh at all, and I'm super offended that you know this is actually a a, a fucking product. It, it is honestly. <laughs> the, this is an actual product. This is. It, it's true. He's dude. You should be offended. Like I know that we're supposed to be nice to like indie filmmakers and stuff like that. Sometimes, like Dave said, he doesn't want to tell people their acting sucked and things like that. But no, like uh, the fact that you put this out and expect people to pay for it, and you want people to pay for it, makes you a bad person. 
<laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's worse, the movie or the people that fucking you know put this product out for us to fucking view. Man, this is just—it's very appalling. But it is. It actually might even be one of the most hated movies I've ever watched. And you know, quality-wise, I've seen way worse films. Savage Vengeance looks like shit. This one doesn't look like shit. But at least Savage Vengeance had a tidge bit of fucking. You know, I don't know. It, but I'm giving this one the lowest I can go is 0.5. This is one of the worst pieces of shit. I mean, I've dude, ever the seen. only way I can't it even... could have been worse is if like they covered it in shit. Yeah, it really, honestly, dude, this has got to be the most embarrassing fucking piece of shit I've ever like, dude, ever I, witnessed I, with my own fucking eyes. I'm speechless. It's right so now. bad, dude. Like, like. <laughs> <laughs> what, what rating? Uh, who's next? Me or JP? Wait, but like Emil Keaton was embarrassed to be in Savage Vengeance. It's like I would be much more embarrassed to be in this one because at least that one was like, oh, shot on video, shit. <laughs> she should be thankful that she got decapitated like a half an hour into it, or was it like an hour? I don't fucking remember, man. Everything was so long. Whose turn uh, is it? It's they yours. To pass out. It's me. Yeah. What'd you give it? I don't even remember. Boots gave it half. 0.5 out of 10. This shit, it, this is Should vile. we implement a new 0.25 rating? <laughs> no, I'll give it a 0.5. We haven't done that yet. Alright, alright. I award you no points, and God have mercy on your soul. Through <laughs> Billy Madison. No, I give it half a point. I can't. I, half a point. It's the worst. I, I don't want to talk about it anymore. It really is, man. I mean, I dude, it like, the only thing is that it's shot like an actual movie and that's where I the think it's shot very five well. comes from because there's I meant nothing, just quality of camera what's what's that i meant just quality of camera you know i yeah, mean like, some some of the I shots mean, are okay it actually it looks like yeah. a movie like it doesn't look like it was filmed with a toaster um <laughs> <That'd be laughs> great, <though. laughs> but, uh, no i'm serious like this is one of the worst <laughs> things you could watch like if you if you're like watching this or anything literally any like anything else like look at the hall of pain i'm not joking our entire hall of pain would be a better choice not all of them at once but you know like listen like okay this makes me want to watch the howling seven right now just to just to clean my palate i'm not joking i I would rather watch axed entity halloween Resurrection is fucking masterpiece compared to this. Masterpiece. Warlock three, Silent Night, Deadly Night three, Jaws: of Revenge, any of the Children of Corns, Jack. Fr- There's literally not a film in here that I would rather watch. Uh, <laughs> I spent on your grave, Deja Vu over. And I'm still mad. Pump Master versus Demonic Toys in the Hall of Pain didn't deserve it. Oh, that uh, is <laughs> that's gutter. No, oh, it's better than hey. this. <laughs> no, guys. Yeah, it's more entertaining. If you're out sure. there right now, you're. And you have two choices between watching I Spit on Your Grave Deja Vu or Killing Your Family. I suggest you do the latter. <laughs> Jesus. Yep. Um, no, seriously. I, I, it's a point five because there just is no redeemable factors for it at all. Um, it's a complete it's – it's offensively long. It, it truly is offending me that it's this long. And I didn't even know what the – do like while i was watching it i was like i i don't want like i don't know what to do here like this is getting it's so long like i remember looking at the time and i'm like there's still 28 minutes left how 
How is that even possible? I told you not to procrastinate because it's a hard watch. And I did procrastinate. I, I didn't. Well, I'm so glad that I watched each of the other ones, but I did take a day off, then watch this one, which was nice and refreshing because, you know, I had a little break in between. But I did watch this last night and I was just like, dude. Dude, it got 1.5 for three votes. So it's, which the, is the, it's the lowest rating possible. I think it is the lowest rating we've ever given, right? Yeah, I think so. <clears throat> I think that one just took the cake. I thought for sure Savage Vengeance would be the lowest, but woo. Well, before we even got to this review, I still was wondering if Savage Vengeance would be the worst. But as we talked about it, it made it clear to me. Yeah, I, I thought I thought maybe we might be at like one and a half or something, but no. Just discussing it just literally pissed me off. Right? Do you feel I, I got upset? Mad. Right I, I well, like, that I actually started feel- getting I actually started getting pissed off when I was talking about it because I I was I I realized how offended I was that they made me watch this shit. You know, this is criminal. Like, I mean, honestly, man, this is criminal. they should be charged. They he should be in charge. He was second. serious, too. Like, you know what? This is criminal. They you should know be what? fucking Give me charged the for this shit. Get the they they, the they committed them. crimes here, man, making us watch this shit. <laughs> Dude, I paid for this shit. Dude, they stole your money. You Dude. worked a couple Wait, hours. How did they get, raped uh, my eyes like, and they I stole your money. It's all like, criminal. It's all criminal. And be like, dude, I kind of want my, I want my money back on this thing. Dude, this I would is return not- that shit. <laughs> I feel like I got a bad deal here. I feel like I got a bad deal. Dude, just post that picture from Hellraiser 2. I'm in hell. Help me. You do realize, exactly. JP, that you just ruined your entire media collection by having that in there. You just tainted the whole fucking thing. I'm just the thing to film a video of me breaking it. I, I'm just gonna now. I'm just gonna think of every other title I could have got for. The, I could have put. I could have paid for two thirds of the Zombie 4K. Oh, you could have got a couple of Shout Factory, Scream Factory movies that are going out of print. I could have got. Yep. I could have got those, which there are a couple that I needed still. Um, no, you got last bit of Great Deja Vu. And it's a it's a manu- it's a burn on demand. I it's a made fact book. Like even the DVD Blu-ray is not even printed right. It's not even the right case, and it doesn't even sit doesn't on the side. Chap your ass right there. Side looks like Fuck. shit. It's just fucking shit, shit, shit. God, that's horrible. It's lazy, it's so greedy, and it's bad. lazy. Oh, it's so bad. I'm so confused. What do what do we do from here? I think I think we actually need to take a break from podcasting now because this might have just ruined my ambition to ever record again like i told you i'm sad because this happened how could god let things like this happen (laughs) there this just proved this just proved that there is no god because god would never let this shit ever happen not only would god not let it be made but he definitely wouldn't have let us watch it (laughs) right (laughs) no he made me watch it twice what's that say like i feel like moods got out lucky on this because he like dave watched it twice i I watched it and paid for it and moods didn't do anything but watch it (laughs) yeah you got off lucky dude i did man What's fucked up is I wouldn't even sell it. Even though they raped me. I just have to have it. Dude, I hope this goes so out of print and it they, becomes like they worth me. like $400 one day. Why? Somebody could just burn it. Because they're not, they're, nobody's going to have it to burn it. Because nobody's oh, they gonna, will. No. Deja Poo. Fuck this movie. I'm 
so mad. Oh, Mirrors Archie played the guy playing the priest playing the organ in this movie. Really? Did yeah. they show him? Yeah, I think maybe he turned around for a second. Roger Ebert okay. should be rolling over in his grave. Dude, I'd rather dig up Roger Ebert and piss on him than watch this movie again. Fuck. I wouldn't really need a choice. I'd just do that. Oh, my God. All right. That's enough of the I spit on your grave deja vu. I don't want to talk about it again. I spit Can on we not Dave. talk about it? Let's not talk about it ever again. we got to yeah. make a rule here. We're never going to bring it up. It's like a no. pact. Yeah, exactly. we can't talk about it. Nobody brings it up. We just don't even. Just I might not even, even put it on the thumbnail. <laughs> <laughs> no, and, and you know what? I think we're fair. I think we rate fair. I think so I too. Do. I'm generous. If I, even if I don't like a movie, I'm like it's not actually bad though, so I can't rate it under a five. You know what I mean? Dude, it's very rare. I give out a point five or even a one. Like it's no, super rare. I try not to. I try not to. I didn't even give a Savage Vengeance a one. I gave it a one point five. I'm still I'm still scratching my head about that though. <laughs> what Savage Vengeance? No, you're one point five. What was the I extra half like point the for? I kind of like the chainsaw scene, and it, it kind of makes me laugh because Donald Farber's just running around <laughs> doing stupid shit. Oh, but man. it's off. Hey, hey, remember that cop with the mustache moods? <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny like, though. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> It's literally Dude, so it's funny. Line, he fucks it up. Fucks <laughs> you it up know, <laughs> you know it's bad when Mood says he feels like watching the Howling Seven to watch to watch the taste out of his mouth of clean my palate with grapes. It's like taking a shot of shit to wipe get the taste of this movie out of your mouth. Dude, oh man, I just I wanna, need a palate cleanser for Christ's sake. I just want to gonna... throw in the Howling Seven and just listen to the soundtrack play, just to clean <sighs> the palate, man. That's that's how desperate I am to get away from this fucking piece of shit. Almost invisible. Beware the Children are some of the two worst movies I've ever seen. I wonder how bad they are compared to this. I've not revisited it in over 10 years. The only film that oh, compares man. to this one is Beneath the Mississippi. <laughs> I think I saw that at video stores all the time and I would always avoid it. What, Beneath the Mississippi? I think so. It was yeah, always, like it, a it was always everywhere. <laughs> no one wanted it. I think I'm the only person that's ever seen it. I think you're the only person ever bought it. It came on a 20-pack, so... Uh, yeah well oh my god i have like a fucking splitting headache how long is this show oh my god i feel like fucking i just got spit on for like however long that review was i think fucking mirrors archie just spit on our graves for making us watch that i know (laughs) i feel like i feel like i just got drenched in spit just all over you. Do you think that was the social commentary? She wanted to let us know what it felt like to be raped. <laughs> if that's the case, the movie's genius. If, because if, I bought could you imagine? it, right? Like, it, me buying it, I, like, I clearly was raped, right? How insensitive is that for you to compare you losing $23 and two and a half hours of your time to somebody being raped? I don't think it's insensitive at all. You want to know what it's like to be raped? Comparison. You want to know what it's like to be raped? Watch my movie. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. That's what happened here. Ugh, is this a new type of filmmaking? If it is, I don't want to watch anything else. No, I mean, Bill Zabub probably could have did a better job on this. <laughs> At least probably. there would be extreme nudity and yeah. bad jokes. And really, really bad. And, uh, and probably anti- anti-religious like jokes. Yeah. All right. Well, that's going to conclude. I spit on the grave franchise. 
Oh, I'm not going to say thank you for picking this Patreon. Because I'd be lying. This was yeah, just th- that th- last film ruined all the stuff that I liked. Th- th- this was just a, this was probably one of the. I, I mean, you know, some of the movies aren't the worst ever, and some actually legitimately are the worst ever. <laughs> Two Hall of Painters out of six movies, like you know, but mixed in with a Hall of Famer and shit. Like, oh, man, this was a really, really fucking Weird. exhausting, mentally exhausting. Uh, show to prep for and record because it's just I don't know man it's just one of those I feel genuinely drained I, I'm I'm so I need to fucking eat man I've, I've been I'm about to pull Mike Merriman in like five minutes I'm just exhausted from like my brain is just fucking done raped brain rape but let's get out I of here I feel like we need to go to a support group now I, I feel like that's I'm, it, I might end up like fucking uh, you know Let's write Jennifer, our congressman. Get Jennifer. this movie taken off the shelf. I feel like we need to have have our revenge now. <laughs> Let's make a Facebook group. It says, I, I survived. I, I spit survived. On your great I spit on your great <laughs> you A support see? group for people that have watched it? <laughs> Wait, I'm not, I'm not ready to tell my story yet. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> it's literally a support group my for name's people Dave. that have actually just seen it. I came home. I, was, I, I just got home from work and... I saw a package. It was sitting there. It, it was stacked with some other packages. You know, I got a lot of stuff in the mail that day. I started opening it, and the first one I opened is I spit on your grave, deja vu. Like it was waiting for me. So I started to watch it, and it just didn't seem right. Just something was <laughs> something off. fell off. <laughs> and well, I felt that's, that's, when, that's when Kevin came in. <laughs> hey, I Kevin. So <laughs> I was so violated. My ass hurts. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> God. And now I see it everywhere I go. <laughs> in the stars, in the grass, everywhere. I, I saw the movie with with Denzel Washington and I got flashbacks. Isn't there a movie Anytime somebody Deja screamed. Vu? Isn't there a movie called Deja Vu with Denzel? Yeah, Washington? there is. <laughs> I didn't even register. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> I ordered the Denzel Washington movie anymore. Could you imagine the dude sitting in the support group and being crying his eyes out and being like, "Man, I ordered this Denzel Washington Deja Vu." I'm a really movie. big fan of John Q. And I just so watched the just movie said, without I looking it. at the cover art, and it turned out to be I spit on your grave Deja Vu. <laughs> like, Completely you know traumatized. Never be able to watch Training Day again. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, we're just getting. I'm delusional right now. <laughs> Hey, straight delusional. Um, yeah, man. Uh, Dave, thanks for coming on again. Love having you on the show. I don't want to live. Oh fuck! I'm I'm gonna go do something that I'm probably gonna regret after I get off here. But uh, JP, take us out of here. Uh, bye. That's it. <laughs> I don't. I can't do. I can't go on. I can't go on. All right, Charlie Bill from Tombstone. Well, bye. We're all just so out of it. So we will see you guys later. We do stuff. Maybe deuces. Game over.